You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese bowls are super fresh or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Alright guys, we're back for episode 25 of Nerd Rage Radio. And I sound like I'm really excited because I am. Because I just drank some coffee. And uh, we got a special guest, Bobby. We do. Face. Um, my my, my, bro- my brethren, my brethren host. Jisk? My good friend Jisk from Realm of Collectors. You may be uh, familiar with the show. What's up, guys? There you never, is. You never yeah. heard of the show, right? You, 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 know, you, you listen to it once or twice, Jisk? This show? Yeah. Dude, actually, somebody told me about it, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> I wonder if they'll have me on. Yeah. I, I heard, I heard <laughs> I you like came on the show today because you lost a bet. Yeah, exactly. Like, now you have to do this show. And... He came in third place in a contest. <laughs> That's <the> contest. <laughs> Yo, like, I'll tell you, man, like, funniest, the funniest contest joke I've ever seen, I've ever heard. Some dude was like, yeah, man, so first place was two weeks in Africa. I mean, first place was two yeah. weeks in Africa. What was, what was, uh, th- what was, uh, Sec- what was second place a month? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 he said. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said what? What was se- what was second place? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got yeah, it. yeah. Shit, man, I fucked up my own joke. Man. I don't know any. I don't, I don't know anything about. You it. stole all your thunder. I don't know anything about Ebola. I just know as soon as you get it, you got to get on the first fucking plane out of the country. Uh. <laughs> I I do want to say before you guys go on, I thank you so much for letting me be on the show. Seriously, I I'm a huge fan. It's I'm not just saying this because I'm on the show, but it it is my favorite podcast to listen to. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. And uh, I also want to give a special thank you for allowing me to be on before Brave. That's a huge <laughs> deal. That guy can suck it. Yeah, I like this guy already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, let's so, be let's be at this P. I, I told you he wasn't like the rest of the nerds. <laughs> a little different. Nerds. I am nervous though. I I guess just for the sake of your listeners, I want to say that I don't know a much as much about all this stuff that you guys do know about. Oh no, we so, don't. We don't know shit about it either. We yeah, just fake it to make our it. way through it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we gave you. We gave we'll you, see how it goes. We gave you the link to, to wiki. We gave the link to wikipedia.com, right? Got that. Pretty much. Okay, good. Yeah. Right, we're, we're squared away. We actually pause the podcast all the time and get on the internet. <laughs> we're, we're from the same source material. <laughs> start, start plugging in everything, as long as my computer doesn't crash. All right, so uh, I guess we should do. You know, well, first, actually, before we go any further, yes. Hey guys, make sure you guys uh, check us out on Facebook. Um, you know, our, our our brethren who just had a birthday yesterday, Dante, yes. is on it, putting all cool nerd stuff, conversations and whatnot, and keeping you guys informed on his birthday, on every day. Yeah, you know, he wakes up in the middle of the night and does it. It doesn't get, you know, his, his sleep patterns all fucked up for you guys. Um, so make sure you guys subscribe to the or follow the Facebook page, also our Twitter page at Nerd Rage Cast. Uh, go ahead, and subscribe to that, and also if you're listening to this on iTunes. You know, give us a like. Really helps us out. Yes. And out. go away, dog. Um. So, you know, sorry. Been out of the been out of the house for a week, and my dog came down here and wants to knock me down because he didn't see or, me. Or favorite. Or favorite. Or or press <laughs> one. Really helps us out. And um, I guess that's it. Is there any, um, any other news that we have to do with that? Oh, we have a, we have an email. Oh, also. an email. Oh, yeah, uh, what, 
which is if you have any questions you want us to answer on the show or anything, any ideas or anything, anything you want, uh, it's nerve rage radio mail at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, I'll totally you, forget to check it. Yes. And but I haven't just getting a ton of dick pics. So. Yeah. That's right. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love dude, dick pics. You're the dude, best. I'm not afraid of a dick pic or two. <laughs> dude, like, look at the way this like, one hooks to the left. All the, all the, all the huge ones. I'll just throw in the dumpster and all the, all the, all the small ones. I'll show my wife, like, look how good you got it, girl. <laughs> 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 Those words have never been spoken. <laughs> um, well, they've been spoken. I'm not sure how, how true it is. They've, been, they've definitely been spoken. So yeah, check us out. Really helps us out. Anyway, uh, let's get into uh, Nerd Weeks. I got I got a lot of I got a lot of shows to talk about. I've been like first. I've been binging. No, I want you to go first because I want to bore everybody with fucking TV shows. Let's let our guests go first. Oh, there we go. Let's be gentle. Shit. He's not prepared uh, for this, man. He's like, fuck. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I haven't so, done anything all week. They're asking me questions. I'm here to ask them questions. God damn it. <laughs> did, you, did, was... you, did you read, buy, watch, look at anything this week related to any fandom? So I do watch The Flash, and I have a feeling that, Adam, you'll probably talk about that. So, yeah, hey, hey, man, f- feel free to talk about it. I, don't yeah, have any I just, with that. so, <laughs> I, I love and hate the show so much. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, I, I like it. Stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's with me. I, I, I have some, I have some big criticisms of that show too. Yeah, it's just, it's fun, man. Go ahead. Here's just a, I mean, again, not a, being a, a super fan of the Flash, but why does everybody need to know who he is? You know what, man? It's it's funny. It's funny that you say that. I don't know, but like I, I've and we, you know this is funny. We never talked about this this idea, but I I kind of feel that the whole secret identity thing. Is dumb nowadays. It's just a, it's just a dumb trope that doesn't really doesn't work work anymore. You know, like there's face re- there's face re- recognition software and whatnot. It's like even in an episode of the Arrow, yeah, but the average Joe doesn't have facial recognition software. I'm, but I'm, I'm not talking about the average so- the average citizen. He's not telling the average citizen. Yes, he is telling the average. No, he's citizen. no, he's not. He's only he's only talking like he's only telling like super people. But he also told uh, ISIS or ISIS. I say that all the time. Why do I do that, Iris? Um, fucking the 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 yeah, dad. But that's his girlfriend. Uh, you know, but it's still regular people. It's still it's still like yeah, you know, but they're all part. Parts. They're all they're all extraordinary people who are part of the super team. But uh, I like that he tells everybody but the chick that he loves. Like she doesn't get to fucking know. And I understand why, but it was yeah. just dumb. Like at that point, why hold back? You just tell him the world. I agree. Which he ends up telling. But continue, continue with your criticisms. Um, so, continue so with your misguided criticism about my favorite show. No big deal. <laughs> You know, th- that's really just my main issue. Other than that, it's that he tells he t- everybody knows who he is, and just the CW dramatics of it all yeah. is sometimes a little much. Like I'm like, I just can't fucking watch this show anymore. But I I will say this that so I watched the first episode of Legends of Tomorrow, which was terrible. Then I watched the second episode of Legends of Tomorrow, which is marginally better. Yeah. And now I can't stop watching Legends yeah, of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you on and that. And I'll go one step further that I thought that Captain Cold Captain Cold. Was- the yeah. worst actor, but now he's the best actor and needs his own damn show. Yep, yep. That yep. fucking guy, dude. <laughs> Yo, bring this guy on the show a little bit more often. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm with guy. I'm with you 100 percent on that, man. It's it's uh oh man, I just spilled water all over the place. It's um it's funny, man. I mean, because I think the dude is a good actor. You know, the guy that was in um Prison Break, right. or Captain Cold. Uh, you know, and and I think that he's finally get a chance to to do a show. He's so. the only one acting. Uh, I would agree. Like he and the the best way I could put it is he sucks so good. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's the best <laughs> way I could put it for that guy. <laughs> Which is good. So yeah, but, man. Yeah. What, what else you been watching? Uh, what else do I watch? Oh, you know, Walking Dead, that type of shit. Okay. Which is good. I don't know if you guys are into that. Oh, I think I lost you there. I'm um no I I it's funny man I am in The Walking Dead I, I'm just like two or three seasons behind. That's my oh, thing okay. too. I feel overwhelmed. I feel like there's so much Walking Dead out there. Like I know more about the memes than I do about the show at this point. Yeah yeah yeah. It's like oh <laughs> now Carl's got his his eye taken out and blah blah bullshit. There's a C in Carl. Oh yeah. he can't see anymore. I bet. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. But yeah, I think that uh, I, I'm actually so there's a there's a bit of a nerd rage history to Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. I think we've talked about it before also, but like uh, Adam bought me the first compendium. Right. Uh, like the one that's eight inches thick, no big deal. Someone brag <laughs> yeah. about it, not me. He, he, knew I'd be com- <laughs> he knew I'd be comfortable with that. And, and I, I, Oh, you got me the pocket size version. <laughs> and <laughs> pocket pool size version. There you go. And um, – I was looking. I was looking through it. I started reading it, and then like about halfway through it, I, I had to. I had to tap out. Like, it wasn't that it was bad. It was that it was black and white, and I'm shallow. Right. Um, and when he says halfway through it, he means halfway through the first chapter. No, that's not true. <laughs> like that's I read true. the first sentence, and I was no, like, no, no. So no, you're no, telling like, me I'm gonna see a nice thick crease in that motherfucker in the spine <laughs> of that motherfucker? Yeah, you're gonna see a nice thick crease, all right? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was. It was something along the lines of like it, it was. You know, there's such a revolving door of characters being killed in that show. Yeah. Um, and with the black and white art, like, and I, maybe I'm not as good at deciphering art and keeping up with art. That may be true. I may not have the artistic eye, but there is something about it where, like, I, I had a hard time keeping track of who was dying when there was nothing super specific about their appearance. Like, if it, oh, guy with the hat. The hat guy's dead. Or, do you know what I mean? dreadlock guy or mohawk guy or something like super visually identifiable Uh, there wasn't if there wasn't that little footnote there i I would i would be like who the fuck is this because i couldn't keep track of their names and everybody was dying in every other book so and that is something that's hard i think it's that you kind of have to train yourself how to read it in that regard i think as you start reading more and more of it you start to learn to pay attention to right little things about it um, I'm sorry, I, I jumped. No, no. Out. Now, well, let me let me just kind of sidestep, I guess, and ask you now: What do you think about just Robert Kirkman as a writer? And there's a reason I'm asking this question. Um, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if I know enough to to give. I, I'll tell you, I watched. Did, now, what did he do as far as the show is concerned? I, I, I guess he contributed to writing it, but I don't know how much. I, I'm I, talk- I oh, watched ahead. the first season of Walking Dead, and I quite enjoyed it. Um, but uh, it was one of those things where, like, I, I watch them all on DVD because I can't – like, my work schedule kind of fucks me up from being able to watch a show regularly, like, on regular broadcast television. Right. Um, so I watch them all on DVD, and when I watched the first season, the second season wasn't out yet. And by the time the second season came out, like, I just didn't get around. It was one of those things, and then, like, before you knew it, there was, like, six more seasons out I had to buy. And then it was like, well, fuck, that's, like, $300 now worth of DVDs that I had to spend – I don't know if I had three hundred dollars right now, you know, type of thing. So like, I haven't watched anything but the first season. But I did enjoy the first season. I think a bunch. Of, I think it's up to like season four on Netflix now, though, too. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I think I it should, is. I should, I should take that. I, I've, I've been. In, I want to read Invincible from him. Like, but, but oh, the problem. So the that's problem why is, I was. Oh, well, the problem is, is that image graphic novels are historically just horribly made. Horribly I don't, made. I don't. I don't think that's. No, fair. they are. They fall apart, dude. Mm mm. Mm mm. Okay. You've had you've, we've had this conversation. No, that's before. no, that's Top Cow. It's well, just I've Top had, Cow. I've had is, I've had issues with Image ones as well. 
I guess I have two. I had one, one spawn one, but for the most part, like all my saga books, they, they hold together like a champ. My wild storm stuff. That was when it was under image still holds together like a champ. But my, uh, the, my top cow books, like the way made all that shit. is just like, it's, pages, at, it's at, pages in a binder. now. Even at, at, even at beyond, I was going to buy one of the, uh, invincibles and they had like number two or three, like mm-hmm. on that, you know, 60 or 50% off shelf mm-hmm. and they're fucking falling apart. And I was like, Oh God damn it. So I mean I want I want to get into that one of these days. Um, I'd like to read that absolute. They have like an absolute version of it. Yeah, yeah. I might have to. I might have to it's pick that up. It's a huge commitment. Well, that's I what I asked about about Robert Kirkman because Invincible may be my favorite comic right now. Really, I can I believe think it's it. Fucking awesome. I can believe it. Yeah, seems legit. I just haven't I haven't made that plunge yet, and it, and it and it comes down it it really comes down to that quality control thing because I've I've read a couple like loose stories here or there. Like I picked it up. Hey, what's this about? Like not knowing like the background, like in in the midst of things, and I'm like, oh, this this looks pretty cool. Because I know like the 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 main dude, like they are an alien race, but they came to Earth, and like there's not many of them left, or some shit like that. Um, if am I am I am I in the right? right. Yeah. Area? So basically, basically like his dad, it's That's invincible. Superman, right? His dad is yeah, it's kind of the equivalent to Superman, and he thinks his dad's a hero, but then he finds out that really his dad was sent to Earth to kind of colonize the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, or destroy it. It's one or the other, and so then all of a sudden his dad goes nuts and like kills like whatever they're they're equivalent to like the Justice League or the Avengers like just slaughters right. everybody. And so it's and in that regard I like it too because it's like you'll see a dude like he'll punch a hole into somebody and it's like their ribs and guts are hanging out like it's graphically nasty looking and it's drawn just gross. So I'm I'm into that too. So right. Probably like but, uh, Saw movies. Jesus Christ. Dude, they're good. <laughs> I will say I've only seen the first Saw movie. <laughs> I went again. <laughs> you got to see You got to see the first four. I think it's the first four. Uh, but I'll, I'll also say that living with Sawface was, I mean, not oh, Sawface, J- living Jigsaw. with uh, Jigsaw was one of the funniest things. Dude, I, I, might watch, I might watch that like every, like if I'm ever tired, like at work and whatnot, and I'm like, oh God, I'm so tired. I'll, I'll, I'll put that on as like a little pick me up, you know? It's Dude. like it's like intellectual coffee for me. That fucking razor blade shit, man. I'm no razor good. I'm no good. <laughs> I want to make that my ring. It's a little hand movement. <laughs> razor blade. Uh, <laughs> I just like when he feeds the dog the keys and he says, "Will you take the life of your best friend or be late to work for the fourth time this week?" <laughs> and <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time. And I like when uh, at the very beginning, I don't, I don't know why, when the very beginning, when the guy looks down at him and he just raises his hand to like wave at him. When Jigsaw raises his hand, <laughs> yeah. that shit fucking <laughs> kills me. It kills me. It's that little wave. That, and then, of course, Gary, 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 Gary. It's the whole thing, man. The whole thing's amazing. I wish so. there would be more of those. Me too. I'm oh, sorry. So what else happened in your nerve? Oh, so, um, <laughs> hey, this is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm just, I don't have anything exciting going on. I mean, I, you know, I got a bunch of stuff the week before. This week, as far as getting actual Hey, Hey, stuff, check it out. Nobody listening knows. Just lie and tell us something cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they well. So, I have another show. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just gonna plug Shameless it. Shameless plug. Let's go for yeah. it. Make it happen. It's called Edit the Realm. It's on Monday nights uh, at eight o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the YouTube, on the YouTube. Various YouTubes. And so, if you watch that show, then you would know that I'm a liar, and I can't do that. Um, and you would know, oh, this guy's full of shit, and just trying to. Chum it up like he's gotten a bunch of stuff. <laughs> well, what, what what other like nerdy things are you into? I'm 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 assuming that you're also a fellow Transformer nerd. That's the only so Transformers, and then I collect like it would not even be a worthwhile conversation. But 
little how I got gnomes. my name just is Garden is gnomes. a group, yeah little little gnomes. gnomes. It's um <laughs> I collect spray paint, <laughs> which is kind of a weird thing. Really, like vintage spray. Well, yeah, that's how I got my name. I was a I am I guess a graffiti artist. Yeah, that's what I did a lot as a kid. I love and spray so paint. I just got into collecting old brands of spray paint. Hmm. That's so, pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It's um they're all in my garage. It's probably stored not according to OSHA standards. Uh, and um I'm sure OSHA my house is gonna explode at some point. Fucking OSHA. <laughs> they ruin all the fun. Yep. They don't they though. Yeah. All right. With their safety and, and their bullshit. Any minute now I've got the Gravity Builder Navy coming. That's a pretty good one, man. Yeah, I saw half of the review. I, I guess that's that. a Devastator piece. Yeah, it's the, yeah. Uh, it's the more stylized one. That's the the little, yes. uh, the the smaller of the two that you showed me, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, I can't keep up with these, <laughs> you know, larger and larger Devastators. It's getting to be ridiculous, man. Yeah, it is. There's gonna be like a life size one is. coming out soon. <laughs> and that is seriously like a topic on its own, like the whole show on its own. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's called Shattered Cast Uncut. I don't know if you've heard it. <laughs> yeah. Catch it every now and then. Uh, when I'm slumming. No big deal. It's not bad. When I'm slumming. <laughs> <laughs> catch the B sides of the dial. The radio dial there. Uh, so. And um, yeah, that's it's. I'm pretty. My I'm a, a low level nerd. Uh, you guys would be like a plus 12. I'm like a plus one, maybe plus two. <laughs> two up with a two up and vulnerable save. Yeah. Right. Two, up re -roll, two up re rollable. <laughs> Everybody listening is like, "Why the fuck is this guy even on the show? He doesn't even like that this shit." <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Well, uh, would you like to go next, Adam, or you want? No, no, go for it. Go for it. I got. Uh, I'm about to do a Baldwin drop of TV shows, so you know. I um, yeah, I hear you. I did um, what the fuck did I do? I started reading volume three of that uh Star Wars Legacy with Anaya Solo, but. Um, I was fucking exhausted and didn't get very far, but, uh, they didn't reveal, they didn't reveal her, her, the, the details of her lineage yet, so I still don't know. Um, I got, uh, S.H. Figwart's, uh, Captain Phasma. Okay. I saw that. Um, yeah, she's badass. Yeah. She's you know, badass. you know, can I make a comment about, about that? Um, I know there was a, like a big deal about it being a female character, right? But I, I kind of like that mold because you can you can tell that it's a female, you know. And maybe it, it yeah. might it might it might be you know I already know that it's a female, so I'm looking for things to to know that it's a female. But like I you can it just feels like not more effeminate to make it like to talk shit about it. It's just like you know yeah it looks like a female you know. But it, I can you know it has tits. It, yeah. Kind of yeah. Kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. It's something about it's something about the the hips. It's the hips. It's something it's yeah. the hips. It's something about the hips and the chest and, and the waist. Like there's something about the way they did it that just gives it more of a female. It, vibe. It's it's the 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 set the sassy hip toss that you can. It does have there. a bit of a sassy hip toss. Yeah, it's all so. in the hips. Mm. I'm not so referring to else. the judo move. I, Continue. Um, uh, I feel like I watched something, but now I can't recall. I, I've been watching a lot of Ali G show, like classic Ali G show recently. Oh, I forgot to ask you: Is that Batman Bad Blood suitable for children's? I think so. Okay, so nobody's getting their head shot. Then there's a hole in their head. See, people are shot, you know. But like, I don't know. I would let Jana watch, but no problem. Okay, because the last one, I think it was Batman and Son or whatever. 
and my oldest, who's like nine now, but this might have been when she was eight. Like we were watching, it and she just like, and she loves Batman, you know. Mm-hmm. And she turned to me and started crying, like, "I don't like this," because like somebody got fucking, <laughs> you know, like a fucking hole in the head. It might have been Flash. Oh no, that was uh, Flashpoint. Yeah, it might have been Flashpoint. So, yeah, that was Flashpoint, where they you see Thomas Wayne, like yeah. you see the guy's head explode, and then you see through the hole in his head. Thomas yeah, Wayne's yeah, reverse Flash. Time. That might have been it. Yeah. Oh, because it was at the end. It was at the end when yeah, all the superheroes were killing end. each other. And I'm like, yeah, no, it, it didn't it really happen, baby. It's a, it's a it's an alternate universe. <laughs> I remember I remember when it happened. I remember like, you calling me and telling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Um, and then I've been reading the the third installment of that final EU uh, book. Shout out to James James C. He like he he, he like um, he wrote on uh, the Nerd Rage Wall recently, and he was like he, he was using the lingo like the EU, and they were talking about the EU and the ECU, and I was like, nice. Yeah, um, it has begun. But, yeah, exactly. But uh, what's interesting about this, I only wrote down a few notes because like, I wrote down a ton last time and then I had a hard time deciphering it when I was going through. Um, but Leia and Han don't talk about Jason. Really? Like, yep, they don't mention his name. Oh, they don't talk about him. That's just supporting your theory ever so more. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> um they don't talk about him. Like it's like he never existed, and they can't talk. Like it's like it's like an unspoken rule they don't talk about because it, it devastates them. Like completely devastates. Them. Yeah. Um. Also, this thing that's causing these Jedi to think that they're surrounded by imposters, that they're the only real person left in the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke and Ben. Oh, I think it's Luke. It might be Seagal, the Mon Cal, female Mon Cal, Jedi, whatever. It one of them is is discovering that it might be like a virus in the Force. Really? Yeah, like a disease in the Force, and, and that, that it only is affecting these people that were uh, being hidden. They were like children. They were like children Jedi that were being hidden in the quote-unquote mall, which is like this dark pocket of space. Um, during the Yuuzhan Vong War, they hid all these Jedi children in case they were taken out, they could survive. Yeah. And it seems to be just them that were affected. Um, is, it, is it a remnant of the Yuuzhan Vong, or is it something else? We we don't know yet. Okay. Um, we're guessing it's if I if, if I can ask you real fast, what's when is this? I know it's supposed to take place between the Force Awakens and no, um, Return no. of the Jedi. No, no. This is this is old ECU stuff. This is old EU stuff. So this is before Disney bought it and said it doesn't matter anymore. So now it's not even a part of it. Either. So now it's not even a part of it. This was the last story, the last Star Wars story told of the classic characters in the EU. So if it were still a part of the timeline, where would it fall? It would thirty be, years after Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About that, it would be. It would be about the time that the Force Awakens is taking place. Okay, okay. But like, so much more has happened. Do you know what I mean? Than, than what has right, happened right. in the Force Awakens. Um, like in the Force Awakens, it seems like it's been relatively calm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, kind of. It, I'm, no, no. There's a bunch of wars we don't know about. Yes, but like, it seems like it's, it's not really wars. They're more like little squabbles. Yeah. So like, and <clears throat> and what it, what I was saying was in, in the in the old EU there was there was like there was there, I mean there's been tons of wars, you know like literally like tons of wars before you know there, there no a- extra galactic invasions and yeah you know, all kind of shit. But it, but in in you know in episode seven it looks like you know that it's it's been relatively calm. Yeah. Other other than you know the 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 bickering between the remnants of the empire. And um, some some like leftover 
little skirmishes between the Republic and the Empire and Kylo killing a whole bunch of Jedi, presumably, it seems like it's been relatively calm. Do you wish that they would have st- stuck with the... It's, do you wish that they would have not changed it all up? Yes. I, I, yes, I do. I, I, I would have been okay with them getting... Like, like the, the, the EU, like the expanding universe prior to the Disney takeover has a ton of bullshit. Um, but the stuff that's good is so damn good that it makes the bullshit worth it. So, like, I would have been okay if they eliminated the bullshit and just kind of kept to the skeleton of it. Um, right. Because well, you have all you know, this rich history, too. I mean, regardless exactly. of whether it's good or bad. Exactly. And, I mean, some of, like, the best, like, the most interesting Star Wars characters, you know, that we've seen since Return of the Jedi. And, actually, we're not really introduced into that many new characters in Return of the Jedi. So, since Empire, um, have, have come from the EU, like... Um, Mara Jade and Grand Admiral Thrawn and Jaina Jason and, and Ben Solo, Ben Anakin. Skywalker and um, Anakin Solo and Tahiri Kip Durin. Like, there's so many like really, really, really cool characters that they've like established and been working on for like fucking 20 years. Um, <clears throat> and you know, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer to let all that go. But I'm not a, I'm not totally sold on just how much they're letting go because it, it seems like the more things progress the more they're bringing in um i i had a question for you real quick yeah you know how here well i guess we're we're getting ahead of ourselves but harrison ford is it's been stated now harrison ford will not be in episode eight correct do you think that was a feint before except like you know or the or it was a lawsuit like they were just bullshitting everybody so people hadn't seen it when i think when i think ruined I, I think, I, to be honest with you, I, and we get, we'll talk about this a lot more when we get there, because I, th- I think there's a number of gray areas going on there. But I think that when when Kathy Kennedy made this statement, right, it wasn't like this super like press statement. I mean, it, it was and it wasn't. It wasn't like a, like an official document. It was just her celebrating with the cast and was just saying like, and we'll all be back for episode eight. You know, they'll all be back for episode eight. So people like looked at the cast and like Harrison's gonna be back for episode eight. But I think she just meant that like. You know, episode eight is gonna happen. We're gonna film it. Well, you know what I mean. Like I don't Maybe. think. Yeah. You know, that's what I think probably happened. Um, I think that this lawsuit thing, like I don't know, like I don't know who they're suing. You know, like are they suing Disney or are they suing this production studio that they uh, they're probably pro- it they're out? probably suing the production studio or whoever's in charge of that aspect of it. I don't, you know, I don't know, man. Don't give me so a like that might not even necessarily affect Disney. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I, I think that, like, and even this statement about him that everybody's saying means he's not going to be in it, I don't even think that's an absolute confirmation of that. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because it seems like they just listed the big players of the movie. It's not like they listed everybody in the movie, and they didn't say that only these people will be there. Um, but we'll, that's we'll true. get there. That's true. Um, so anyway, uh, these Jedi that were... There's a delay on me, by the way. Oh, these shit. Jedi, these Jedi that were uh, seeing seeing people as imposters, they're being kept like the ones that are are uh, are being kept in the Jedi Temple, are being kept like in rooms with Isalamari, like all around, um, which is actually they're they're doing better, but it's making them go through like force withdrawals. Hmm. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, for just the Isalamari were something established in the EU. They're like these little like lizard creatures. Okay. And they actually create like 
bubbles. Like if if if, if the voids universe, in the force. Yes, oh. like if, if the universe is a is a is a bucket of water, and the force is is the water that's tied to everything. Like they're like little bubbles in the water. Okay. So they like put these Isalamari in this prison with these Jedi, so the Jedi are like cut off from the force. And they're like they're actually they're like, they're, they're doing better mentally, but they're actually they're also getting sick and stuff. Like they're having this withdrawal from the force. Right. Okay. I'm with you. Um and uh, the only other thing is is that the last thing that was kind of said before I stopped reading was uh Dala who I said is the, like the new head of the Republic and ex-imperial and Tarkin's ex-lover. Mm-hmm. Um is supposedly the rumor is like around around Coruscant that she's hiring um an army of Mandalorians to take out the Jedi. Hmm. That she just sees them as too much of a liability. What did what did Jedi's ever do to the universe, man? Except help it out. You know? <laughs> right. Fucking they're like the, the consistent scapegoat of that universe. Yeah. Anyway. Um and that's about it for me. I mean I got some some Transformer toys and stuff too, but I'll talk about that on Shattercast. It's um it's been it's been it's like things are starting to die down from that pre uh let's get everything out and make all the money we can before Chinese New Year rush. Yeah. So that's um, that's pretty nice. I mean, I miss getting stuff in every day, but I also. Uh, Dude, you know, you know, it's it's funny, and and to give everybody a look inside the Skullface residence, it's at the point like his house is kind of like on a corner with an alley on off of his main street, and when you he's got a lot of windows, a lot of great great light in that top level, a lot of windows, <laughs> <laughs> and you can like see that like through the windows you can see where the, the delivery trucks come through. So, like, in the middle of a conversation, when you hear that diesel engine coming around the corner and you see the delivery truck, like, conversation stops. And, like, he's, like, maintaining eye contact with you, but his body is slowly shifting sideways <laughs> towards the door. Because to wait any longer for his toys, you know, it would, it would be absurd. be absurd. Yeah. Um, but he got double he got double punked last week because the UPS and the FedEx came back to back and, and nothing. It's so. true. It's okay, man. You'd be all right. Yeah, I got um, a couple things. I got a couple things still in route. For the most part, it's it's died down. Uh, so Which is okay. nice. So so go ahead with your TV onslaught. Uh, well, before I before the TV onslaught goes on, I do. Uh, I haven't read any comic books, but I've been reading um, a Legends of the Dark Millennium Space Wolf novel, which is a collection of these short stories. And dude, it's awesome. And I I had. I had somebody hit me up the other day that wants to know a little bit more about that story, but I don't want to get too... It's, like, so far down the rabbit hole. It's like we talk about Star Wars stuff, and everybody kind of has a point of reference with Star Wars. And I kind of yeah. feel like I could talk at level with the with the 40K universe. And maybe I'll maybe I'll do a couple little spoon-feed sessions. But I'll, I'll give this the gist. Uh, somebody asked me about it. Or the gist. Oh, <laughs> Just saying. You know? Um, so... Long story short is like like by the year twenty thousand because forty thousand stands for the year humanity in this in this universe humanity has colonized the galaxy like every pl- there's more human souls than stars in the universe you know what I mean um, like every every M class planet in our galaxy in the Milky Way is colonized and there's trillions of people living on that motherfucker and everything is fine it's this huge complex uh, galactic federation. Um, that it, you know, it's and it's like this time of utopia. Like humans have mastered technology, they have mastered interstellar space. Everything is pretty. 
you know, they have they have technology that they'll find a new planet. These machines will go automatically and basically build cities and build infrastructure. So by the time the first human like puts foot on the planet, it's like a fucking utopia, you know. And somewhere along the lines, uh, faster than light travel because of these warp storms stopped, just stopped, and you couldn't you couldn't travel. So basically, this giant complex infrastructure of planets just overnight was disconnected. So you would have planets that would just you know, mine water, and you'd have planets that would just mine copper, and you'd have planets that just grow food. So overnight, this huge complex system is just shut down, you know, and tons of, you know, people died. Uh, aliens, you know, alien races or whatever kind of like came and started fighting and whatnot because they weren't being able to protect themselves anymore. And a lot of planets kind of went back to kind of a feudal state, got destroyed, or were able to you know, because they had enough uh, technology in their solar system, you know, be able to protect their solar system. So that's referred to as the age of strife or the age of darkness. And then you find of out. it is. Yeah, of course it is. I actually was, I actually meant to bring a book because there was a little the snippet. Age, the age of strife. That was, that was very force of fears. I was like, oh man, I got to read this on the air. So anyway, you, you find out that there's this being that uh, basically was created at the beginning of humanity. Um, and this person, which is referred to the emperor, is immortal, and he's basically—it's alluded to that he's every like important uh, character in history. Like he was Buddha, he was Jesus, he was Moses, and like he pops up, guides humanity, and then and then you know falls back into the shadow and kind of just watches, you know, like let, lets humanity do his own thing. Well, he realizes that because of this, there's these these uh, these entities in, that are, live in the warp, like this opposite dimension. Uh, that we that we use to travel fashion speed of light they call the chaos gods they're not really gods uh, but we'll just use the word god so he realizes that the forces of evil and the forces of darkness are kind of setting up to, to destroy man so he's going to come out of the shadows he's going to unite mankind and um and you know reestablish the galactic you know empire the first galactic empire but he's empire. not he's not a douche like god the other in this so he makes these super soldiers and uh, unites Earth and then uh, starts to unite the galaxy. And he makes these, these uh, 20 sons um, that, were, that were kidnapped by the forces of evil because they knew if, if he could, you know, if he could have them all at the same time, he would just easily conquer the universe. Um, and they were spread out all over the galaxy. So he's kind of like rebuilding. It's, it's like a, it's like a uh, what's that thing? Crusade, a great crusade. So he's uniting his sons. He finds 18 out of 20. We never know what happens to the other two. It's like, it's like a terrible mystery in the game. And he figures out everything, starts colonizing the universe, and then he goes back to Earth because he's working on this new technology, which is basically like Stargates. Uh, so that way they'll never have to travel in the warp anymore. They can cut off the warp, which is the source of the evil. It's also the source of faster light travel. And he puts his, his greatest son in charge the War Master Horus to keep on the Crusade. Uh, the forces of evil, forces of darkness, uh, trick Horus. Horus betrays his father, and he splits the Primarchs, the, the 18 brothers, basically in half. Uh, so there's like chaos, there's chaos, and there's the Emperor's side, and it starts a civil war that basically destroys the, the, the galaxy, and we jump 10,000 years into the future, because this has all happened about the year 30,000, and then we're in Warhammer 40,000. And then it's basically like, the galaxy is limping on, and it, it really sucks. It's the grim dark, and but it's really fascinating stories, and it's kind of like, you know, our Ra's al Ghul fans talk about Gotham City, how Gotham is broken, it's limping along, 
like it needs to be destroyed. That's almost where it's at. It's like it's it's corrupt. The emperor now is this husk of this body. He, he was damaged like in this giant machine that acts as the the north star for warp travel. Uh, he can't talk. He can't do anything. He's just like this vegetable. Um, anyway, but uh, been reading this Dark Millennium book, guys. The, the books are really good. If if you're just a sci-fi fan, you don't really need to know that much backstory. I would really uh, look into the Horus Heresy books. They're awesome. But any of the novels that you get, uh, you can really jump into because there's so much mystery around the world itself. Like nobody in the world really knows what happened. You know, we there's legends of the age, the, the the age of enlightenment they call it, or or holy terror at do. its prime. What's that? Of course they do. <laughs> but I've been the really blank digging. of blank. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 40k way. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to steal that uh, Blood Angel omnibus that I got you, because um, I want to I want to read that. I've heard good things about that one. Oh, so I've been reading that. I've been jumping into that. Of sorrows. <laughs> yeah, the, the the chamber. You say chamber of sorrows. <laughs> all right all right enough about that let's talk about this so uh on the tv front guys oh first off somebody somebody gave me a shout about supernatural they heard about on the podcast and they've been digging it uh, nathan nathan yeah yeah so nathan glad you're enjoying it when just brothers fun and uh you'll you'll be happy let me know give me a call give me a shout thumbs up when you after you get done with season five um I, I think season five was the best season because that's the original they, they, the show was designed to go to season five and then that was like the the climax of everything in the, the first previous five years four years really good so anyway um uh this weekend i kind of had had some lone action i was i was at a i was away from home and I was working, but I had like the days off, so I did a lot of painting, and just fucking binge watch some Hulu. So I got through a couple of shows that I haven't been watching here. I'm all caught up to Heroes Reborn. Uh, I gotta say, man, like I started watching, I couldn't get into it, and so I just, I just like forced my way through it. In about episode two or three in Heroes Reborn, I started digging it, and I gotta say, really fucking cool concepts. Um, that- and I, that's something I've watched. I haven't watched it since the break, like whatever the new ones have been. Yeah, the past I, I, couple of weeks. Let's see. I just got. I just finished uh, episode seven. Um, no, I'm sorry. I just finished episode eight. So is that the break? I'm. I'm not too. What happened? I guess again, I don't know to spoil it, but I'm not too sure. It was a while ago that I watched it. So I, I watched it. The last episode I watched, they went back in time and they're like stuck in the past. Oh yeah. Okay. Then yeah, that's probably okay. It. So. I gotta say, guys, if you're a fan of Heroes, um, I, I kind of feel like Heroes fell off. The last season of Heroes was garbage. Um, the, the, actually, probably the, the last and a half seasons of Heroes were garbage. I, I, I think that uh, it just it went downhill um, after uh, Jeff Loeb left, and I was I wasn't really happy with it. I felt that they just went wacky with the characters and and just changed too, too much too many fundamental aspects about the characters, and it sucked. So, uh, but this one is getting really good, and I like the way they're going. The, the one thing about Heroes that it does is it has an interesting way of you thinking that you knowing who the bad guy is and what their motive is, and it kind of plays on this this thing of comic book bad guys. Is a, is a lot of time you're ready to accept they're just bad guys for the sake of being bad guys. You know, it just power has corrupted them, and they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want because they have power. And it's and it's funny how that's such a it's it's so easy to identify with that archetype of bad guy, 
um, and we're so used to it. But here it has a way of walking down that path, so you you assume you know what the fuck's going on with that dude, and then they change it, you know, in like the the second act, and like fuck, this guy's interesting. God damn, I thought he was fucking dumbass. Just, you know, I'm bad for the sake of being bad. I'm bad because you can't, your prisons can't stop me. Your weapons are useless, you know, but that's not the case. And it's, it's really getting good. So just what's your, what's your feeling on the, on heroes so far? Well, so my, it? so just going back to the original heroes, I think I watched like the first two seasons and my issue with it was that it was just, it was kind of boring. I mean, it was interesting, but it just moved so slow. It like was I, slow. an hour went by and I'm like, dude, they did like five things. I can't, it, it was the era of, uh, what was that Island lost? Oh yeah, God, I fucking hated that show. Fucking hate Lost. What's um, interesting and- <clears throat> about Heroes to me is that like it was that era where they're like, wait a minute, superheroes are are definitely profitable somehow. The new hotness, but yeah. but not the ones that are already around. New ones that will make for television. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I say that, and I say that liking the first two seasons of Heroes. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, the, when Jeff Loeb was involved. Yeah. I, yeah, Jeff with Loeb was the first two seasons, and I think season three he had left, like in the midst of season three. Yeah, I think so. And then season four, they knew they weren't getting renewed, and it just went to shit. That whole carnival, you know, Iggy Pop bad guy, you know, with the, you know, I could make earthquakes. Yeah. So, but anyway, what do you think of the, the Heroes Reborn? So yes. I, the Heroes Reborn. So watching it, same thing, and I was like, man, it's gonna start out kind of slow, but it's that to me. I guess I have to relate it to the same way, like I do the Flash. It's just something about it. You just get wrapped up into it. They do a good job in Heroes of keeping you like just enough interested, just enough that you're like, "Fuck, all right, I'll watch the next one because I'm just I gotta see what's going on." The, the interesting thing is they have a way of making characters who you don't really want to care about because you think they're insignificant, but right. they develop them well and they take time to develop them, and then you realize who the fuck they really are. It's as if, and this is kind of a spoiler. Fuck it, I don't care. I mean, I'm I'm catching I'm like th- th- I'm just catching up on it. So if if you guys are into heroes and you don't know about this, you're worse than me and you deserve this to be ruined. Um, it's as if you're introduced to Luke Skywalker, but you don't know he's Luke Skywalker, and then you start caring about him, and then you find out he's Luke Skywalker. Like shit, so, somebody caring about this guy all along. So it's it's a good it's a unique way of storytelling, and I'm digging it. Right. So that, and that's the the benefit I guess to heroes moving kind of slow is they do have every they really have it or it seems that it's thought out like everything is thought out and how it's going to unfold yes. it's not like there's yes. not like oh fuck we forgot it let's I mean, just write it in real fast it, it's funny Bob because I know you love a good spoon fed story you know um, and like like I'm surprised that you don't like heroes or you don't watch it like that's like the one show that you would watch because they are I think they've mastered that art you know they're, they're they can really effectively just like kind of go with a, a story even like and everything is so tightly wound, but it's not. It doesn't feel like it's it's forced. You know, you, you right. feel like okay, this is destiny. There's a reason why we see this woman here and this. Oh, look, it's the nurse here that held the baby. Oh, look, she ends up you know being the mom, and it's it's fucking crazy, man. But it's, I'm digging it. Um, so anyway, uh, so guys, yeah, check it out if you have the Hulu, and if you like if you like heroes, you know, let me know what you think. Uh, also, this show has been out for a while. But I'm just getting on it now, and I'm really enjoying it. It's probably because it's, it's Sherlock Holmes is probably my favorite classic character of all time, um, and so many characters because you know he's kind of a open. You know, you can do whatever anybody anybody can write a Sherlock Holmes story. Um, you know, he's uh, what is it called? There's no copyright anymore. Public domain. Is he? Yeah, he's public domain. Wow. Um, elementary. Loving that show. Loving it, and not for nothing. I think that 
you know, when they told me Lucy, when I, when I first found out Lucy Liu was going to be uh, Watson, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so silly. Because you automatically think that it's going to be like a love interest now. And they're like, oh, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if they if they do, but it, it seems to be a very platonic friendship that works. And I'm not interested in any romantic bullshit. Um, but I, I love the dude, uh, some something Miller, John Ray Miller, whoever's Johnny Ray Miller, whoever's playing Holmes. I dig him. He's a different kind of Holmes. He's not a Robert Downey Jr. He's not a Cumberbatch. Um, he's not a house, but he's, he's got his own thing. And uh, it, I'm digging that show. The The stories are good. They're not predictable uh, with the way they go. And, and it does feel like a complex Holmes mystery. And I, just, I love those kind of mystery shows, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm really into that right now. That's kind of my, I can't wait to get through the first season. I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost done that one. This is um, going to sound terrible. I can't, I haven't watched the show and I just can't get into it because I just see hackers every time I see that fucking dude. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that's funny. I've, I've, I've never seen hackers. Never seen hackers. So you're not missing out on anything. I know. I, I didn't feel that I will. <laughs> I kind of felt like when hackers came out, like everybody's like, oh, cool hackers, blah, blah, blah. It's like that, that same, uh, you know, movies that come out and you're at a certain age where everybody kind of jumps on that bandwagon, like the same, uh, the same effect that Crow had when the Crow came out. All of a sudden, everybody's wearing fucking Crow makeup and wearing black pants. And I think Crow's single-handed start of the goth movement, you know? Um, and Hackers is one of those movies that, like, you had to have seen it. For you to appreciate it today, you have had to have seen it when it came out. Because now if you're watching it, like, this is just fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even jumping into that. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, elementary guys, it's good. Not not much melodrama, Bobby. Well, that's good. Not much melodrama. That's I do good. want to see another Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Holmes Sherlock Holmes movie. Yeah, I'd be up for that. I'd be up for that. That's I really that. like the last one, man, and I don't know why everybody. I liked it too, it. but I, I, I what I really like is I really like the idea of Guy Ritchie going back to making gangster movies. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Madonna broke him? I do. I think she. I think she's the white Erica Badu. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, man. <laughs> I like, don't either. <laughs> all right, so like Erica I mean, I know Badu, who Erica Badu is. You don't know who Erica Badu is? I, I do know who Erica Badu is. Oh, um, she shows like every like rapper that Erica Badu has dated, she has sanded off all the edges of um, and kind of turned into some sort of weird uh, like artistic expression, I think, of her love. So like common sense – Hailing from Chicago used to kind of be like this edgy, like politically driven, and also like socio type of. Not, just like known as common nowadays, no big deal. Yes, yeah, just goes as common, and is a hell of an actor. Not for yeah, nothing. yeah, um, I agree. So, like, he used to do songs about like uh, the state of rap music or shit going on in his community or whatever, and then like she dated him, and then he does like electric circus and weird shit like that, you know, like. Um, Andre 3000 is like the classic example. Hmm. Like went from doing outcast talking about like uh Cadillacs and so forth to the next thing you know, he's got a turban with no shirt on and balloon pants. Like, you know what I mean? Just everybody that she interacts with, like has this drastic personality change. And I feel like Madonna is the same. Like she fucks with Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty goes off the deep end. She fucks with, uh, I mean, uh, Sean Penn, Sean Penn. He goes off the deep end. Um, she fucks with uh, Guy Ritchie, and now he's lost all of his edge. And, Don't know, forget Vanilla Ice. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would, I would never. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. Uh, didn't she fuck Tom Cruise too? I don't know. Oh, now I gotta look it up, man. No, I Tom that. Cruise is Cher. 
Did you guys see The Man from Uncle? Yes. I thought it, I, I thought that at least that it had the same feel as like I, I liked it. Song, I, I enjoyed I it too. I haven't seen it. It's good. I, I think wasn't wasn't a Cavill's American impersonation just over the top but fucking perfect. Oh yeah, no, he was great. It was and great. even that other dude, uh, Army Hammer, Army just, Hammer. even as the Russian was awesome. Yeah, like it was. I, I liked the movie a lot. Army uh, Army Hammer, Army Hammer, whatever the fucking guy, guy's name. It's he's Armin, like it's Armin Hammer. <laughs> you're so funny um like i kind of feel he's this dude that like everybody like when i hear people talk about him they kind of talk about him like he's like a well-known guy and i don't know the fuck he like the, the, to the, the point i had to look him up and the only thing he's ever been in besides like the lone ranger and shit was that the show reaper that was a kevin smith series that's based in the jane silent bob universe or the Whatever that universe is, they, they did the the religious movie. Um, or dogma. Dogma. It, yeah, it's like set in the dogma universe, um, which is an awesome. Reaper was a fucking awesome show, and I'm so upset it got canceled. So oh, funny. he's also uh, he's also been in many refrigerators across. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, he played. Did he play like those twins from the Facebook movie, The Social Network? He I don't know. The, maybe. The maybe. Twins. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. played both. Yeah, like dude. He played I, both of them. Dude, I love me some Social Network. I still haven't seen that, man. It's Dude, good, I can, man. man, I can watch that shit. Like, I can just have it. I can, I can watch that shit. Like, you listen to music, just have it on in the background, and just, like while, while I'm having dinner. See, like, I feel, I feel like now you've you've built it up so high that I think, I think that's what it is. No choice but to hate it. No, it's not that. It's just like I, I fear, like oh, I'm not gonna like it as much, and you're gonna be disappointed. Maybe. I don't want to disappoint just, it's just you. Like, I go through life figuring out ways not to disappoint Bobby. <laughs> that's that's how you navigate your life. It's actually fairly true. Um, oh god, how is this going? How is this going to negatively affect him? You okay. know, like you're not the only person that has told me, like not, 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 not like that line specifically, but like you know, like I've heard that line a lot in my life. Like I like 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 I hate to disappoint you. Like, <laughs> hey, buddy, listen, listen. The ice cream store closed early. You're not gonna have ice cream tonight. Like that's that's kind of how it feels. <laughs> yeah. The um. I know. I, hey, listen. I know. I promised you ice cream. But the uh, get what you want. it's it's just like it, it, like if, if you're a fan of dialogue, that movie's a very dialogue driven movie, um, and it's it's really really good. As dialogue. if it was written by Quentin Tarantino. As if. Oh, as okay. If, as if classic Tarantino. That. So, um, Move. so we want to get into some news. This no, week? I'm not done, man. Oh, I told God. you. I'm doing the ball wind drop. What else could you have possibly watched? All right, so uh, I caught up on Sleepy Hollow, guys. Um, it's kind of dull. Kind of disappointed. I kind of feel like they. Uh, first off, there's no more. There's no more headless horseman. Headless horseman has been has been removed at the start of season three, or yeah, start of season three, and we don't know if he's gonna come back. And there's like this he- headless horseman knockoff that they brought back. I was like, okay, cool. Now we'll still have the headless horseman type of dude, and then they kill him. So sorry if I spoiled it. It's just boring, and I really like Ichabod Crane's character. I like the dude who plays him. Uh, I've always been a fan of the whole Sleepy Hollow mythos, and ooh, the mythos! Oh, uh, it's fucking, it's you fucking like m- depressing mythos? me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next is Grim. All right, Grim is in season five, okay, and it is it is one of these shows where I can't understand why I enjoy it so much. I didn't when I first watched Grim. I think they did a half a season and took a break. And I was like, oh, this show will never come back. And I and I want to see. I want to say that like, it was like a year or so before it came back. And and I was like, ah, you know, I was kind of I was kind of really enjoying Grimm. And they brought it back, and it's fucking, it's gone hard. I love all the characters in it. 
there's, an, there's some interesting character arcs. Um, but anyway, they, they started doing some stuff in the first, the first season, like the first season, like it was all, you know, the, 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 it was all about this key, right? And people are trying to get this key and there's all these shadowy organizations that you don't know much about and whatnot. And, uh, this last, this last mid season stop, they brought back this key that you have not heard about in like three or four seasons. And it was funny cause I, I, I was binge watching this. I was like on episode, you know, two and I watched like up to episode nine and i was thinking right before like man i wish they i I wish they kept with that key story arc i was really interested they just like kind of dropped it and out of nowhere it's back and i'm like fuck yeah you motherfuckers reel me back in hook line and sinker um so it's it's a goofy show guys but there's something i like it uh just have you ever watched grim at all i have not all right the the (laughs) cool thing about it like you know how that like the whole freak of the week issue that everybody has and of course right. the whole premise of the show this guy's a detective and he's you know like the brothers Grimm so there's all these fairy tale fairy tale monsters and it, but it's all these you know monsters in all kind of different mythologies right everything from werewolves to banshees to whatever right and he has like some sight or something where yeah and so he can that. see them so basically but the, the the funny thing is is that they kind of pull a you know how Deadpool kind of calls itself out on its own bullshit right they kind of pull one of those because characters in it who don't have this power, he, he ends up telling about these monsters. Because these monsters can, like, they can, like, um, show themselves to each other without humans seeing them. But they can also, tra- like, full-on transform so humans can see them. But he can see them all the time whenever they tra- transform. So he's kind of like, a, he's a monster himself, but, like, he's, like, the antithesis of him. He's just, like, a badass, you know, super Captain America-type superhero. So when they see him, do they see another monster? Or they just see when a they human when they vo- they call it voguing, right? Yeah. So they when do. they <laughs> when they vogue in front of him, his eyes become like jet black, and they can see their own animal instinct inside their eyes, and it terrifies them. They like see the monster inside of them, and oh, okay. like to him, he's like this that's like void of this darkness, void of like I will fuck you up, and they're terror. It doesn't matter how badass they are; they are terrified of Grimm's. Like Grimm's. Is is their their monster under the bed, which is an interesting it's an interesting dynamic. Um, but anyway, so but it, it, you know the story gets kind of absurd because like these you know he's a detective and him his partner like so every murder it's always like a fucking a vessin that's the name of the month they call themselves a vessin it's it's always a vessin. Well, this one cool character uh, Sergeant Wu in it who who uh, sees one of these monsters and he thinks he's going crazy. And at first, they don't want to tell him about it because a lot of humans, when they if they find out about this world, they just fucking go nuts. But they end up telling him about it. And the the captain of this police department is also a vessel himself. So there's this one part where, you know, he's like, you know, Captain, it's kind of strange that all these cases are vessel. And the captain responds like, actually, 97% of violent crime is vessel. So it's like human beings are actually kind of like in this universe, human beings are actually kind of squared away. Like we don't have any issues. And it's these beings, all of human history, like Hitler was a Vessen. And like any like a terrorist attack, it's most likely Vessen organization. It's just like these, these creatures that are, cool. that are, are violent. Yeah. And there's, there's Vessen there that are like, that are peaceful and they usually stay in their own clique. You know, they're, 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 they have their own subculture. So they, they, like each species has their own subculture and then they have Vessen culture where they, they, they cross. But there's like, there's like a vessel that are pig-like, uh, and that they don't get along with the vessel who are 
werewolf-like. So that's where like the like the big bad wolf or the three little pigs like story comes. And then there's there's Vessen that are rat-like, and there's Vessen that are cat-like, and they don't get along. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I, I just there's that one little piece in there. It's like oh, you know that's that's fucking cool. You know, you 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 kind of get into why the world's fucked up because of these monsters and like these grim are kind of you know they're they're needed because to keep everything in line so humanity can kind of survive. Now, is there only one? It's just this guy's lineage and that's no, it? Well, it, you, find, you actually just found out recently that they find this, like, ancient trunk, um, and you don't know why, but it, it comes down to something that happened in the Crusades, and uh, basically you find this one Crus- Knights of... No, Knights Templar. You find this one Knights Templar um, person, and there's this lineage, and there's a family tree, and you find... Uh, the main characters one, and there's another female Grim that they find later, and you find that you know, her family's on it. So it might be this mutation or whatever in this one family that are the Grims, but they've been, you know, they've been they travel the world and basically hunt these monsters. And these there's these books that they kind of write the fairy tale, the the story down, and somewhere along the lines, they got copied into Grimm's fairy tales. So that's you know they they, they from their journals, you know. So it's it's kind of cool, man, I, and I dig it. I, I like. I I, lo- I love mythology and stuff like that. So they have a way to to interweave like, but they'll do like creatures from you know Greek mythology and Roman mythology. But then they'll do Indonesian mythology or Russian or anything from um different. Like, would you say you like all the different mythos? Yes. <laughs> let let me let me ask you a question because it sounds interesting and and it may be something I want to watch. But this is going to be what determines it. And I'm going to create a new scale on the CW scale. How much dramatics is in there? Um, it is nowhere near the CW okay. scale because it's it's not on CW. It's like on ABC or NBC. But so it's it's you know it's more of a CIS dramatics. You know, there there are some there are long, some dramas. Long dramatic pauses <laughs> of characters looking at one another. Yeah. No, we don't we don't see that, thing. and we don't have we don't have that many establishing shots. Okay. So, but I will say it takes you. It take it took me about two it took me about two episodes to get into it, and I was digging it, but uh. Yeah, I'm I'm signed on. I'm signed on. Yeah, it sounds cool. And then um, there's a new show that's coming on. I think it's AMC or no, maybe a, a it might be a Hulu show, The Path. Um, but it's got it's got Jesse from uh, from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, it, I was gonna hope you were gonna say Full House, dude. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> mm. I thought you were gonna say MTV. That's sexy. <laughs> oh, that that's sexy. Too. Little, <laughs> that's sexy little fella. Be like so. that's where he's been. But it's Hulu. It's Hulu that it's on. I remember seeing the ad for it. But uh, you already we already talked about Legends of Tomorrow. I'm in, dude. I'm kind of I, I dig it. It's it's got me. It's you know it's, we were talking about shows last week and you or I think it was last week and you were making that that old tired ass argument about um that it's it's the number it has to do with the number of shows, short seasons versus long seasons or whatever. Like I've been thinking <laughs> about that more, and like you know what I think it is more so than that. What is it? Production value. Maybe I think it's shows with a higher production value. I have an easier time getting into, and those usually are shorter seasons. They may also be shorter seasons, yes, and they also reinforce my my. So maybe comment. it's not a cause out. It's not a causation or causality, but it's just a byproduct, right? Well, but look Where's, at the. Wouldn't you say the Flash has a really high production value? Not in comparison. No, to like I don't Game think it does. Thrones. Okay, well, yeah. all right, I see what you're saying. You know, like Game of Thrones looks like a long ass movie. Bobby right. hates reestablishing shots that are reused over and over again. I do. I do. And, and the every thing time, every is, every time they Star Labs, you're like, "Fuck, it's the same." Yeah, because, yeah, because he watches. He he. Because you 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 watch shows like you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You'll sit there and watch four or five shows, and I'm telling, and that's that's a part that kind of drives people crazy. You know well, here's I mean? the other thing: is you, you know who turned me on to that? 
And I'm using turn me on as a euphemism. Yeah. Um, Mario. Yeah. Uh, our late great friend Mario uh, was a big porn buff. Like, loved <laughs> porno. Um, Not as much as Brutus. <laughs> no, but Brutus loved it to a fault, perhaps. Yes. Um, but he loved porno, but he would, he would say, like, he'd be like, he'd be like, like He'd be like, I hated this one porno movie because the scenes would be intercut. Like it, it was, it's really like an eight-minute film of having sex, but they drew it out to eighteen minutes. You could tell when it, when certain footage has been reused from different angles, and like, I, I, it blew my mind. And then like, I, I swear to God, like I never watched pornography the same after that conversation. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I, I think I started applying it to everything, but that that nighttime shot of Star Labs is it's in that show in every episode. Yeah. All right. So hey, let me just finish this up real quick. Uh, Supernatural, fucking hard. I'm I'm digging it. I'm really happy with the season. If you guys have not jumped on Supernatural, or or if you if you got through and didn't like eight or nine, eleven season eleven is the fucking shit to, so far. I'm gonna say it's Lucifer's back, and he's glorious. Why is the devil one of my favorite like characters in fiction? He's awesome. Yeah, he is. Speaking of Lucifer, the show Lucifer, getting good. Like the first episode had me in as like my favorite new show of the season of the year. And episode two and three is like ah, uh, but now uh, we're having some some new stuff. And I'm a little spoiler, but so anyway, you know Lucifer in this world, he's immortal. Um, he doesn't really have any powers besides like he he's he's shown some super strength, um, and he's shown a way to like like torture people like I don't know if it's like he's torturing their soul and terrifying them but every once in a while he looks at somebody he doesn't have any skin on his face and it looks pretty scary um, but this this his partner this detective for some reason his powers of people wanting to tell him that his deepest darkest like he intoxicates people you know mm-hmm. doesn't work on her and uh, also um, she she's starting to realize like she thinks the whole Lucifer thing is kind of a gag and that he's basically using like parlor tricks to like you know get people like he's he's hypnotizing people somehow, but everything's above board. He's kind of like a mental. She thinks he's kind of a mentalist, um, but she's starting to believe like no, there's something going on with you. She's starting to believe him because he's like he's like oh, no, I'm, I'm no detective. I'm I'm immortal. It's and he the, the dude who's acting like Lucifer is perfect. It is like this uppity, uh, prissy Lucifer. But at the same time, can switch it and be like the Prince of Evil, and I'm fucking digging it. Cause he, like, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like Lucifer would have class. You know what I mean? He, he would kind of be a little decadent, you know. Like he'd always have a nice suit on, like the, t- the, the top clothes. Like he would buy into all that materialism. Like it, it would make sense. Like all the the sins of man, like the, the like the extreme parts that he would really, he would really be into. You know, like fine wines and fine cheeses and. And like you know, crazy, crazy sex with you know hundreds of people at the same time. You know, not not as far as Charlie Sheen. You know, like a half of Charlie Sheen on like the drugs and partying and, and sex. I don't think anybody could beat out Charlie Sheen on that on that aspect. Tiger blood. Tiger blood. Yeah, like he 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 could go like you know Tiger blood mixed with club soda. Like he can go, he couldn't go 100% Tiger blood. Um, but the show is really good. Um, uh, you know, I think it comes on tonight. It's like it's one of those ones. I'm like, oh, sweet, it's fucking Monday night. Can't wait for Lucifer to come on. Um, but it's really good. So I'm gonna stop it there, as I know it's been showing. But I did get some painting done this weekend, so it was good. Good. All right. Um, and now we're into it. Now we can talk about the real shits. All right. Let's get all of the non DC, Marvel, Star Wars stuff out of the way. Um, 
Netflix is making a live action Zelda movie or yep. show. Yep. And I'm all sorts of on board. Yeah, it looks. Is, is that picture for real? For real? I don't. I can't imagine. I can't because they're talking about just going into production. So I can't imagine. If that picture is for real, for real, it looks fucking awesome. Did you it, see how they describe that too as like a Game of Thrones for, for the family? family. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'm on board. Dude, I, I love You mean you don't watch so. Game of Thrones with your family? <laughs> <laughs> Not with all, all of them. No, no, no. <laughs> just some no of them. Girls, yeah, that's called incest. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do that here. Dude, not for nothing. Uh, the, the sister, she's she's my type of she's my type of mature chick. The queen, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. Cersei. You know, I'll yeah. tell you this. Last night, and you can judge my parenting skills if you want, but my son's gonna be four in two weeks, and he loves Batman. So I let him. I was like, oh, let's just watch Batman Begins. I'll see how he handles it. Oh, right? that's fine. He's four. But I realized that the kid who plays the son, you know, who was the king, and I forget his name, but that dick kid, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Robin. Yeah. That was like a big rumor back in the day that he was oh, going to be Jason Todd. No, he's going to be Jason Todd. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, um, I didn't realize until yesterday. I'm like, oh. I um I love me some Zelda. Like the, the more I think about, like there's that Hyrule book that came out, it's like the the World of Hyrule or whatever. It's a Dark Horse book. It's it's not a comic. It's just like this like art and maps and like lore and you might even say mythos, Adam. Of I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a punch you. <laughs> of 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 Zelda. And I, I haven't bought it yet, but it's it's purely like it's purely out of laziness. But it looks so good and like I, I just I, I love that world man. Like I love that that game for fucking uh Super Nintendo and N64, like both of those Zelda games are fucking perfect. Hey, let me, let me stop you there for a second. I'm an off topic because you're making fun of my word. Have you guys ever heard of the word chagrin? Yes. Yes, yes. I've never heard that fucking word before in my life. And my wife used it the other day, right? And she and she used it. I was like, what, what is that word? And she was like, chagrin. I was like, I, I was like are, you, are you kidding me? Did you just make that up? She's like, no, it's a real word. I was like, I've never heard that word in my fucking life, right? And now I've heard it like in uh, there's been two different shows that has been used in like Dude, this week alone. Happens all the time to me. Fuck, huh? it, I, I feel like I've fell, I've fallen into a parallel universe that that's a real world word. And my universe, where I'm from, not a real word. I'll give you two words that that has happened to me with: filibuster and quagmire. Uh, that, I'm familiar with those words. Yep, I am. I am now <laughs> as well. However, there was a point where I was unfamiliar with both. And then heard them like every day for the next month. Like you, even when like Family Guy, Quagmire, you didn't really know that was a, a pun. Mm-hmm. You weren't familiar. Correct. Huh. Yeah, I, I have to say on that, I was not either. Hmm. Correct. Um, chagrin. It's bullshit. Where it doesn't exist. It's not real. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. My, my my dad says it. My dad's like a big fan of it. Like he says, it much to my chagrin. <laughs> That's like the dumbest sound of word ever. All right, continue. Anyway, um, I just think I just think it's awesome. I think it's an awesome um idea, and I I, I couldn't I couldn't be more excited. Like I, I'm I'm fucking pumped for that if if it comes to fruition. You know what I mean? mean? A lot of times stuff like this, it, it's it's a lot of talk. But did like, you watch the cartoon as a kid? I, oh, fuck yeah, dude! Every Friday. <laughs> yeah, man. I that, was, that was the one that you didn't want to miss. Yeah, like I, like I can miss Mario Brothers, yep. but can't miss Zelda. You know that the the guy that played Luigi on the Mario Brothers was um, my little brother's best friend's dad as a kid growing up. Are you serious? Yeah. Why, well, dude? You're famous. You that's are. Right. You're like Rob D. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I know. I know everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I I just I, I think that's an awesome, 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 awesome. Um, 
let's see. Did you want to talk about this Mr. Outfire shit? A little bit, dude. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right. All right. Fir- first off, first off, let me say, like, I'm a, I am a huge Robin Williams fan. Um, it, like, he was one of my favorite comedians. And it's funny because you never used to like him until you did that last, uh, like, like stand up like during like the Bush administration because there's a lot of Bush administration stuff. He did live on Broadway. That was when that was when I changed because a, a lot of that like like the Mork through Gork shit, all that like you know, which is what I knew him from. Yeah. Like didn't do it's it was too much for me. Yeah. Well, um, you had to be exposed to that when you were a kid. I was. Yeah. So. I was, but I, it was even as, even as a kid, I was like, this is a bit this is a bit too banana peel for me. Yeah, something wrong with you. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't handle the cocaine, the cocaine fueled uh, Robin Williams. Oh yeah, I, I think, mean, <laughs> I think if I was older and knew that he was on cocaine, like I would have been able to appreciate it more. You know yeah, I feel um, you. But anyway, when I saw Live on Broadway, then I went back and kind of like it like wiped the slate clean. And yeah. I'm, well, well, let me like like um and little little you know in, introspective thing mm. is you know. Bobby and I are both from divorced parents. Um, my situation is a lot different than Bobby's situation. It's true. What about um, you, Gist? Are you? What's that? No, no. My parents are still married. Weird hey, enough. Adam, he's in one of those dysfunctional families. I know, right? <laughs> it is, I, it's funny, yeah. man, because like people like because both both our spouses' parents are still married. Um, but like, it was funny. Like we were at Red Robin the other day. Great sweet potato fries. Uh, separate story. And I watched like the restaurant's weekend transfer. And not many people know what that was. I was like, like I have flashbacks of my of my childhood. So it's like the dad is there with the kid, the mom comes. There's like the awkward hug in front of the kid. They start to eat, and the dad leaves, and, and, and the you know the 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 mom and the the kid like stay there. And I was like, oh, I remember those. Those are famous. Um, but there there's like Mrs. Doubtfire, being you know a brilliant movie. Um, there are some deleted scenes, some alternate ending scenes that came, um, and basically the end of the movie. You know, after the the court case and everything, and and um, you know, Robin Williams had to have like visitation, they supervised visitations with his kids, and then and then uh, Sally Field saw the Mrs. Doubtfire character being played on the TV. It kind of like it all fixed it, and like they surprised the kids. Oh, we took care of it. Now you can be with your dad and whatever, and family is family or whatever. And it was a much more realistic ending where like Robin Williams showed up at at the spelling bee that is, he was like helping his daughter practice. Uh, during the whole movie, and basically they made a scene which distracted her, and she and she fucked up, and then it was this interaction with 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 uh, the daughter and him, like this really heartwarming interaction, like you know why can't you guys just fake it? And he's like we can't, you know we just it, it, it is what it is. We're still a family, and then like this this confrontation at the end with him and him and Sally Fields, um, and the kids are basically like, you know we hate you type of thing, and they realize that they, 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 like the fighting, and it's finally the realization, and and like it's funny. You know, people have been through this. I remember there's this point in time when my grandmother was like, "Oh, your mom and dad are, you know, maybe they'll get back together." And I was like, and I'm like thinking in my head, like, "Grandma, come on, <laughs> it's never gonna happen," you know. So unless my mom grows a penis. <laughs> so, uh, but it's it's just it's just one of those things. Like I watched that, and like not for nothing, man. Like I I I like the way Mrs. Doubtfire ended, but like. I in that scene, like Ron Williams is a hell of a fucking actor, man. He he is just a, a fucking hell of. A, did you watch it, Bobby? Yes, yes, I did. Um, and I was like, God damn, man! Like, I w- it would have totally changed the the tone of that movie. Like, it it, it couldn't the 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 thing that it that would, movie it did right. Made it a downer, but it would have made it poignant. You know what yes, I mean? yes, it it had changed the dynamic, and and like the movie was good because it was a comedy, but it had some really heart touching moments, and and it would have. 
it would have changed it a lot. Like it wouldn't have been the same movie whatsoever, but it would have it would have had this message of like how difficult it is for families to break up, especially when there's like no real fault. You know what I mean? It's like it's like just two people that aren't meant to be together. You know what I mean? And I mean like I, I like that's that's kind of like that's kind of like uh, my experience is like my parents is like were never meant to be together. They got married like super young, like you know, fifteen and sixteen. They got married, and it's like. They're just like, oh, maybe we can make this work. And then eventually, like, no, nope, we just can't make this work. And, and the culture changed, so it was able, they were able to both live their separate lives. But it's like there's always this animosity and this hate. See, did, you, it, did you have that? Did you have, like, did you, did you see your parents fight after they'd split up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that, that's one thing, like, I never, I never really had. Like, like my dad, like, when I was, all right, so I, I was at my dad's house Monday through Friday. And as... Like, if you grew, if I, like, if I had grown up in just my dad's house, like, if I didn't see my mom on the weekends, mm-hmm. I would have thought she just died. Yeah. Like, there was no speaking of her. I did, her didn't name, your grandmother do the transfer? Her, no, no, no. My dad would do it. But, I mean, like, they would just drop me off. Like, he, my dad wouldn't get out of the car or anything. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I just, okay. Um, but, like, it was just, like, I mean, like, it was, like, it was, like, her, she who is without name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it was, like, like, uh. You know, and and I think it was for a number of reasons. Like, I think my dad just literally didn't want to talk about her. Yeah. But it was also that, um, like, he didn't – my father wouldn't have wanted to, like, down her in front of me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he he wouldn't have seen that as his place. He would have wanted me to make my own decisions about her. You know know what's funny, man? And, like, I feel – being a father now, I feel that – Dads usually get the bad rep with everything. Like, wait till your father gets home. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. you know, the same thing I experienced, like, you know, recently I found out a lot more information, since I became an adult, a lot more information about, you know, everything that went on between my parents. And it's like, while I was growing up, it was always like, you know, your dad is bad because of this reason, and it's his fault. But then growing up, it's like, no, it's a little bit more complex than that. You know what I mean? And it got to the point later in life, it's like, I was talking to my dad, it's like, why do you ever, like, stick up for yourself and t- tell us what really happened? And he's like, I don't want to talk bad about your mom. You know what I mean? Like, like, like my mom would trash him and, like, you know. Well, that, you know, was, that was what I was going to say. On the yeah. other hand, like, my mom, I mean, like, it was open season over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. like, it was like uh, your dad, that son of a bitch. Yep. This and that. Yep. But, yep. like, I, but the, the one thing, even, even with that, I never saw the two of them argue well like, and wait, i wonder wait. if that is Helped any better or any worse well i'll Do tell you like mean? this is like, this is some fucked up thing my therapist thinks that this shouldn't happen but like i'm significantly older than my youngest my youngest sibling so you know before, when she when she was like 12 or whatever and i was in my 20s and i actually helped my parents renegotiate their like divorce settlement <laughs> Like as the kids got older, because I'm the oldest of four, so like I'm like the, I became like the middleman between them to keep the conversation civil, so they can kind of figure out how to like close this chapter out officially, you know, the child support and stuff like that. Wow. <laughs> and that was another thing, like we never had that. Like I never had my mom never contributed child support. The the idea was just that they would split all the expenses fifty fifty. Yeah, which like just wasn't. You know what I mean? How it yeah. really happened. Yeah. But um, anyway, but, we, but it's it, if you guys get a chance, if you're a Robin Williams fan, if you're just a Robin Williams fan, um, check it out, watch it. It's it's really it's really well done. I I wouldn't mind seeing like if they ever do like a you know some you know 20th anniversary or whatever. I wouldn't mind seeing a re-edit of the movie 
this is this is see how it feels. I mean, it's a good movie, man. It's a funny movie. It's got you know, it's one of one I think one of Robin Williams' best roles, um, and it was just you know good storytelling. So unfortunately, I think that if this was the movie that we would have got, it wouldn't have become such a classic. I agree. I agree. I, I don't. I I don't want it to replace the original one. I just want to, you know. But I think that's that's a problem with our our society to like as an inability to deal with downers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we, yeah. we don't deal with them well. Like we we want everybody to live happily ever after. Well, let me say this too: if Robin Williams was still alive today and he didn't you know pass away so tragically, I I wouldn't have the same opinion. But it's like since he did, it's like you know let's 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 marvel at his other works. Let's you know it's just like right, right, right. Like I got oh you. look, I get I get to experience a, another chapter of his genius. You know, I which I you. think is meaningful. So, do you, did you watch it, Jisk? I I didn't see the extended clip. I saw that it was on there. I just haven't watched it. But I, I'm thinking about that and thinking that you guys are right. It would have changed the tone of the whole movie, and it would have been less a comedy. I think at that point. Oh, like definitely. the reason what yeah. makes it it ends on a happy ending to reinforce that it's a funny movie and it's a comedy. And even though shit happens in life, everything's happy and great. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, you know what's funny nowadays. Like if that movie took place in 2016, uh, courts wouldn't have had an issue with anything. <laughs> <laughs> It'd have been a okay. And then uh, Robin Williams would have won Woman of the Year. Yep, that's right. So that's right. <laughs> the um, to, this this next thing is going to serve two purposes. So Warhammer 40,000 has announced comics arriving in September. Mm. Now this is good for two reasons. For one, Adam gets a chance to talk about it, and for two, I have to take a piss. So I'm going to be able to do that while Adam talks about it, and then I'll be able to come back and enter in my two cents. <laughs> so, BRB. I could have just, I could have paused the podcast. So this is the part when Bobby's not here, we're just going to sit here and talk uh, kind of crazy about him. Sweet. So hey, do you have any bonus questions that he he probably wouldn't want me to answer publicly that I can answer right now, Jisk? Uh, about him in yeah, general? Of course. Uh, of course. I don't think that I do. I mean, uh, anything. Damn it. My, yeah. I, I'm going to say I got a preference. My first questions are funny. <laughs> and they're they're weirdly funny just based on like a lot of the questions and i guess everybody should know should, should you tell them like that i'll be doing some kind of question and yeah no, we can let them know now that's fine all right I'll, at some point i'm gonna ask these guys a bunch of questions and it's just based upon things that i'm curious about so there'll be questions about you guys like how you met not that question but oh that's a that's a funny story dude that's stuff a really, about your that's childhood a good, that's a good one and that's then um some other questions that I just think are funny and then just questions about the show. Okay. And, um, so I think it'll be a good time, but I don't have anything, you know, I mean about Bobby trying to think of something funny. I don't know. This is the, I guess this is the hard thing. I only know Skullface through shattered cast, through his reviews and through this show. So, which, which (laughs) it's could not even be the real person. It's pretty accurate to who he is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I have a million questions. All right, shh, he's back, he's back. All right, my opinion is ready. Oh, I, I didn't talk about it all yet. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. Um, oh, I mean, it's, I'm excited about it. I don't know what story it's going to be about. Um, they, they only did one other 40K comic. Never read it. It, it, it didn't last very long. Um, so we'll see. Go ahead. Um, when dealing with the 40K mythos. God, I'm a fucking... I- <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell um, that? Here's, here's the thing, right? There is a great, phenomenal, awesome story in the Warhammer universe. And that story centers around the Emperor, Horus, and a few other 
patriarchs. Um, Primarchs, you mean? That's what I meant, Primarchs. And those are the... that, in, In my opinion, that should be the story they tell. But I know it won't be. It'll be the story of... Yeah, fucking Poseidon the Conqueror and captain of the first chapter captain 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 of the first squad of space marines on the planet such and such known for its doors of doors of tranquility <laughs> and <laughs> and you know what I mean and, and then you'll, you'll follow his story and it, and it might be good but it's just it's not it's not the story you know what's gonna happen dude you are gonna fuck. We're gonna buy this book. Uh-huh. I'm gonna buy. Th- 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 this is gonna be a birthday slash Christmas present at one point for you. Oh, <laughs> lucky me. So, but you're gonna fucking. You're gonna love it, and I'm not gonna be very impressed. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. You're gonna love it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like the thing is, is like I-, I think that a lot of times people that don't do comics, like they do other stuff, especially when they do novels, um, get into this kind of like. Oh, well, I guess we could do comics too, couldn't we, Dave? <laughs> I, think I, I mean, I mean, after all, we're already doing novels. I don't think. Um, and, and for you guys listening, you know, Mister Skullface doesn't hate 40k by any means. Not at but, all. Not but this at is all. what happens with it, right? So I go through phases of interest and likes where I get fucking balls to the walls, as as do you. Sure. But we're always out of phase. We're out of sync with 40k, and so we'll end up. Because actually, at one point when we were in college. Like I used to, I used to work security at this at this uh, tech company, but I used to work nights. So I used to go, to go to school during the day, and, and then I worked like to two o'clock in the morning or whatever. But this building was totally vacant and secured. Like I just was there in case the motherfucker caught on fire. So like you, me, uh, your your wife, your brother, your what your brother-in-law, we'd all come. They would all come over. We would all paint it together and eat and eat pizza. Yeah, dude, um, some of the best memories of my life. Yeah, no I mean it was it was like, awesome. It was awesome. But what what would always happen is is like I would I would get back into 40k after a period of time and not getting into it, and like I would slowly pull you back in, and you'd be balls to the walls, and I'd be like, oh, I'm out, I'm done. Yep. And this has been the longest consistent 40k period for me, I think, ever. And uh, it's but, probably because I haven't gotten back into it. Uh, it, it. But anyway, I've been slowly trying to like get him back into it. And one of these days, you're gonna crack a paint pot and start painting. I know it's going to happen one of these days. I'm going to get yeah. you. Yeah, well, <clears throat> here's the thing. Like, that, that, just to talk about that memory real quick. Two two of my favorite memories from that, that place. <laughs> one, I, when, when Shane was visiting from New York. Yeah. And we took Shane with us, and we just gave him a piece to paint just to kind of hang out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then at the end of the night, he was like, this piece sucks. And he was like in the atrium, and he just threw it. <laughs> and it was, like a, it was like a lead or a pewter piece. <laughs> And it like just we, we have I like, I have no idea where it ended up like it was like it was like in this professional building and he just threw it inside God. the building and I always thought to myself like something like professional like like suit and tie employee like just stumbling across this like half ass painted marine that and garden um, gnomes and, and beer bottles he just like to yeah, throw yeah, randomly that's a good story too I think we um, I think we do, we told that one on the show before but. Uh, the other one is that one night we were coming home. So we used, to, we used to go there. We would order pizza, listen to music, and paint. And we were going home, and my, my wife drove because I don't even think I had a no, I had a license. She just drove, and it was it was her and I in the front seat, and then my brother Tug and her brother Dan in the back seat. And my brother Tug like has terrible gas. Like he's just like you know like that dude like just extra stinky farts. Like that's. <laughs> 
my brother. Like, you know, like nobody gets happy when another person farts in the room. But there's always that one guy where if he farts, like everybody's like, oh, no, it, it was it was Mark the farter or whatever. Um, like he was Mark the farter. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the Mark the farter of my circle. Yeah. And he had vicious gas and he was like farting in Laura's car. Now it's like the middle of winter. It's like five degrees outside. And Laura gets so upset and sick to her stomach that she rolls down all the windows in the car and opens the sunroof. Everyone is fucking freezing their ass off. And um, she, my wife, is so fucking angry. Like she's fucking like she wants to choke someone. Like she's pissed. And um, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, why are you so mad? And she's like, because it's freezing. And my brother was like, my brother in the backseat has a really smart ass sense of humor. It's like, hmm. I know how it could be a little warmer. Just roll up the windows. Man, I love your brother to death, but he is that guy that I, I don't think I've ever met another human being who can get under your skin so successfully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to choke the fucking shit out. And, like, I, I, like he's never... Like I've never been a victim of of his togisms, you know. Yeah. I've always just been a, a participant in watching it, it happen. But I understand the power of it, you yeah. know. Like I mean, he he, he will like, make you want to fucking kill him. He would fart around like like we would be like in, like in, like anywhere, dude, like a bookstore. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like he would just go up. Like he invented one, crop dusting. Like the one? No, it wasn't even crop dusting. It's like crop planning. <laughs> Like, he would just go to, like, the one aisle that had three people and just rip, like, a loud-ass fart. And then, like, look around, like, oh, excuse me, sorry, my stomach is killing me. You know, just watch people evacuate. You know, like, that was just, like, how he rolled. Oh, God. We've gone to fart like, jokes. He went to a bathroom. Like, if there was somebody in the stall. You know, you go into, like, a public bathroom, there's a guy in the stall, and you can tell he's trying to wait for you to leave before he lets loose the rest of his shit. Dude, that's just you, man. I don't have any, like once I'm in the bathroom, it's all it's it's game on, dude. No, have you never have you never taken a piss? Like you, you walk in, like you don't hear anything come out of the stall when you walk out, and you know the moment that you walk out, he's just like, oh god, that guy. <laughs> 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 like, like, you, you must go to some shy bathrooms. I'm telling you, there's, man, like, there's something like this is the shy bathroom. My brother would wait. Do you know what I mean? Like he would wait in the bathroom where like the person on the stall couldn't take it anymore and had to let loose again. And then the moment that he let loose, my brother would just start laughing like really loud in the bathroom. <sighs> monster. Anyway, um, what's, what's next I mean, on the agenda? What the fuck that we got? Here, about but, fart jokes. But uh, but yeah, like I think that there's there's great stories to tell in Warhammer. I'd love to see him in a comics medium. I just don't think that would be my guess. But I, I'll I'll read them. I don't think I'll buy them, but I definitely read them. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna trade wait it. Hopefully, yeah. it'll come out with a trade. You know, hopefully it will. It will last that long. I'm sure it's fucking Games Workshop. It'll come out on the internet with a you know a trade that's stupid priced and hardback trifold cover bullshit. You have? Do you have any connection to Warhammer at all, Jesse? No, no, not at all. That's why I was just I was. I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Oh, oh gosh, just awesome. reading about it. Awesome. Yeah, there's it, it, yeah. It, it's that like the 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 mythos of it, dude. Is great. That's what I was asking. It's just what is that the appeal? Is like just the story? Yeah, and yeah, you get it's, to, ama- it's, it's amazing. It's one of my favorite sci fi stories. The, it's not the appeal to everyone. I think it's, I think I'm comfortable in saying it's definitely the appeal of Adam and I. Yeah. What was it that brought you to it in um, the beginning? It, the, the models. Yeah. yeah okay. So was it the, the fact that you could paint them and customize them? It wasn't even that. I think it was just the way they look just look so badass that it just kept. And, and like the Marines look a lot like Stormtroopers. Yeah. So. That's that's what got me. I thought I thought they were Star Wars when I first saw them. Yeah. 
Um, let's talk about this Ghostbuster spoiler. Or toiler, if oh you will. Oh, my God. It's fucking horrible. Shout out to Kevin Smith or Brave, whichever one started it. <laughs> Probably Brave. Right? I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm really disappointed. And not to say that... Isn't it ridiculous? Well, not to say that I, I wasn't... Like, I almost feel now they're making a mockery of the genre. Um, and, I, and I think that when this is all said and done, mark my words... People are like, oh, because of Ghostbusters are girls, you had to make it ridiculous comic villain. It couldn't be like a real evil villain. I think that that's gonna. Be, I think we're gonna see some backlash with it, and I hope I'm wrong, because you know, like, like I love Ghostbusters, and yes, it's it's one of those it's one of those movies I can watch over and over again anytime. I I quote it consistently, you know. Yeah, that's um, great. And I mean, if you guys are if you guys have listened to this podcast before, you could probably find a Ghostbuster gag that I've used over and over again. Bill Murray's a comical genius, um, and like I, I, I wasn't happy with the fact like I felt like they're they're making an all female cast just to make a female cast like they're making a point of it. Yeah, of but all my daughters have seen Ghostbusters; they're fans, and so they were excited because it's all girl Ghostbusters. Oh, it's all girl Ghostbusters! Oh, so excited! And now I feel like it's going to be fucking utterly ridiculous. And now I'm disappointed like that because I thought my 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 daughters were going to get a Ghostbusters mo- movie that they could identify with and they're going to like, and I think that they're just going to totally flush it down the toilet. If, if well, this is legit, this is fucking absurd. It's it's fucking Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I agree. It is Mickey Mouse. You guys talked about it on Rainbow Collectors briefly, didn't you? Well, not and not about the. I don't know if we talked about like that toy version. I think maybe we touched on like, oh, it's the sign essentially is going to be the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, the, the character right. that's the, the Ghostbusters sign, that's what the bad guy looks like and somebody's got teeth. But I talked about it and I went on a rant about it that like uh, if it's it's going to be how, you know, just each person's going to have their stereotypical role. Oh, yeah. This, and now here's if, the smart one. Here's right. the, yeah, yeah. You know, and now if they're going to have that sign be the bad guy where all of a sudden it comes to life and it, I can just picture it, it climbs out of the stupid thing and now it's just, <laughs> You know, it climbs out of the red circle, and now and the, but now they're gonna ha- now it's totally gonna be stereotypical, and now I'm just bummed. You know out what's gonna happen? Yeah. They're gonna have a red circle that has a line in it that somehow traps it. It's gonna fall on it. It's oh yeah. Stuff. We're gonna, we're actually gonna see that thing. We're gonna see this the Ghostbuster symbol at one point in that movie come to life. Yep. It's gonna be like that uh, where Superman and the you know traps. I think it's G- General Zod with that tin foil. Uh, plastic foil yeah. symbol. What the fuck is that? Why did I use that before? What the fuck? You had one of those the whole time? Do you have any more of those? Why is S still on his chest? I don't get it. You should have done this immediately. God. Right, right. Don't you have three of those? This is better than the Phantom Zone. Um, so, yeah, we all agree it's going to be dumb. Or that, that, that element, that, that thought of it is dumb. Like, I, I, I kind of feel like they're having a piss with the yeah. whole thing. It just, it seems like a mockery. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. seem like... like th- this is a nerd rage, you know, um, moment right here. Yeah. You know? well, because it, it doesn't have justifiable, to be. Justifiable exactly. rage. Exactly. It doesn't have to be. There's yeah. nothing wrong with making... This is my complaint with a lot of just movies and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with making movies that are beyond the realm of possibility. And I think that, like, now I feel like especially – and I'm not knocking the Batman movies or Avenger movies, but everything has to be like, oh, that could happen today. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's okay for something to be, like, beyond our – yeah, fantastical, beyond our realm of possibility, even with Ghostbusters, and still have a comedy element to it. Yeah. I mean, this thing looks like it – like, why didn't you just make a cartoon? Why didn't you just make a Saturday morning goofy-ass CBS cartoon? Yep. You know? And it is – it is – like, who who was making the toy? Was it Mattel? 
The new one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because if it was Mattel, I'm like, well, Mattel makes some shitty looking toys anyway. Like, if I were to judge Batman vs. Superman off of their Batman vs. Superman toys, then, you know, I'd be like, Batman vs. Superman is stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But, but still, I think that conceptually it's just a bad idea. I agree. But, you know, that's saying that having, you know, there might be some sort of logical reason for it, or I just no. don't know, but... It's, um, it's not it's it's not aesthetically pleasing at all. So Honestly. apparently, the the president of Fox says that he would like the idea of making more money, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and, and and would be okay with that if that was done through more X X File episodes. Yeah, you know what, man, I, I'm I'm hearing good things about these X File episodes. Uh, I haven't I haven't watched them yet. That I don't think they're on Hulu, which I'm upset about. Um, I know they, yeah, are. they are. Are they? I want to say that they are because I saw oh, it the other guess day. Guess what? I'll be like, oh, watching for watch next it. episode, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> you lucky dogs. That, that, like, to me, the new X Files I really want to watch, and even that um, Lucifer show, I've kind of just been waiting. It's one of those things that I listen to what you say about it, Adam, and I'm like, well, let me just wait till it's all out. Like, that's not one I want to wait week to week for. I'd rather just yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um, that's how the X Files. I just rather wait till it's all done, and then I'll just watch well, it. Well, I think the last episode is this week. Oh, well, there we go. But yeah, I think it's uh I I don't think that this comes as a shock. Like I think it's kind of shocking that they did it. Um but I don't think it's a shock uh that they would want to do more. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if it's if it's successful. Yeah. Like I, this the article struck me as funny. Like like uh, actually as it turned out it's our most successful six six series episode ever. I mean, six episode series ever, but uh but yeah, we're just not interested in doing it anymore. We kind of feel like it's done. And uh they gave us a ton of money, but we were like, you know what? Money isn't everything. <laughs> And I don't know. Maybe that's my cynical nature. Um, no, no. For my classy Jurassic Park gag, here I am by myself uh, talking to myself. All right. Did you guys get the last comment about Jillian Anderson? Yes. Yes. I think Jisk was about to say something. Oh, I just said I owe her an apology. Like I, I kind of bashed her on the realm of at the end of the realm show about how, how her. Dare she, you? Leave my being, podcast immediately, sir. <laughs> about her being British, and then I was like, she's not British, and then I googled it, and I was wrong. So. She is British. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. I guess she was. I guess she was born there, and then moved here, and then moved back. Oh, does she have like, a British accent now? Like it's she, come back. She does have a, a little one. It's not a, not big but she has yeah one. yeah yeah she's dude she's getting like she's like a fine wine my friend <laughs> fine wine she's not bad so uh, she's got to be she's got to be in her late 40s right yeah, if only was... there was a box if only how still, old is uh... julian anderson she's born in 68 checking here is what i found 68 so yeah all right. 47. There you go. Hmm. I'll do it. Um, uh, and hey, so, hey, you know, David Duchovny, you know. <laughs> he's, not, he's not too hard on the eyes either, is he? Let him eat peanuts in my bed. <laughs> I'll tell you, um, I love uh, Mothman Prophecies. Is it Mothman Prophecies? He was, that was Richard Gere, dude. Yeah, that was Richard Gere. Oh, well, I love that nonetheless. Anyway. Mm. Uh, it's still good. Hey, 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 Bobby, I would call that a type, though. I would I call that a type. Those two, uh, in really? My head. 
Uh, Californication was an interesting show. Probably. Um, you probably dig it. I think that the next thing, the only other thing left besides uh, straight... Oh, no, uh, this no. Uh, Eight Reasons Why the Never Ending Story is a psychological horror show. <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah, I, I put that there, right? Or did yeah, the movie there? begins with... eight. Number eight, the movie begins with Bastion's dad ridiculing him about his dead mom. <laughs> yep, <laughs> keep going. True. Number seven, Bastion bullies are creepily committed to taunting him. That is true. <laughs> like, they do seem to go, like, above and beyond the Call of Duty to fuck with that kid. Yeah, man. All right, Artax... Easily the saddest cinematic thing ever caught on film. Which you which you have stated several yeah, times. Several times. Um, that shit is some fucking torturous, torturous, torturous shit. Uh, the Rockbiter gives a speech worthy of a suicide hotline. That's also true. I, that, that's actually, that speech Strong. that he gives when the nothing is, is at its peak, I say all the time. Like, it, it's one of, like, my, like, uh, pop culture, like, regular quotable things. Like, uh, like, impressive, most impressive, but, like, if like uh if if somebody passes me something like and I'm I, like to hold like in a, you know whatever if I'm ca- helping someone carry something and I drop my end I always stop and say these used to be such strong hands. <laughs> um, number four, uh, the nothing is simply the terror of non-existence, um, which is true to an extent, but the the nothing is is really and I haven't read this article to see exactly what it says, but it's really like it's a metaphor for adulthood and losing your sense of imagination. Mm-hmm. Three, the name Bastion gives the childlike empress is embarrassing. Um, it's Moonchild. Is that it? Is that right? No, I don't. That's not that's right. his mom's name. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Let's read this part. In the end, to save all Fantasia, Bastion simply has to give the childlike empress a new name, despite the fact that it seems like she never had one to begin with. That's <laughs> true. Oh, it is Moonchild. As all of Fantasia succumbs to the unstoppable role of entropy, Bastion who has just had a deeply surreal and psychological questionable quest through a dying world, <laughs> just seems to shout out the first thing that comes to mind. Rushing to the attic window in a fit of dramatic, if nonsensical, fever, Bastion shouts out the name of the world to the world, Moonchild. While giving the Childlike Empress a name could save Fantasia, it's not very clear, but why Bastion decides to name her something he must have read off the back of a bitchin' van is even more mysterious. <laughs> Come on, even by geek standards, Moonchild is a pretty embarrassing name. It's easy It's easy to think that maybe Bastion is just a lovable but misunderstood nerd who would get along with his bullies if they'd give him the chance, but man, he has the opportunity to name his own demigod, and he totally biffs it. It's, poss- it's possible that, that this was his deceased mother's nickname back in the 70s, or that it was more of a world salad situation, like when someone has a stroke. But far more likely, Bastion is simply deeply disturbed, deeply dorky young man. Mm. Wow. I tried to get my kids to watch that show. They they couldn't get through it. This is on dorkly.com, which is a great uh, and funny website. And it's written by Aaron Grunhauser. Um, Number two, Bastion. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I would say, would you guys be okay with a remake of this movie? I think they're going to make a remake of it. I've heard it before, but I've... (sighs) I'd be okay with it, but I, I this is going to be a tough one. This is a tough one to top because this one's still pretty good. This one still kind of stands the test of time, in my opinion. Actually, didn't they have images of what um, Falco was going to look like? I think yeah. I've seen that too. Ugh. I'm going to look it up and see. Uh, number two, Bastion is a Treyu's god and we are his, which I think is kind of cool. Whatever. Hmm. One, yeah. the, the never-ending story is simply the chronicle of a young man going insane. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what this says. Um, 
So after all the strum and drang of Fantasia's demise, giving the childlike empress a far out new name. <laughs> Wait, he said, giving the empress a far out new name, you dig. Thereby returning Fantasia to all of his splendor, Bastion is granted infinite wishes. His first wish, revenge. <laughs> he could have wished his mother back to life. Or maybe for a nicer dad. Or maybe to return that book he stole. But no, the first thing on Bastion's agenda, bring a dragon into the real world and take vengeance on those who would Put him in a dumpster. Oh, God, this guy's funny. As the movie shows, Bashing gleefully runs down his bullies from the back of his new luck dragon, and as grandfatherly voiceover lets us know, he goes on to have many more adventures. But after starring, starring, staring down death and despair from Bashing's eyes for an hour and a half, it seems more likely that this ending is simply how Bastion saw things. Given that his whole adventure played out in Bastion's troubled mind, it's not likely that a dragon came roaring out of a book just to harass some kids. What's more likely is that from the outside, Bastion hid in the school attic all night, slowly going out of his mind. Only to encourage as some sort of totally cracked out psychopath. Only to emerge as some sort of totally cracked out psychopath. The kids and even other bystanders looked reasonably shocked in those final images, but it was but was it because they were witnessing the birth of a fantasy creature or a serial killer? The never ending story is rated PG for please God make it stop. Uh, oh, that, that seemed kind of harsh at the end there. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, like um I think he's saying Somebody's a sour puss. Make, make the horror stop. Um but yeah, that's I, I love the never ending story. Justin T two RX six hates it. Really? Yeah, hates it. I wonder why. Hates it. Hmm. Did he see That's it later on in life, or he's hated it from I think he's the hated time it he saw since it? Childhood. Wow. Man, he probably had a babysitter that made him watch, and he wanted to watch Transformers. Yeah, it's unfortunate though, because it's great. The, um, right. One the last statues thing. with the eyes. I just have to say, it's one of the best parts in the movie. And and fucking creepy, like that. That's, oh yeah. That's one of the things that's cool about that movie, even to this day, is that like there's still some shit in there that legitimately makes me feel uneasy. Do you know what I mean? Like. Like those statues with eyes, um, like the the turtle talking to him. Like, yeah, you know, like it's just like fuck, man. Like this is surreal shit. Like I, I don't get that feeling from like you, you know, like we would never have anything like that now because it would just be a digital turtle. It'd be done. You, you want to talk about lines? Like I do say that I, I always say to my brothers if we're messing around. I'm always like, "Come for me, Gamok." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know that we're, we're probably saving BVS and Star Wars for the end. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. All right. So a uh, 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 couple couple cool things. Um, there's that one, uh, oh, fuck, I just lost it. Oh, now the, the Wolverine, the Wolverine is probably going to be rated R. The Stanley, the Stanley, uh. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. There's this picture here. I don't even want to share it because I feel fucking horrible now. There's this picture of Stanley standing next to Frank Miller. And tell me why Stanley looks younger than Frank Miller. Yeah, something's going like, on. Stanley's like 93 years old, right? Something's going on with that dude. You know what I mean? Like, like the dude yeah. is sick. Yeah, he just—he's just not making it public as to what it is that's going on with him. I mean, it's crazy. I remember—I remember seeing a picture of him when Watchmen was coming out. Um, no, when Three Hundred was coming out, and he was talking about like, yeah, I don't know how you're gonna do Watchmen. We saw him in person. Yeah, dude. Like, he looks like like I did not recognize it as being Frank Miller until I read it. I mean, he's got like a white—he's like a white Amish beard. He's wearing a black hat. He's got a cane. I mean, like he looks like. like and like thoughts and prayers yeah, go out with Frank Miller. He does man. like Robert um, so. Yeah, something's going on with the dude though, and he's he's being awfully private about it, which I, I totally respect. Yeah, but man. I, but I almost feel like, you know, when you're in the public eye like this, 
I don't know. I just almost feel like maybe it's, it's a better move to just come out and be like, look, you know, this is what's going on and I'm facing it and I don't need any thoughts. I don't need any prayers. I'm, I'm fine. I'm just letting you know, you know, if a book's a little late or if this and that is going on, I, like, I got some shit on my plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what, Frank? You go and draw as many Superman penises as you want. I am sorry. <laughs> I was wrong. I there was you wrong. Go. Um, all right, so now let's get into this. What about stuff. Gambit? You want to talk about Gambit? Starting let's do this. it. So Channing Tatum showed up at some award show with his hair all gambited out and his little goatee. Yep. I'm gonna tell yep. you, doesn't doesn't look bad, man. I like, mean, he looks like he, he looks, looks like, like Remy. Yeah. Um, Does he have the uh, accent though in the movie? That's the question. Yeah. yeah. That shit's pivotal for me. Uh, and the filming is, start, is supposed to start in March. I'll believe it when I see it. I think that film is doomed. But you know what? Now I think there might be a little bit less pressure on him now because I think that dead like Fox is going to make Deadpool the new Wolverine because it's fucking crushing everything. Um, I mean, uh, Deadpool might be, might end up being Fox's highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Which um, is now maybe having a ripple effect. And Wolverine 3 is now labeled as. Dude, did we, did we not fucking call this shit or what? Yeah. I hate to toot our own horn. Toot, toot. <laughs> I don't. But, I don't know. Like you know, Wolverine is a character that could merit a, a, a rated R movie. Do you know what I mean? I I agree. I agree. Um, um and I but think it's that, like that, they can't that, fucking wait. If they're going Old Man Logan, like there's some brutal shit that happens at Old Man Logan. Jessica, are you familiar with Old Man Logan? No, not really. Well, there, well there's some. It's a great book, but it's um. There's some there's some brutal shit in that book, so. You know, it could very well lend itself for a rated R movie. I just don't want everything to be rated R. Like, you know, like every shoe doesn't need to fit every foot. Agree. You know, and I just don't. I don't feel like they need to like, like, like. I feel like there was a time where they were like, "Look, we need to darken every superhero up because Keaton's Batman is the number one film." You know, yeah. and and I don't think that every superhero needed to be dark. And I, I just don't feel like every superhero needs to be rated R either. I don't, we don't, I don't think the X Men needed the Matrix. Uh, you know job on their costumes right you know what i mean exactly so So. i mean deadpool i just want to go back to the numbers real quick deadpool is already number 10 and this is the second weekend for fox it's in the top 10 for fox now keep in mind i mean it's not going to beat avatar unfortunately avatar is fox number one um but dude it might beat out star wars man yeah, that's coming crazy. Th- I mean, I think it's going to beat out. I think it's going to beat out, beat out Independence Day, which is three hundred thousand. Uh, I think it's it's definitely going to do that. So it's going to be in the top five. But I mean, if it can take out Star Wars, but don't you think like they're crazy. they're losing out on movie tickets? So think about all the kids that could go and see Star Wars that can't go and see this movie. That, but but see, sales. the thing is, man, it's like my wife. Like we're going to go see Deadpool probably tomorrow. My, my my wife has been bugging me to go see Deadpool. Oh, you didn't end up seeing it. No, we couldn't get the childcare issues squared away. Guess what? The kids might be going to Uncle Skullface's house here soon. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, so there is a lot of Deadpool news. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is number 16 for Fox of all time. So I'll put that out there. Uh, Deadpool could be in hot water for using a Marvel character without permission. Apparently Hydra Bob or whatever, which is a character I'm not even familiar with. Yeah. Is like in the Deadpool movie, um, but you know what? I, like, I want the only reason why I left this in there is because like, Dead Ryan Reynolds, God bless his soul, or his heart rather, he may be the one to mend the bridge between Fox and Marvel. I I agree, because like, 
he is doing a lot of shit to play nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like making those little like tongue in cheek jokes about Nick Fury and all that. Like, like that, like, like that shit. Like, um, that, have you seen that tweet? Fucking, uh, Chris Captain Evans. Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Evans tweeted like, nice job. Ryan Reynolds. Great job. Deadpool was fantastic. And, uh, Reynolds retweeted it and just hashtag team cap. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Robert Downey Jr. Replied to that tweet and said, wait till he kicks you out for your foul language. (laughs) (laughs) So like, there is like this like rapport building. That was, was, I mean, obviously it's just between a few peers in a work field. Right. But that's 10 times more than it was six months ago. Well, I'll tell you this now. Fox is going to be chugging Ryan Reynolds' dick right now because mm-hmm. of how successful this movie is. Uh, so, you know, I think Ryan Reynolds, who, who always comes off as like a super nice guy, like super good people. Yeah. I, I think that he might be able to make that, that you know, you know, mend those bridges because he'd be like, hey, listen, if we do, if we could do this or that, everybody can win. Let's just make, let's, 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 hey, let's let everybody win. Hopefully, uh, hopefully And I think the will. fans are going to win. Hopefully it will, you know, like, and, and the marketing shit for Deadpool still hasn't stopped. Yeah. Like, have you guys seen this petition for him to be on Saturday Night Live? Oh, yes. God, I hope it, I hope it happens, man. So did you see what he came out and said? The video no. the Kanye West parody? Yeah, yeah, he made, like, this so whole good. quote about the Kanye. So you heard Adam about Kanye West coming out and saying he's 50% more influential than, like. Jesus? For everybody, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, who what was it that he's named? What an absurd statement, you know what I mean? Like it, right, it, it's he, a, said, he said, what he said, like the Beatles said, they're more famous than Jesus. Yeah, um, right. That that was that statement. And but then yeah. Kanye was like, he's fifty percent more influential than. And fuck, why can't I think of who he said? He listed off a bunch of people. Yeah, no, he, he listed off like, everybody like for the people. next thousand years. Yeah, and for the yeah, next. Um, I, I'm going to put a prediction out, and I'm, I'm. This is not a joke. I think that that Kanye West, within the next year, is going to a commit suicide. Or B, be committed to some kind of mental health facility. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not joking, man. I think that his behavior is becoming so erratic, and uh, if he's really in, in the amount of debt that he's he's in, and this album just flopped, um, he's built himself. He is such a believer in his own legend. Uh, soon, he, he it's going to fall apart around him, and he's going to check out or check in. And I, I remember what he said, St- Stanley Kubrick or an Apostle Paul and somebody else. That's what he said. Yeah. The so then Ryan, Ryan Reynolds came out with the statement saying, as, as Deadpool, saying, I'm 50% more influential than MC Hammer, Apostle Judas, and the Kia Sorrento. <laughs> and he also said, and he said, he said he's more influential than shredded cheese. Yeah. Uh, 60% more influential than the iPhone 5, shredded cheese, and Dr. Ruth. 10% more influential than Barbara Bush, the Muppets, and Bob Newhart. <laughs> but seven percent less inf- influential than the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> so it's funny. oh, dude, yeah. Uh, I I would love to see Ryan Reynolds as I mean, because it, it'd be I think Fox would, could do it. Couldn't they do it? Why couldn't they do it? Well, wait, wait. First of all, like Saturday Night Live. Isn't there some shit with with that Kanye album though? That like it's not available everywhere. Well, that dude that came out that was the guy that like changed the the guy that bought the medicine for AIDS pills and then changed the 
the price from thirteen dollars to seven hundred dollars. You ever you heard of this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he also the bought that Wu Tang album. That he, yeah, he released. came out and told gave told Kanye, "I'll pay you ten million dollars if you don't release it. You give it to me, and he gives me all the rights to it, and you can't release it." So I don't know if Did that happened. Him? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so, but I don't know. I want to check iTunes. Um, because it was guy. on. It was on title. T yeah, I that flopped right. Well, yeah. Well, title is like title is like I think that's the company that Jay Z bought. Yeah, he made. So, like, but nobody uses that shit. You know what well, I mean? that's the thing about it. A bunch of a bunch of artists invested in it and it flopped. It's supposed to be this big this big thing, and I think that I think for whatever reason he might have, it might exclusively be on that. That's what I think it is. It's exclusively on title. And is it supposed to be like Beats, like how Dre had that Beats radio? I guess so, but it's like cause, it's cause, supposed to be like a, it's it's a iTunes. It's supposed to be iTunes, but it's owned by the artists. Owned by the artists, you know? so instead yeah, of iTunes it's, getting thirty percent or whatever, his new album's yeah. not on iTunes right now. See, so that's that's a problem. Like that is the number one source of music. So if you don't put your shit there, yeah, what a dumbass. Gonna yeah, do it our way. The fuck out of here. Anyway, but he, I, I know he's trying. To, he's trying to fix that. My, my, like, <sighs> like Kanye West. When that shit with Beck went down, right? This is, <laughs> this is just a this is just a side note. This is this is how I feel about it because like I like a lot of Kanye West music, um, reluctantly, you know. Like I'm like, it, he, why I mean, do I like? This? He is talented. Yeah, you know? but th- 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 this isn't this isn't to argue with you. This is just to, to state my opinion on him. But like the the most like profound thing I feel like I've ever said about Kanye West is after that Beck shit went down, I said, I wish I liked Beck's music as much as I like Beck, and I wish I liked Kanye West as much as I like Kanye West music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. The, uh, I, so I think that's it. I think, oh, no, no, we got uh, de- more Deadpool. So, um, Taskmaster was supposed to be in it. Did you hear this? Yeah, no, I didn't read it, but do tell. Taskmaster and Wolverine were supposed to be in Deadpool, um, and they were written out to save money. Uh, and, and and they talk about like how frustrating it was. Apparently, they had plans for tons of characters. Most of them got written out for the sake of money. My thing with that is, I didn't know Taskmaster was seen as an X character. I didn't know that either. I thought he was more of an Avengers character or a Captain America character. Right. I mean, so I know that I know that he has a he has a he has a hard relationship. Like they have a they have like a they have history taskmaster and yeah yeah and the, 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 the like, taskmaster for those guys who don't know his power i don't know if he's a mutant or not is that he can copy your fighting style so just doesn't matter how good you are as soon as you're around him he's as good as you are um but for whatever reason deadpool is so chaotic and so spontaneous it you know it's tasking to taskmaster Ooh. <laughs> and he hates fighting deadpool i just um, wonder if um He's not up to the task. Mm. Not up to the task. Well, here's here's yeah. the task at hand that I'm wondering about: is <laughs> is there is there a group is there a pocket of characters that exist in the Marvel universe where it's kind of a first come first serve between whether it's an X property or an Avenger? I, I I don't think so. I think everybody, I I think the whole catalog has been has been uh sorted sorted by but it's sorted by what they are. So that's why. You know, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, because they are Avengers characters. And I think that the verbiage, and somebody explained this to me one time. I think the verbiage with the original sale is up to debate. So instead of trying to split hairs, 
um, they just said, okay, we'll just we'll use we'll we'll both use them. So it's know, whatever what property characters. they originally were most noted for, essentially. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Like, like whatever property, like they were mutants, yes, but they're they were more Avengers material than they were X Men material for quite a while. I don't know. I just don't know. I, I wish I I wish I understood like how Taskmaster could have even been on the plate, you know, in the realm of possibilities. I don't know. Yeah. A um, little bit of Guardians of the Galaxy two news. We got our first promotional picture. Which is fine, except that Groot is going to be a baby, maybe. Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of a bummer. I, yeah, I, I I can't imagine this for very long. Maybe he like falls into a vat of Miracle Grow. I, I I think that this is a <laughs> I, I think that this is just a joke. You think so? Yeah, I think. It's just for, a joke. I mean, I'd be up for that, but I, I think it could be. I think it could create something interesting too if they had to deal with him being a little thing. Maybe, but here, but you know what doesn't make sense about that is that like he 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 spontaneously grows bigger anyway. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I agree. Uh, in, the, in the comics, in the comics, they, they like he cuts off an arm and it's right back. You know. Yeah. Now, in the like, the one thing there's like you know, how it should have ended and how they went to the, back to that planet. There's like a million little baby Groots. You know. Um, I, I wonder is that is that how his species uh reproduces? Like, I wonder like is there more than one Groot now and they're just little babies? Like, did did Groot really die and this is like his child, hmm. asexually reproducing? Even though trees don't asexually reproduce, and Kurt Russell's officially signed on to play Star Lord's father. Yeah, man, I think that's. I'm fun. down with that, man. I think yeah, it's I'm perfect. Good. You know, you know who also should have been Star Lord's father though? Who like you'd guessed? Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> he well, he should have been only, cast to play his own father. My only issue is that, like, well, it's not that it can't be done. I'm just talking for the sake of conversation because I don't really care. I don't have a dog in the fight. I think Kurt Russell could do a fine job. Is that in the comics, like? In most of the movies I see Kurt Russell in, he's kind of the rough and tough guy. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he's, like, uh, like a professional, he's still, like, the unshaved one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah like, yeah. And, and Star-Lord's father in the comics has, like, got his shit together. You know what I mean? Like, he's squared away. Like, where, where Kurt Russell kind of feels like he's always, like, one step away from just totally losing his grip. Hmm. You know? he, he could clean it. I think he could clean it. I that. think he could, too. I think he could, too. But I don't know if he will. Well, you home. obviously haven't seen Sky High, then. <laughs> I, I, I have <laughs> Yeah, I have not either. Oh, you guys are missing out on a classic. Let me tell you. And uh, one more piece of thing worth noting about Deadpool, and then I'm going to erase that because it's fucking bullshit. It's just that maybe Copycat is Mistress Death. It's a fan theory, and they're just like, they're tying her relationship into all of the keynotes to his mortality in the movie. But I think that's just, I think that's Oh, so his girlfriend is actually Death? That's what this fan theory is saying but, but i don't is she, is she is she even really copycat yet i mean she's just the name of copycat like her name is the same as copycats her name is the same as copycat you know what I, I wouldn't hate that i wouldn't either once again i'm not sure if they can do death um i kind of think exactly. that death i kind of yeah. think that death is probably an open source character maybe you know but anyway uh like they like they the first time they meet they talk about they talk about themselves dying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, she falls in love with him when he finds out he's got cancer or whatever. And, you know, like all this shit. At the end, she's upset. But the first thing she's upset about is, you're alive. Yeah. You know, like little things like that. It's, it's, it's not a bad theory, right? It's not. I just think it might be trying to make a square peg fit in a round hole. Yeah, I think, I think it's a little too rough. Yeah. Um, and that's that. Now, uh, 
I think that's it for Marvel stuff. Now there's tons of DC stuff. So <clears throat> there was the Batman vs. Superman Batmobile driving bit. Yep. Did you watch it? I did. Looks good. I like Looks the good. I like the speed of it. I like the look. I like the tone. Um, it's like not no, not for nothing. It's 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 one of those things where I see that and it's like this. Oh my god, this this is going to read like a comic book page that I want to see. You know now what I, mean? I want to get through. I want to get through this Batman vs Superman news because then I want to ask Jisk's opinion about <laughs> about Batman vs Superman because okay. as someone who's not fully committed to these two characters like you and I are, I'm interested to get his opinion. But before I do that, I want to, I want to trudge through some of this. So despite McWeeny, shout out to Steve, despite McWeeny's, uh, can we call him McPenis? We, despite Mc, McPenis's report, uh, justice league, uh, officially begins shooting in April. Uh, according and to Zack Snyder has officially confirmed that he is the director, correct? Yes. According to Zack Snyder. So that no. dispels that. Um, Put that in was, your pipe and smoke it, McPenis. <laughs> there was also um, this bit where, where Henry Cavill went around and was talking to kids about whether or not Batman <laughs> or Superman. Did you watch this? Because I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah, dude. And you know what they said? What? Batman. <laughs> Did they say why? No. That's what uh, makes it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we continue. And uh, Batman vs Superman is predicted to flop by computer scientists. Now, this article is computer about... scientist. I love the fact that you put computer scientists in there. They're my favorite yeah. type of scientist. <laughs> um, Some IT guy. Yeah. So, so they these guys have come up with this whatever this program algorithm and Statisticians. I like it. I like it. And they can enter in a director and an actor and like the time of year it comes out and the amount of experience that the director and the actors have with one another. And it can supposedly predict the success of the movie. And it predicted that this movie would not be successful. Now I've also seen since then, I think Dante posted it to our page that, uh, there's a new computer scientist report saying it's going to be an absolute success that it can't flop. So what I'm going to say is it's all bullshit. And we'll just have to wait and see. It'll probably be financial, financially successful. Whether or not it wants, to, whether or not it will be as financially successful as DC would like and Warner Brothers would like. I, I think reading between the, the reading the fine print, though, you know, Warner Brothers has already stated that it needs to gross, it needs to have a domestic gross of a billion dollars. Wow. Um, so that's that's what they're looking for, which is not a domestic gross correction. It needs to have a, a you know a, a total gross, total, worldwide okay. gross of a billion dollars. All right. Uh, that's, that's just what, that's for movie. That's, that's including... just for just for ticket sales. Yeah. Um. So that's that's where they need to be with it. Not to say that it, it still won't be, they won't profit under that. But you know, for them to start shooting, you know, shooting at like Marvel and Disney level of success, they want it needs to make that kind of money. Uh, I, you know what, man? I, I think that people are going to be intoxicated by this Batman. I, I think that you know, and and let me go ahead and say this right now. I love Batman Begins. I love The Dark Knight. I even love The Dark Knight Rises. And you know what? Like, I wanted Christian Bale to be Bruce Wayne in Batman ever since I saw American Psycho. Um, but that Batman was not my favorite Batman. I loved it at the time. And I still love it now. And I'm glad it's a piece of my history that I can always go back to. But I think that after we see this Batman, 
I think people are going to start, like, people who aren't fans of Batman are going to, there's going to be memes and shit talk against the <laughs> Nolan films with this. Serious, man. I think that it's going to, it's going to come, you know how there's, like, this bullshit, like, DC versus Marvel fight, like, on Facebook? It's, like, it's fucking right. ridiculous. There is going to be this ridiculous, you know, Batfleck versus Balefleck, I mean, you know, Bat Bale man versus Batfleck, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you know what I mean? Right, right, um, right. Nolan versus Snyder, bullshit. Uh, and, and like, there's something that's like bugging me about the reason that, that Nolan isn't attached to this film like he was Man of Steel. And I think it's because, you know, in my heart of hearts, I don't think that Snyder likes Nolan's Batman. I uh, think that I, 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 I don't think that's the case, man. I, 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 mean, I just, me personally, I think, I mean, like, I think it has to do with, with Snyder wanting to do more fantastic things. And that being I, I don't think it's fantastic. I think that I think that he wants to do the source material. I, I think that he that, wants to reference the source Aquaman, material. Aquaman's pretty fantastic. I don't think so. Okay. I think he I, I think he's Aquaman of the nineties when when, Aqu- when Aquaman had a beard and long hair. No, no, no. I'm just saying that, that the concept. Of yeah, the I got you, Bobby. I understand. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I, I mean, the concept it's, of Superman is fantastic. Now, agree, now we're using the term I, ambiguously. I. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but I'm saying that, like, you know, like, I think that that's where I think that that's where Nolan is having issues with. Well, he wants to make a more fantastic world. Yes, he doesn't want to make a world that's so you know bogged down by realism. Exactly. I I, I get that, but I, but what I'm saying is that I think that you can still I think that you can still make a Batman that is closer to the source material. Um, that's still not super fantastic. You know what I mean? Like, I I think that that Nolan went a very he went to a very specific place with his Batman. I'm not saying I don't like his Batman, you know, but I'm saying it, it's 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 just as Jack Nicholson, you know, you know, was a different kind of Joker, and 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 Michael Keaton's Batman was a different kind of Batman. I think that this Batman is going to be something that we that we've seen from The Dark Knight, that we've seen from um, No Man's Land, that we've seen from you know years of of right, evolution I, in the I comic think, books. I think that the Batman in The Dark Knight is more fantastic than No Man's Touch. Is what I'm saying. Like the, the Batman that would wear an armor suit, like a, a, a super technologically armored suit, powered with kryptonite, with with alien rocks and their yeah. magic juice. I think it's yeah. beyond. <laughs> you know, I think it's beyond the scope that Nolan is willing to touch. His safety zone. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, just what do you think about Batman vs Superman? To walk me through your experience with all of the promotional materials from from the moment you heard about it to now. How do you feel about it? Where's your level of excitement, et cetera, et cetera? So, I'm excited for it uh, initially, and I'm going to start for just from back from the beginning when they announced that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. And I don't know if you guys were bummed, but I initially was like, "Oh man, that's kind of just because yeah, we you don't we picture bummed. it." But then, as you think about it, I'm like, "All right, he, he, I think he's going to be. I think he may be the best Bruce Wayne that you're going to see." I think Ben Affleck playing Bruce Wayne to me makes sense. Yeah. Him playing Batman, I don't know if I'm sold on that yet. I just have to wait and see. Now, regarding the movie, my concern just as a, as a casual fan is that they're trying to cram way too much stuff in there because they're you know eight years behind the Avengers franchise, essentially. And that's what the Justice League is, is, is that the DC's version of that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to discredit what it is. I'm just making a comparison. Right, right, right. Um, so I feel like that's my concern. It's just like, man, how much stuff are they going to cram into this movie? Is it going to be 20 minutes of these guys fighting and then they're boys and then all of a sudden you're going to introduce 18 you know, Justice League 
members. So then all of a sudden now they can just roll out all these other movies. I don't want it to be a stepping stone for the Justice League and all these other characters. So that's my concern. Now, as far as just what I've seen from the movie, it looks good. I wasn't a huge fan of the Man of Steel movie, and not because of the story. It's just because of the way they filmed the movie. Like the action shots and everything. You couldn't see anything, and I just thought, you're editing. You're just editing flashes together at that point. So that's, <laughs> that's why I was just disappointed in, in the Superman movie. But as far as if the story of this Batman is, is equivalent to the story of the Superman movie, I'll be happy as a, as a movie watcher. That's fair. You know, I feel like they did a good job just telling the story of Superman. Um, I just didn't like the action scenes. Gotcha. The action scenes, I will say Zack Snyder's action scenes, I believe, are an acquired taste. But I, I agree. I agree they're an acquired taste. But, like, they, they are. I, I, I'm in, I, I love them. I, now, I don't like, in Man of Steel, I don't like the tentacle monster. Um, I don't like all that oh, shit. I, it just that to me seems like gratuitous 3D for the sake of gratuitous. Yeah, the world engine. Yeah, like and then like the tentacles and they're flying around. They're always they seem to always be snapping towards the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but like uh, you know, and and not just the scene, but I mean that that scene where they fight in on Main Street is I probably prefer over the end fight sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but that that fucking you think you can threaten my mother? Like, yeah. That shit makes me want a mom. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Just like, that. That's the only reason. It's something. It's like it, because like there's something about that shit. Like it's that total and utter devotion to this woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, like older, you know, matriarchal <laughs> figure in your life. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like that. You that that is like responsible for giving birth to you. You know, raising you, protecting you, and then at one point, in 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 like the evolution of things, those those roles change, and now you are responsible for her. Yeah. Would like, you say that also too? Like that's there to show like his humanity in in a sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Absolutely, and that connection to to that relationship as as he knows it, which which may not be the relationship he would have had with his own mother. Mm-hmm. You know, it may have been, but we don't we don't know what their customs were like in that in that sense. You know. Right. Well, there's there's something about Superman, and not to take it away from Batman, but just something to me that I think is for me was important. And I don't know if it's at the end, but he, he tells the general, he's like, oh, he, you know, the, at the end, you know, they meet him in the desert, and he wants to know that if he's got America's interest at heart. He's like, look, dude, I'm from Kansas. <laughs> like to me, that yeah. kind of just sums up a lot of stuff about Superman for me. I agree. You know, yeah. he's like, yeah. I don't know what you guys are worried about. Like, I know I can fly and do all these things, but I'm a kid from Kansas who loves yeah. his mother, essentially. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's yeah. that's, that's more that's human to that. That's more human than Batman to me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You fucking the hit the nail on the head with that one. That yeah. That's like a lot of people don't get that about Superman. And like, you know, I got to tell the story real quick, man. It's kind of off subject, but, you know, um, you know, some guys at work, you know, everybody's into everybody's into the comic book movies right now. And it's funny because not, not, none of the guys have seen Deadpool yet. They're like, oh, I really want to see it. I'm like, none of you guys? What the fuck's wrong with you guys? But, they're, you know, they're the first ones in line when the Avengers came in and shit like that. So, and everybody's like, you know, oh, fuck Superman and Batman. This, this is a joke. Superman would kill Batman in two seconds. And it's like, listen, dude, I understand that Superman theoretically could fly into space, like sit in full lotus position meditating on the cone on the moon, and look down at Earth with a super telescopic vision and heat ray fucking Batman to death in, like, two seconds. You know what I mean? Yes, I get that. 
But if you under if you understand the story and you understand who Superman is and the character, he would never do something like that. And that's ultimately why Batman defeats him. You know, when they go toe to toe, and it's like this old thing is like, all right, so who's Superman's fucking arch arch nemesis, Lex Luthor? Okay, what's Lex Luthor's superpower? Oh, he doesn't have any one. I was like, he doesn't have superpowers, really? So how does he how does he cause problems for Superman? Oh, well, you know, he's he's got all this money and he's got he makes these gadgets and he has kryptonite and he's really smart. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? what? You know what? Who else is really is. smart? Has you a bunch know, you, of gadgets. You, you, you told this exact story. Before. Yeah, has kryptonite and is a badass ninja. You know, but it, it boggles my mind that people can't put that together. You know, but anyway. Um, well, and we, I was going to say real fast. That's that's what every Batman is movie has failed to do is shown the genius of Batman. It's yeah, always just about what I, his I money's agree. been able to buy him and and yep. how that he can fight. But they've never they kind of they kind of did it in the Dark Knight with that bullet piece. And like I, I remember when we were talking about, it, I was like, I was like, I'm glad they had a little detective stuff. Right. But you know, I wish they had some more. You know, like they well, like, that, like the detective aspect, the Sherlock Holmes aspect of Batman is one of my favorite ones. And I, I also think that 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 you think you can threaten my mother a bit. Like that's also like it's like I think that what makes us human is our emotions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. like Batman does is is pretty much void of emotion, with mm-hmm. the exception of his of his mom and dad. Yeah. And Superman is is a total like in the comics he's like an emotional <laughs> wreck. You know, like yeah. Like, yeah. he, he, like, so, I, like, that was, that's, like, that, like, him beating Zod, he's not beating Zod because this alien is potentially coming to his home world to destroy his home world. He's not beating Zod because Zod may have potentially killed his father. He's not beating Zod because uh, they're invading his, 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 what he considers to be his homeland. He's beating Zod for threatening his mother. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's a total loss of emotion. But it's a very human thing. So, yeah, sometimes it's, it's, it's the fact Superman that Superman is, is so guy. perfect and so powerful, but really so imperfect. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's 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 good. It's good. Yeah. So, um, I I do I do want to say one other thing though about Batman. Yeah. So we were talking about like my like my buddy's like oh Green Lantern oh that's he's like I don't want to go see that Deadpool movie because Green uh Ryan Reynolds ruined Green Lantern. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm like, dude, that's not his fault, man. You know, Ryan Reynolds, that, that's not his fault. He's like, well, he just made him look like a punk. You know, like a dumbass, wisecracking punk. He's like, well, actually, that's kind of kind of is the new Green Lantern if you're if you're with it. He's like, whatever, man, Green Lantern's the best. I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, you probably think Batman beat Green Lantern too. He's like, actually, Batman did has punked out Green Lantern, and they kind of have a rivalry. But it's not and, like, uh, that, like, he didn't, like, Green Lantern, the, the, the movie is not that they just, like, that is Green Lantern. Yeah, like, they didn't yeah. make they didn't do anything wrong to Green Lantern. They they just they put fucking uh, big head Hector and, yeah. <laughs> and and Parallax and Parallax and Sinestro all in the same movie. Now big head Hector, fine, but like Parallax should have been the end game for whatever they initially be, had yeah, planned. The, the, the trilogy. Yeah, if they were planning three movies, he should have been the final movie. You yeah. know what I mean, Sinestro. Sinestro could have been the first or the second, right? But like the the problem with Green Lantern is they they put the three, arguably the three, but at least the two biggest villains of Green Lantern in the same fucking movie where you also have to introduce his origin. Like there's there's no way you can get all that shit across. You just downplay then, the value went, of the they villain. They went dumb. Exactly. With power. They went dumb with his power. Like the whole rate. Like the first time he comes out and he does the racetrack scene, I'm like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, that was like that. That was so. It was so garbage. But anyway, uh, so we uh, we were in this discussion. I showed that one, you know, that uh, Justice League War movie when Batman just takes a ring off Green Lantern. (laughs) 
what is this? Must work on willpower, you know? Um, which is just classic Bat. It's like it is their relationship, Batman and, and Green Lantern. It, it, like it's it's a newer version. Like they they hate each other, but they respect the fucking shit out of each other. You know what I mean? But they are like opposite ends of like, you know, like I guess how they go about doing things. Because it's like if Batman had that ring, like he'd be fucking unstoppable. Like if he if Batman was chosen to be if Bruce Wayne was chosen to be the Green Lantern. And like he didn't have all the baggage, but he still was this amazing human being. Which is, you can argue like, was it the death that made him Batman? Like, gave him the capability, or or did he always have the potential to be this amazing human being? You know, one could argue that for that. That's a whole other podcast. Um, but I was, you know, in a in a, dis, in a dis, uh, argument, it's like, well, Batman doesn't have super strength. It's like Green Lantern doesn't have super strength. You telling me that Green Lantern doesn't have super strength? It's like, no, it's hard light radiation, man. All of it's his ring. It isn't any powers. It's just technology. The ring is a is a fancy piece of fucking technology, just like Batman. So not that I don't like a, Green Lantern. On a side note, have they ever like with all these infinite Earths, is there ever a version of Batman where his parents don't die? Um, I'm sure there is. Not never, that I can th- think of. Like, there, 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 there's, there's some, one time that he gets the ring though. He they give Batman yeah, the ring for a hot I think second. That's in the main universe. Yeah. Um, but like you know, there, there there's that one universe where he dies and the parents live shit like yeah. that but there's always some sort of tragic loss i think yeah. all right so that, um, I, 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 there was something like the curse of bruce wayne there's a thing on facebook and i didn't i didn't i meant to put it on the notes but i didn't get a chance like something else happened like somebody called me before i put it on the show notes i wanted to read that um but he's a fucking fascinating character in his, in his own so uh, but anyway keep let's, um, let's keep moving wonder woman <laughs> uh, i was gonna have feminist uh undertones perhaps i want to talk about this all right go ahead I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in the weeds a little bit. Let's like, stay let's stay time. How where are we at time wise? Don't worry about it, man. Everything's flowing. <laughs> <laughs> we just got we got a lot more to go. I know, I know. Um, I think that you know, first off, I'm, I'm a man, and my man privilege can't speak about this. But like, I think that the feminist movement has lost its way, um, and and to the point now where like the the original feminists now are being shamed by the neo Nazi feminists that exist nowadays, and I I hope that this film, I want it to be a, a feminist film, but I want it to be a kind of a traditional feminist film that's not about, you know, uh, humiliating men and, and building walls between the sexes, but like, you know, really showing that, you know, we are different, but we all have, you know, our own thing and, and you know, women are, you know, can be powerful and strong too. I mean, everything that Wonder Woman kind of represents in that aspect, uh, but she's still allowed to be a girl. You know well, yeah, I, mean? like I, think... I, I don't. I don't want her to. I don't want it to be like, like you know, she can't be a, a woman and can't like. There's, there's like, uh, what I see from my perspective. What I see now is that is that you know, women don't. These feminists don't want women to allowed to be women. They have to be some kind of androgynous, you know, anti man. It's like you can't be a woman. You got to be an anti man. And and I don't think that's. I don't think that's where it needs well, yeah, to be. But... I also think that it's, it's it's impossible to make a good Wonder Woman movie without feminist undertones. No, no, I, I no. What, what I'm saying is, I I'm want it to be you, traditional I'm not, feminist I'm not undertones. Arguing, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not arguing. Yes, yes, it should <laughs> absolutely. I'm agreeing with that. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, that, no, that was it. That like okay. it wasn't about what you were saying. It was just in general that like okay, you know, just to make the comment like a Wonder Woman movie is going to have feminist undertones. Like of course, okay, it is. good. Yeah, you know, right, just it, like. Just like a Batman movie should have justice undertones, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think I think they're fishing. I think they're fishing for a a. Well, did you read this? F- Feminazi. Did you, did you fe- watch Feminazi this video? fight? 
No, no. Because it, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just this guy saying that, you know, it'll probably be what you expect from Wonder Woman, you know, like in a, in a, in a good way. Good. Yeah. And that, that's my thing about it is that does that even really have to be something that's reported on? Like, does exactly. It, exactly. it shouldn't be. It shouldn't right. be. Because it should um, be, it should just be displayed in 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 the situation that is her character. It doesn't need to be an agenda, which is what this guy was saying. This guy was saying it shouldn't be an agenda. Yeah, exactly. It should because it's just who she is. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like she comes from a land of just powerful, powerful women. Women, women, really. Yeah. So that's <laughs> right. yeah. of course it would be there. That's the basis of her whole life. Yeah, I mean, like in in the in the DC, it's not six one six. What what DC? I mean, like. Uh, Amazonians are the most pat- powerful natural beings on the planet, like the species on the planet. You know, like I don't like they're more powerful than Atlanteans. They're more powerful than humans. I mean, now you have metahumans or whatever, but like the natural life forms on the planet, they are actually actually. I don't. Is there anything? Am I wrong about that? Before aliens and everything invaded from other planets, they're like the most powerful native. I think so. Yeah. Um. I'm, you know, I'm really excited about the Wonder Woman movie too. Uh, it's gonna be interesting how they tie in the World War One thing. Uh, I just, I just hope that, I hope that the feminists that that are out today that are causing, you know, all the craziness, don't ruin the movie, because I, I kind of feel like the the feminists are gonna be the the biggest enemy of this film if it's like a traditional, you know, like, you know, feminist type movie. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what we call this new crazy shit that's out there you know just a bunch of angry a bunch of angry women that want to man hate for the they're sake of man hating all my mom um, <laughs> this is new this will be the first really like focused woman superhero movie right yes it, actually and isn't that cool yeah. though like the oh, first awesome. female superhero movie will be the first female superhero movie. yeah you know that's pretty badass just it is pretty badass um, and it, how are we all feeling about about uh gal uh, as Wonder Woman, I think, it's, I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's too soon to give a a, a a real opinion on it, but I think so far so good. I I love her look. Um, I do too. I, you know, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't care if they, you know, if they had somebody who was more like a, a, a Ronda Rousey build, you know. Um, but I don't think you need that. I think that she can look like a girl, and I don't think that she needs to look like, you know, fucking the bad guy from Rocky Four. You know, yeah. Ivan, Ivan or whatever. You know, there's chicks out there that look like that. So, so Jeff Johns has delivered a video this week saying that DC about DC's rebirth, which is their yes. supposedly rumored, you know, scratching of you know scrapping of New Fifty Two. Um, yeah. Uh, did you watch the video? I did watch the video. Did you watch it just by chance? I I did not. It's awfully vague. It is super vague. Um, and he just like the. Did you know. notice the silhouette of who's there? Who's where? Like, like the video thumbnail. There's like a silhouette. Oh no, I did not. Well, like the Flash looks like looks like a Jay Garrick. There's a Supergirl, um, but it looks as though we're gonna get some. You know, it, like they're not lying when it's gonna be a reboot. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think it's going to be. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. No, now it's going to some other page. Fuck, fuck you, Kyle. Um, but it, it doesn't. It, it it looks like we're not gonna we're gonna have like some golden age shit. And Jeff Johns is famous for digging deep in the 
Mythos. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I think we're gonna see some uh, some stuff some stuff in there from that we wouldn't you know like what if there's no Barry Allen? What if it's Jay Garrick Flash? Yeah. I mean, when yeah, they reboot it, is uh, that what you get? You get all new origin stories. They literally just start from scratch, or do they just kind of? No, it okay, depends, dude. It, it depends. depends. Like they they change some things. They they what w- what happens is they pick and choose the stuff that's working well that they're not legally op- not legally required to change, and they keep that. And the stuff that's not selling well, that's where they make the biggest changes. I mean, that, that that's what happens at the at the end of the day. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. Uh, I haven't I can I can honestly say that the best thing I've read from New Fifty Two is Batman Zero Year, and uh, even that like I could I could do with going into obscurity. So, um, we'll move on to Star Wars stuff real quick, and it's not too much. Am I am I alone? No, no I'm you're here. Okay, good, good, good. Um. So we got our first look at the Death Troopers, as they're calling them, the Black Stormtroopers. They look awesome, man. They do, but they don't look like Shadow Troopers. So no. I wonder if the reports, I, th- I, th- I wonder if the reports are wrong, or if there's going to be two different types. Um, I did hear that there was going to be that the, 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 the troopers in black armor were going to have green lit eyes. Like I heard that a long time ago. I'm happy to see that that's not the case. That it's just lights on their helmet that are glowing green. Yeah. Um, and then we also see the Scarab Trooper, which is like their biker scout slash storm in the desert. Desert. Yeah, and he looks good too. Yeah. You don't think yeah. the the um, the other ones with the green eyes look a little Buck Rogers esque? Well, the, the 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 black one, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it. Well, you know what it reminds me of is the McQuarrie art. Like if you hmm. look at like uh, Ralph McQuarrie's art of like the stormtroopers, like that's what it looks like to me, which I think is like a cool kind of homage. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I I, I don't like it better than a, just a if it was just if they like if if it was like Bobby, you get to choose between this or a shadow trooper as you know it. I would choose the shadow trooper as I know it, but I don't think um, it's bad. Uh, are, is it time for us to say uh, Tyler L check out? Um. Yeah, I guess we're not really doing any episode eight stuff. So if you want to no, get out, there's of- one, there's one episode eight thing in here. All right, well we're not gonna get there yet. So we're getting, we're doing okay. Rogue One, Tyler. If you want to check out, check out, and we'll tell you when we're getting into uh, episode eight. Later, snowflake. Later, snowflake. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see what else we have in the Rogue One territory. If anything. Um. Oh, before Rogue that, One, the, there's the, uh, that full size. Black Trooper though the one with the green thing is not lit. Yeah. He looks dope. He looks yeah, badass, it looks, man. It looks cool. Yeah, I agree. Like like cool. once I saw that, I'm like, well, why would you ever bring back the white troopers? These are fucking much more scary. Um, real non-movie news. Uh, somebody like a a company called like Aprion or some shit is developing Knights of the Old Republic, um, and like adding a whole bunch of levels and shit to it, and it's gonna give it away for free because they can't charge for it because it's like the like you know intellectual rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, it's probably the the greatest video game I've ever played, in my opinion. Like my favorite video game ever. Really? Yeah. More than the the one that you play with Mark Shepard. What's his name? Uh, Mass what Effect. That game? That's it. There yeah, it is. Mass, Ma- Mass Effect would be my number two because Mass Effect is just Knights of the Old Republic without Star Wars characters in it. Mm. Ten four. Um, 
But uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, this other Rogue One packaging shit, I'm not even gonna talk about. Um. Oh, this. All right. So then, now we'll get into Episode Eight stuff. So Todd, well, we have one. We have this one Star Wars actor, uh, John Boyega. What, how did you say his that's, last that's name? That's Episode Eight. That's Episode Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's that's like he's not talking about Episode Eight. He's talking about the the Poe and Finn romance of future movies. Okay. Never mind. Continue um, then. Real quick, the one last thing I wanted to mention is that, like, and it's just that David Prowse shared this picture of Jar Jar um, with no clothes on, and mm-hmm. it says Jar Jar's son, Tis New True, um, as in, as in Tis Not True, right. mm-hmm. uh, to appear in Star Wars Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but why I like this is because, like, there's this long running history of David Prowse and Star Wars hating each other. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, uh, David Prowse was under the impression that it was going to be his voice as the voice of Darth Vader. So when it was removed and James Earl Jones was added, he got pissed off. Um, then he was never told that Luke was his son. Super butthurt. Then he was super pissed <laughs> off. Um, and like ever since then, he's just kind of been trying to ruin Star Wars like any way he can. So it's just, I just, I kind of like the tradition just continuing. He's like a, he's like all fucked up, man. Like yeah. walks with like two two walking sticks. Yeah, things. it's like the, the tall people's curse or whatever. Yeah, tall weightlifters curse. Um, <laughs> now we're gonna get into episode eight spoilery stuff, so definitely back out, Tyler. Uh, a new Star Wars theory suggests Supreme Leader Snoke has no Force powers. Did you read this? Yeah. T- seems stretching to you. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not buying it because because he's. Also, there's rumors that he's in a lightsaber fight. Um, yeah, there's just so much. Like, like in this theory, it's just so much of well, well he never says I use the force, so therefore. Yeah, but he, he says like, can you feel it? You know, right, you, exactly. you can feel it too. There's a nut. He's got force. He's a force sensitive. I agree. So yeah, that's just, I think it's absurd. Negate that. Yeah. Uh, John Boyega says a bromance, maybe a romance between Finn and Poe, but he doesn't actually say that. Um. <sighs> In the article, he just says that when they started episode four, Luke didn't think he'd be Vader's son, so anything yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, you know what, man? Like It all is because of this. This So, so Boyega has to do like a <laughs> ton more like training, right? Like physical training. Yeah. So he videotaped himself jump roping or some shit, and Oscar Isaac tweeted at him after seeing the video and was like, get it, babe. And then, like, all the fans were like, dude, they are gay. They're totally gay for each other. And they, then they took that one clip, like, no, it suits you. When you've given him his jacket, and they yeah, slowed it down. Is, and Oscar's like, mm, like biting his lip. Biting his lip. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is good. Um, oh, man. Dude, like, I, I, I'm the last person who, who's going to care if somebody's gay or not. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it just seems, it seems forced that they would do that. Like, it's... Like, it doesn't seem... How do I say this? It seems in bad taste, not because it's actually two gay dudes. It seems in bad taste because they're trying like they're trying to force it. It, exactly. it seems like... Pandering a, to everybody? It's yeah. not even pandering. It, it seems like a bad will and grace gag. You know? <laughs> like... To, I, I've been trying to check all the boxes, man. Like... I know, but it's like, you know, like, if it works for the story... Like, I will say this. You know, if... By the time episode nine happens, if it makes sense, I'm all for it. I'm all I'm all in. It might as well. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. But like, if it doesn't make sense, like you know that these guys don't like come off as, you know, being homosexual men who like you know have a romance and you know don't fucking make it happen just to to make it happen. You know, and I, what are also, you, are you, are you gonna like, get? Is it gonna be like five more percent of 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 people who are gonna come watch a movie? You know what I mean? Just because there's gay characters? I mean, I I don't understand that. I also you know? feel like it can't be over the top regardless. Do you know what I mean? Like, because there there is no sexuality that's over the top in any Star Wars. In Star Wars? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it feels yeah. un-Star Wars-y. Like, it doesn't feel like sex. Like, every kiss seems like it's like a kiss of love, not a kiss of, like, passion. Or yeah. Sex. I mean, so, like, if, if they try to play that angle up in that way, I just don't know how, like... It just feels inappropriate because it doesn't feel like the 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 rhythm of the saga. Like it's out of place. Right. Yeah. Is it like you know Star Wars universe isn't a place where belt buckles hitting the floor? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I will I will say Disney is very gay friendly. You know what I mean? Um, and rightfully so. Yeah, and and so I I mean I could see it happening on that like it, that I could see there being Disney influence. They're like, you know what? Let's uh, let's make gay characters. Let's make that happen. Uh, and apparently we're already we're already seeing in the books. Got this, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, we do see it in the books. Got this email from Mickey Mouse this week. It just says "gay it up, bros." <laughs> Who's it from? Mickey Mouse. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, is a total beard, so <laughs> you know, everybody knows that. Actually, if you if you watch if you watch uh, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, I had this theory. Uh, if you watch the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, uh, Minnie is is coming out. No, I'm sorry. Which one is it now? Fuck. Mickey's coming out of the house, and and uh, and um, Daisy's coming out the back door. You know what I mean? Mm. So of the mm-hmm. of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, I have to go watch it again. Some shenanigans going on. And then uh, second to last, Minnie and Donald. It's Minnie and Donald. That's what it is. Minnie Minnie's coming out the front door, and Donald's coming out the back. All right, go ahead. Um. So, StarWars.com announced that it is welcoming back cast members Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, don't know who that is, Donald Gleason, Anthony Daniels, Gwendolyn Christie, and Andy Serkis. Harrison Ford's name is noticeably absent. Yeah. Um, I don't think that that necessarily means there won't be a flashback scene with him in it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think this is like black and white proof of dude. He's definitely not in the movie at all. Um, but I, I also didn't think that Kathy Kennedy saying, "We'll see all, all of us here. We'll see you again at episode eight, That she really meant. That means, folks, Harrison Ford is going to be in the next one. Like, you know, I don't think yeah, that. But was wasn't her. there even, wasn't there a report that Harrison Ford traveled to Mexico or whatever where they're shooting where they're starting to shoot. Like I just feel there's more information that he was going to be in. I think it's this lawsuit thing, man. Maybe. I mean, which kind of sucks because you know you don't need any more fucking money. But then again, it might be a you know a legal thing for you know going after people so it doesn't happen to anybody else type of thing. I don't know. Um, and then lastly, uh, the first uh, set images have arrived um, from De- from Star Wars Episode Eight and Dubrovnik. Um, yeah. Which basically it looks like they just took a street and rounded off the doors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I think people are stretching here. Um, you know the the Star Wars like leaked plot rumors or whatever, dude. I'm starting to I'm starting to something. I've read something, man. I, I don't know where it was, but I'm, I'm starting to feel like there's some truth to that. That that might have been an early re- right, so that might not be what we see. But I think there's gonna be elements of that that are gonna be in the film. 
Maybe but this. The, I yeah. mean, these are legit. I mean, these are legit set photos. Um, yeah. But it's just like, like I, I do wish. Like this is one thing I liked about the prequels, like that, like the extravagant worlds and shit, and like, I, I hope not everything in all these movies is so like, is this is this in a galaxy far away or is this in Czech Republic? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. I, 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 I could I could use ten percent more glam, yeah. in the world, yeah. But like I I will tell you though I do not I I watched this like a uh, blooper reel for episode three in episode two here recently. And it's like every scene is nothing but a green screen. Yeah, that whole movie scene. was shot in a green screen and you don't like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Like there'd be like one little piece of whatever. And like even stuff like that, dude, that's, that's fucking green screen too. You're, it's like, there was never any sets in episode two or three. That's it's fucking true. ridiculous. Dude, I'm telling you, man, Telling you, um, you need to go. I, I'll find it. In I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen that. I've seen it's, that. It's, it's, you don't think it's Where shocking? It, start, it starts with Qui Gon turning on his lightsaber and he like flings it. Yeah, and yeah. maybe it was Episode One too. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking ridiculous it. though. It is ridiculous. Um, so that wraps up news for this week. Jisk, you have some questions. I'm gonna let you go ahead <laughs> and take the reins. Yeah. So you know, as I listen to the show, I I just jot down things that that just come to mind. But then also. Some of my favorite things are when you guys talk about just your your personal lives, and not that you have to divulge that much information, but I don't know, me as a listener, it helps me to, um, I guess, relate a little bit more and just... Ten and a half inches. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a question, but I'm glad that... Uh... Well, actually, it may apply to a question, it's but true. so... <laughs> is his anal cavity is that long? <laughs> that wide? That's it. That's the radius. That's all the questions I have. Sweet. It's not even the diameter. I mean, the circumference. But so these are just questions that, like, I feel like if I were just listening to the show and I knew these things, um, they would uh, enrich my listening experience. And mm-hmm. and again, some of them are dumb. Like the first one I have is just three things in your junk drawer. Hmm. I have, uh, I have Carmex chapstick, which I think is actually for cold sores, um, but it works really well as chapstick. I like so meat. I like to eat greasy food. <laughs> I like to eat greasy foods. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, I, I really like. Uh, I hate having chap lips and Carmex chapstick. I hope they will sponsor us one day. Um, but it's really like, I mean, literally like you apply it one night, like your lips are good for a week. Like, and I, I, I sometimes I can go a week without drinking a glass of water. So like, I'm telling you, Carmex chapstick is the shit. Um, I have, uh, nail clippers, uh, because it's like one of the things that I do why I am like watching TV or something is like I clip my nails or I will clip the cuticles and I have, uh, dental floss my junk drawer also because my junk drawer sits right next to where I usually watch most of my television which is at night so I'll floss my teeth at two while I'm sitting there watching shit it's called multitasking what about you Adam uh, um, a, a junk drawer of other junk drawers into an infinite space of junk because I'm a fucking pack rat um, <laughs> dude this this like you talking about the one next to my bed or the one where or I dump all the shit out of my pockets? Wherever, yeah. The weird, like, do you have, like, everybody has a junk drawer in their house, at least one. Oh, my God, dude. It's, like, there might be uh, probably a pocket knife. I am. Uh, I always have a knife on me, so I always have a pocket knife. Um, keys 
to God knows where. Like I don't throw away keys. <laughs> to nowhere. I think, I think it's bad luck. Uh, so like I, I like find a key and I'm like I don't know what this is too. And so I, there's like a magical key ring in there that has nothing but keys. Um, receipts. I'll throw away receipts, but never you know never save them for the tax man. So they they literally just fill up the drunk door junk drawer. So I gotta push them all in and like shove them to the back. Um, and lots of change because I don't like cash. I, I use you know every once in a while I have cash. It's very rare. Um, but you know the coins are in there. Um, and every once in a while, uh, phone case clips, like a hundred of them. Like the and they're like phone. the ones that you're supposed to like put your like slap your iPhone into in your belt. Never use them, but never throw them away. So there's <laughs> like I get a new phone every year, and there's like a hundred of them in there. It's piled in there. So, and lots and lots of stuff. Um, yeah, I think like what's in there says a lot about just people in general. I mean, yeah, just I guess your day to day, because usually that stuff is where you just throw like, man, you're cleaning off the counters of day to day shit. You're that's like, I'm just that's very that. yeah, very insightful. Like, like um, it, it's. There are there are those few things that kind of like describe people. Like I'm a tall guy, and one thing about tall people that we all like share is like looking at the dust on top of people's refrigerators because we can see it. And like people who who aren't tall have no idea what we're talking about. So you know, let's get together. Like, hey man, you're a tall guy. Yeah, dust on top of people's refrigerators, right? Like, yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> so I feel that's it. I'm short. All right, uh, sweet. How uh, my next question is: How did you guys meet? Oh, let me tell this story, dude. All right, so it's it's gonna so, be one sided. It's not gonna be one sided. That's not true at all. All right, so I all right, so um we we went to the same middle school. We met at the same middle school, but um we went to different elementary schools. But I went to the elementary school that's connected to the middle school. So it's like you know I just moved down the hall, and Bobby came from the one the middle school down the, the elementary school down down the road, right? He was bust in. Yeah, so he busted, and like we were both like in the like the artist comic book crew. Um, but before Bobby came, like I was like the art guy in my school. Um, besides this other dude who was, who, I don't, when did Jason come? Hasn't Jason, huh? Yeah. He was there in sixth grade. So. But he, but he, he came from your, your elementary school, right? No. Uh-uh. All right. He came from another one. So this guy was like a fucking phenomenal artist. Like from, he was like one of these fucking savant artists, not, you know, and he's probably like a freehand architect that doesn't need to use a ruler. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, so. Um, he, he had some kind of fucking gimmick going on where he would like draw pictures and pictures at class, pictures at uh, like lunch, like selling to people for like a quarter and shit. A dime. A dime. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, uh, this kid, this kid Victor came to me and was like, Hey man, I got this picture of Sonic the Hedgehog that I bought from this kid. Do you think it's, do you think it's traced? And like, you know, back in the day, that's like really separated you when you were like, you know, in sixth grade, you're an aspiring <laughs> artist. <laughs> You know, because, like, you know, if you could freehand something or trace something, and, like, Sonic the Hedgehog was all the rage, and, like, you know, we went through phases of, like, this was what it was like to draw, right? This, like, was a cool thing to draw, and, like, like at that time, I was, like, it was, like, Ninja Turtles and fucking Spider-Man uh, and Wolverine. That was, like, the big ones, and, like, Sonic, like, Sonic was really popular, and so Victor came to me and was, like, hey, dude, I bought this, do you think it's traced? And I was, like, yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know, it probably, it's probably traced, and, like, I remember I was, like, I was like throwing away some stuff in the trash and you approached me like at the trash can right there in the cafeteria. And you're like, dude, like I didn't trace that shit. Like, you were mad. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, didn't really, I, I didn't really. Line, son. Huh? That was my, that was, that was my free out of, or 
pre-adolescent uh, integrity on the line, son. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I think, like, there was, like, a beef for, like, maybe five seconds. Like, like mm-hmm. there was, like, a legitimate beef. Like, man, I'm going to have to fucking fight this kid, right? And then, like, I think we, like, I, I walked back to my table, little octagon, you know, tables mm-hmm. that I used to have at lunch. And you sat down. And I think, like, by the end of that lunch period, we were cool. Yeah. Like, there I wasn't any too. beef. Like he was like, nah, man. And like and like, I think I had some drawing shit too. Like, oh, you, you draw too? He's like, yeah. And like, and I and I, I think I, I think I apologize for accusing you of. I don't. Of the I trace. don't. I don't recall. I remember that like when I approached you, I, either I had the drawing or you had the drawing or Victor was with me and had the drawing and like and, and like you were like you were like, look, it's tracing paper and you put it on. There was like a coat. There was like a, it was like a, a fruit juice machine there. Yeah, and, yeah. And you you put it on the fruit juice machine because yeah, like the the yeah. middle bit of it was all lit up. Yeah, and you're like, see, you can see through it, and then I was like, yeah, and I, I pointed out, like it had, it was like, a, it was typewriting paper, and it had the brand name of the typewriting paper in it. So I was like, yeah, yeah. but look, it's it's typewriting paper. It's not like tracing paper. It's not something that's going to show up against yeah. like a regular flat surface. Yeah, and I think that is what started to be like, okay, maybe it's not traced. Yeah, and, and what happened? There there was trace gate that was going on because <laughs> there's this other dude. There's uh, this other yeah, dude. Yeah, Dan Marsh. Well, well. Anyway, he he had traced this comic. Um, it was it was spawned the violator. Like he traced the violator, but he made it into a like knights. He he took like two or three spawn comics and traced it, but like changed it to make it look like a dragon. But it was like, it was, you know, it was. You, you couldn't even. I mean, even the cell was traced perfectly. You know what I mean? And like I, I I was looking at it and everybody was kind of like kudos and like as soon as I saw it you know and I looked at him he knew I had him you know I was like 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 like, like he knew I, I caught him lying like he was like oh, okay we looked at it enough let's go let's go to lunch now <laughs> you know what I mean and so like I went that day and found the spawn the spawn comic book and I traced it myself and I came back and slapped that motherfucker on the wall where it was being displayed because like it, it had got like some kudos you know like the, like the teacher was blown away like it was it was in the language arts class and he had did some like maybe it wasn't a dragon maybe it was like um Beowulf or something like he made a Grendel like Beowulf fighting Grendel and like you know he read it and like did this awesome artwork and like it was like perfectly on it and like cause that that. That shit, like, fucking pissed me off. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you're better than me. It was like, nah, man. Like, there was a group of us that were all, like, like, uh, Victor, me, Justin, Dan, and Dan were all, like, really into comic books, and we really liked to draw. And it was just like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a competition thing, but, the, like, this was like a lie. You know what I mean? Like, you're fucking lying. You know what I mean? Well, there was also, like, um, there was, like, uh, at our comic book store that we went to, which was called Comics to Astonish, there was a drawing that he had did for the store that like they like framed and hung on the wall. So I guess we, I, I, I kind of, like, I'm just speaking for myself, not speaking for you, but like I kind of was a hater, but it wasn't like a hater for no reason. I was like, yeah. this guy traced, I was like, this is the cover of Spawn number four. It's across the fucking desk on your shelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, he was, he was, he was posing. So Tracegate was in, was in full effect. Uh, Cause we, I don't think we became friends until it was like almost the end of the year. Cause it was almost near your birthday. Hmm. So, because you invited me to your birthday shortly after, uh, and I and I couldn't make it, and oh man, your mom was pissed. Yeah, well, you know? it was also, it was also so. a Thursday. So. <laughs> but uh, no, at, at that point, we you know we kind of <laughs> thick as thieves, and uh, Bobby's house, he had this townhouse, like uh, the 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 rec room, not the rec room, like the um, the storage room or whatever, and his house had this window. 
because it was like a you know it was a townhouse but it had a basement had this window that was a ground level and it was like right there next to his door and you're walking into it and his dad used to make displays with toys at this window and so it was like this being like oh wait till you see Bobby's house we were all going over there to play and of course you know he had all the toys because uh, he didn't have any little brothers or sisters to destroy his shit um, so we walk up and it, like he had this like like Star Wars um, display in this window like fucking like X-Wings like hanging from strings and shit like that and I was like I think it was like a Hoth battle you had at one point yeah yeah and so like his dad had put like you know white like baking soda or some shit I don't fucking know and it was like this giant you know there's a ATAT and you know fucking snow speeders like shooting it out and it was like this giant display that looked like it took some fucking time and effort yeah um and it was kind of depressing because I think he did like one or two more when I became your friends and then he kind of he, he kind of stopped doing that and I was always like oh man when are you guys gonna do another one yeah, I think it was he did one that, like, I, we used to do at this. Uh, we used to do it all the time. My dad and I, like, we'd do one for Christmas and one for Halloween and stuff like that too. But like, uh, we would always do these displays. Sometimes it'd be Lego. Sometimes it'd be Batman. Sometimes they'd be Star Wars. Sometimes whatever. And like, like the neighborhood like would come and see it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, it'd be like, oh, he's got a new one up, and like everybody would come to like. I mean, the window was probably what three and a half by two and a half feet. I think it'd be bigger. Like, I think it might be bigger. I think it might have been like you know like four or five feet long. By like two and a half, three feet tall. Yeah, yeah. So it was carry, cool. Did you carry that? Do you do that, Bobby, with your kids now? Do you make displays and stuff like that? I do not, but we don't have like a good display window for it. Like, yeah, the, uh, the way this window was, it was like it was meant. It was, it was. Yeah. It, 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 it almost was like a shopping window before you walked into a store. Yep, absolutely. You know, that's like that was the the angle. But yeah, we we kind of thick as thieves. Um, ever since then. Um, and then like you know, it, at that time, this great stuff was coming. Like Mortal Kombat was coming out and. You know, the, all, all these great comic books. It was just a time that the stuff that we really liked, like the the X Men toys were coming out, which sucked in hindsight. But like then, it was like, oh my god, the X Men action figures is fucking amazing. Like they're awesome. Now, did you guys yeah. live close? You guys live close enough to each other where you could just walk. We lived about equal distance from the school, but we both were walkers. So it was kind of a grip, like getting walking to each other's house because it probably would take half an hour, right? Yeah, and we were young. We were, it was it was it was like like you had to go like. We lived on this loop, um, and like I lived at one end of the. I it was like a horseshoe. Yeah, it was yeah. like a horseshoe. And the school and I lived was in the one middle. Side of the horseshoe, and he lived on the other side of the horseshoe, and the school was in the middle. But like, um, in order to get to my house or his house, you had to cut through the middle, and we were kind of young for that sort of a trek to walk, and also because there was these two neighborhoods, um, or three neighborhoods really, Southwick and Quiet Hours, and. Um, and Owen Brown place that were like, like a little shady, a little shady. Yeah. Your neighborhood, you're the neighborhood. If your neighborhood's called quiet hours, it just sounds shady. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it, yeah. it would not be, it would not be something I would let my kids do. Right. But you know, it was the, it was a nineties. Nobody fucking cared. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my parents didn't care. <laughs> now, was there, was there ever a time where you guys like, have you always remained close or there was ever a time where you guys stopped talking? Like, I don't know if you guys stopped talking. I don't think you think you said you talked when you were in college, but was there ever a time when you just, your friendship kind of wasn't there? There was, there, there was like a, it was like a year period or so. Yeah. And I can't, I can't remember. I think I, I know it better than I do. I know. I know exactly what happened. All right. So it, this was before <laughs> episode one came out. Um, and we were, we were at some party with, with, with a rough and, and, and uh, tumble tumble crowd. And I was kind of going through a phase where that like, was at I quiet hours, I believe. Yeah, go. 
I was at, I was going through a phase where I had like moved. I had moved from the area that we grew up. So like, I would basically come as soon as I got my driver's license. I would come down like every weekend. But I was like the only one that had my driver's license. So like, I was pretty much driving everybody around, you know, and you know everything was cool and whatnot. But I was there one day and we were just like with a, with a, a couple group of people. There's a couple of people there that I was like kind of getting tired of, you know, like personally, and um. You know, I, we got in some argument. It was something dumb too. It was about Star Trek and Star Wars. And um, I will tell you the, the what's funny is I don't remember the falling out that we had. Like I don't remember like the context of it. But I'll tell you what I remember about that night. Yeah. Um And it wasn't Quiet Hours. It was in Mario's apartment in Quiet Hours. It was. It the, was the, the Underworld version 2.0, right? Correct. Yeah. We um, we were talking about star, everything in Star Wars, fought everything in Star Trek. <laughs> win yeah and you were saying star trek um because you knew more about both and everybody else at the house was saying star wars because they didn't know anything about star trek Mm -hmm. and um but the one thing that was causing a hitch in your giddy up was the the questionable extent of the force do you know what i mean yeah you you could pick an x-wing out of the swamp but can you destroy an entire system with it if you were strong you know what i mean that's the one x factor right Yeah, yeah yeah um but I remember that Steve, all right, this guy that was there at the party, Steve P, who was a tough guy, certified <laughs> tough guy. And he ended up becoming shot and paralyzed later on in life. He, he lives out of a wheelchair now. Um, he, <laughs> tough, he, rumble guy. He was high as a kite. And <laughs> he, do you remember this? He passed, yeah, yeah, he yeah. passed out. And we were, we had, the conversation had evolved and we started talking about religion. And we were talking about Jesus. Like the life mm-hmm. of Jesus and, 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 you know, what, what is, what is, what is, if anything, evidence of his existence. Mm-hmm. And he woke up, this is like four hours later. And all he heard was us talking about Jesus. And he like rubbed his face and he was like, Are y'all motherfuckers still talking about Star Trek. <laughs> he didn't say, he didn't say motherfuckers. He didn't he say motherfuckers. A, he, he, said said a, <laughs> he said another word. He did. He said another word. Yes. That was that was a highly slanged, um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So, but I remember like the next day, we went to your grandmother's house and we were all hung over, and like it was just like like there was some something else happened. Like I know somebody punched me, can't remember who, but like it wasn't like we got in a fight. I mean that kind of shit like happened all the time, you know. But I was kind of like 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 somebody like punched me in the face under misunderstanding, and then it was like, oh my bad, no, never mind, we're good. You know, I was like, okay, that was that was weird. And, uh, but you, you were like mad at me about something. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, kind of adolescent type shit. Like, you know, oh, I thought my life was going this way. And, you know, I was like, no, nah, man, your life is whatever you could do. Fuck you. You know, don't, don't, don't tell me what to do type of thing. And like, there was just like, you know, a little, a little drama there. But like the next day I went to your grandma's house and there wasn't like a word like that, like, like exchanged. And it was like, Hey man, it's really hot back here. You turn the air conditioning on and the windows went up. <laughs> You know, like, like, fuck you. And I remember we went there, and then we get back, and, like, I, I went home that day, and I was like, you know, it just, it just wasn't a good, like, we didn't have a good time. You know, there was just a lot, there was, like, some other underlining underlying things, and um, and it was all probably, like, trivial, like, you know, high school girl bullshit, you know. But uh, I just remember, like, like, the next weekend, like, I didn't call or whatever next weekend, and, like, you know, one week turned into two, and two, two, two weeks turned into three, and then I think at that time it was like right before I started like I was dating my now wife, um, but I was just kind of like 
you know, hanging out with her and and she was friends with a group of people that went to a different high school than me, but I worked with one of the guys that was part of that that friend group. And so like I didn't like when I came to my high school I was kind of an outsider because everybody you know, I'm, I moved to Frederick, which at the time was kind of like this farm community, and now it's like huge. But like when I moved here, like I was I was a kid from you know out of town, and, and nobody, everybody listened to country music, and nobody listened to hip hop. You know what I mean? Like it was like one of those things. I was very much like an outsider. And when I first got here, I was like, a oh wow, this guy, this guy is from a different area. And so there was a lot of like, you know, not popularity, but like you, when you're the new kid, you know, like everybody wants to know your story. But then it got to the point, like, I had nothing in common with these kids. And, like, so on the weekends when they were doing their shit, I was, like, going back home to hang out with my friends, you know? Um, so that, that's just that's just how it was. But then when I started dating my wife, um, I started hanging out with, with the, that group of people from a different school, not the school that I went to. So there was, like, a time period. And then, like, one day I just, like, drove down to Columbia because I wanted to go to Wendy's. I, and, and, the, and the funny thing is – Clarksville. Well, yeah, no, but I, drew, I went down to Columbia because, like, there was no wind, like, there was no Wendy's, or I forgot that there was a Wendy's in my town. I was like, man, I want some Wendy's. And so I just, like, was driving down, just drove down to Columbia for no reason. And then, like, I kept on driving down um, and, and got a, and got on, what is it, 20, not 29, um, what road was, what road was that that you used to live off of, the 32, main highway? 32. 32. I got on 32. I was like, well, I'll just go back 32 to, to, to 70. And I was like, oh, like, Bobby's. Bobby's mom lived down this exit. So then I turn on that. And then, like, I was like, I think it's here. And then I walked through the house, and I was, like, knocking on the door, and I saw there's a little uh, Manuza in the door frame. I was like, is Bobby's stepdad Jewish? It's like, I didn't think he was Jewish. And I was like, wait a minute. No, he's Irish. He's an Irish last name. I was like, maybe this is the wrong house. And then I went down to the next house, and I just knocked on the door, and you just happened to be there. Like, it was in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah. Right? And so I'll let you pick up the story from that part. No, just as far <laughs> as I remember, like, like it was just kind of like a like a shock of like, what are you doing here? But then it, like we picked right up. Yep, like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever happened. So did yeah. you guys, you guys didn't go to the same high school then? No, 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 nope, nope. But like I, I have to express like all through high school, because I think we, I think we stopped talking the very end of of high school, because Bobby, you went to a couple of different high schools, didn't you? Yeah, I was. But I mean, I was. I was a troubled youth of sorts. I was, I, I literally, like, like I'd worked, I worked during the week, so I, I had every weekend off, um, because I was like on a, on a, on a school work program too, um, in my junior year. So like, I, I graduated early, but like, I, I stayed, I just stayed in because I'd only go to school half the day and then I'd work the other half the day, um, but like, literally, I get off of school at Friday and I would drive down and I'd be there the whole weekend and I'd come back home. Uh, like Sunday, Sunday night, unless, unless my mom needed one of the vehicles, like we had two vehicles. And so like, that was, that, that was basically like every weekend, you know? Um, so I was down, I was down there, you know, for all of those years that I, I think it was, there's one year I didn't come down as much because I didn't have my license yet. And then I got my license and it was, it was game on. So yeah, through high school. So next question. Have you guys ever seen each other naked? Probably. <laughs> I know. I know. Adam has seen me naked. <laughs> I know Adam has seen me. Naked. <laughs> um, but also, like, uh, I'm also like, uh, like I've been known to do shit at 
like, and this is aside from that, but like, I've been known <laughs> to do shit at parties where like I like just bring my nuts out. <laughs> like, like I'll just like, like I'll open up the my, the fly in my pants and I like let my nuts hang out. And then, I, you know, I I will I will say this though, there there was a time that I could look at his wife when she was his wife and say to her, I've slept next to your husband in bed more times than you have. <laughs> That's true. That's also true. But it was always head to toe. It was always head to toe. No, it wasn't. But our genitals were in the same place. <laughs> My next question is, have you guys ever seen each other's wives naked? Like, accidentally. Or or purposefully. Uh, but I, I, plead, I plead the fifth on this one. No. Arabian Nights. <laughs> so you guys have, uh, Adam, you have... Mo- you have more than two kids. Yes, or at least three. at least two. We've definitely seen each other's wives' boobs. <laughs> that wasn't about the I, question. I will. So I, I will tell you this is fun. This is a funny thing. Do you have kids? Yeah, I have two. Okay, so you probably experienced it. Like you know, like if, if your wife breastfeeds, right? And like your friend, it, it, you have that point where your friends don't have kids yet, and they don't know this. There's gonna be something where your friend looks over to see your wife's boob while she's breastfeeding. He looks shocked, and then he immediately looks at you to see if you caught him seeing it. It's it, like it happens. It, it's so funny, dude. I, I don't think I have a friend, a male friend, that has not happened to. But, but I will say, like my my wife was more like just you know, flop the titty out. Like like Bobby's wife, it was very much secluded. Like she is very like. Well, she's like, like a, a she's like a breastfeeding. She was like a breastfeeding ninja. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she she also like she rocked the little like cape or whatever that she was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your wife there's always like, gonna be a, there's always gonna be a nip slip. So don't be so modest. So, but it, you know what's funny, man? You know what's funny? Like, I got this like, little, like, like my family was like the naked time family. Like when I grew up, we went to like nude beaches and shit. Um, but it, it's funny. Like I'm like super like, like I, I, I'm super like conservative with my kids now about it. Cause I almost feel like my family was like a little bit overboard. You know, I'm, I've probably been trauma. Like it's not like I felt like anything was wrong at the time. Like I didn't go shake in the corner. Like, you know, like there's no, never any, you know, sexual abuse or anything, but it was just like, I, I, you know, my, my parents were like, you know, my mom got a boob job. And, like, so at parties, like, everybody want to see my new tits I got? Here's my new tits. And, like, it just seemed like a little bit much. I think, like, every one of my friends has seen my mom's boobs. I'm not uh, joking about that. I, I, dude, I think that you have, I, I'm sure that you have. Uh, You're, like, the only one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's just because she knew you too long. Maybe. She didn't want to scar you. <laughs> have you guys, have either of you guys noticed that after the birth of your second child, you just become a dick? I've always been a dick, so I haven't really noticed anything. So here's the thing about like Bobby and I are both probably equally dickish, but he has a way of getting away with it. So everybody just thinks it's funny, and everybody just thinks I'm a super dick. Like we we can make the exact same joke in the exact same crowd, but everybody's like, "Oh, how dare you!" But you're the asshole, <laughs> and I'm the asshole. But like Bobby, like mm, so provocative. Yeah. Bobby is so so, and it drives me mad. Yeah, so. I think I think it's because like uh, like Adam and I have like a different way of of being. I think in a social environment, um, where he's like just very much him, and like he comes to the table with these knowledge, skills, and abilities. Um, where it, a lot of times that turns people off. Um, yes, it makes people it, it makes people like because sometimes they can come across. It can come across arrogant. Um, whereas I, on the other hand, like I always want you to think I'm much dumber than what I am. Um, 
for a number of reasons. Like, like I don't, I don't like people thinking highly of my knowledge, skills, and abilities. I, I prefer them thinking less, so that I can kind of maneuver within that environment a bit more freely. <laughs> um, so therefore, when I say something, they're like, "Oh, it's just simple, Bobby. <laughs> it's simple." You know, don't like, listen to him. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's simple. like it's like it, yeah, he's simple and and he's harmless. Don't Are, worry about aren't it. you cute? Right, right, right. <laughs> Like we'll go, we we went to the TF con right, and he's got all these people jumping up like, oh, Skullface, what's going over, man? Super humble. Oh no, stop it, stop it. Super humble yeah. about it. I I would eat that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. Enough about me. Let's talk about me. Nah. Like enough, enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> <It's> so. <horrible. laughs> what was it? About, that's not like... me. That's not true, man. That's not true. Yeah. That's just a misunderstood. Go ahead. I would say, what was it about like comics and collecting stuff that like pulled you guys in versus like you know typical sports and and douche shit? I think I <laughs> think that were to all you, all you sports. I think they were both uh, really creative and like we we always want to be creating something, whether it be like art or you know even film or whatever. Like, like there's always that aspect of we both have like love imagination and discussing imaginative. T- imaginative things and, I, and there's just something about comic books it's just, it's just our modern day mythology it's just you know fucking super awesome space soap opera star wars and stuff like that i mean just fantastic things i guess i think for me it's um it's it's like i had brothers and sisters but i i grew up mostly in my dad's house where i was alone um so it was a it was kind of a byproduct of being lonely uh where i was able to kind of get more involved in in a, in a story like, you know, ex- I guess escape, I hate using that term because people kind of use it against us, <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. you know, like not escape reality, but just escape, like being lonely, um, escape the mundane, but it well. allowed you to go somewhere else. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I think that also like, uh, like I, I really liked, um, I really liked Batman as a kid. I really liked like Luke Skywalker as a kid. Uh, but like, you know, Batman had his parents murdered in front of him, and Luke Skywalker didn't know who his parents were, and had his aunt and uncle killed, and like, and then he like, and then he's, his old space wizard dies in front of him, and like, uh, Adam said something to me later on when he was like, uh, he was like, I think that you like, like the like, cause I like rappers that like, uh, like like musically, like I like Nine Inch Nails, I like, and the rappers that I like are like people like Joe Button, like these people, these sad ass stories, um, and and and, and Adam <laughs> once said to me, he was like. I think the reason why you like the music you like is because you like to hear people that had more fucked up lives than you did. <laughs> it kind of keeps your life in perfect. <laughs> you know, like, I, 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 that, that shit has haunted, with, haunted me. Like he said that to me, like probably back in the early 2000s. I even know exactly where we were. We were at, uh, 32 and Route One. Like I, I know exactly where we were um, because it just it was something that resonated with me. He said it like you you like to hear about people that had it worse than you did. Uh, like, like that your life isn't the only one that's fucked up in the universe. So like, I think that there was a part of that that played into it. And, I, and one thing I want to say too, because in, in case, you know, sometimes it might be taken out of context. I think both now we've got, we've both got great lives. Oh yeah. You're fucking oh, yeah. super, super fortunate. Like I fucking count my blessings every day. And I know Bobby does the, the same, but it, like, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things, like it's almost an argument, like is like a, a fucked up childhood or a difficult childhood. I think it's like good for you. And like, like, it's not good for you. Like, yeah, you're gonna pay your therapy bills, but like, it just makes more interesting people. Yeah, I was you know? gonna say, I think it makes more. <laughs> well, and it, so, it shows you too that like you're you can endure stuff, so then you just become a stronger person, and then your character then is enriched. Like, 
like one thing I'm kind of worried about, and I, and I say this to my wife all the time, but like I look at these millennials and these hipsters and these kids of like, hey, if I had it too good, and it and it, it makes it makes them really soft and makes them really fragile. Like yeah. it, it's you know you need to have a little a little adversity or whatnot, and, and these kids they are so fragile, and I just let's get, let's get divorces. I mean, it's just no, <laughs> you know. But it's it's it, you know it's it's one of those things where like your kid needs to struggle and have and have some like eat like I, that's one thing I, I say to my daughter all the time. I mean, my my wife all the time. Like my my oldest daughter is like is like really athletic. Like I'm like I'm really I'm really uh, proud and everything. Like my parents never pushed me to do shit. Like never went to any parent teacher conference. Never put me into sports. I mean, you know, I remember like like my famous stories of like. Like when I was in Boy Scouts, I, ne- I, I, I never went to Boy Scouts. Not I stopped going to Boy Scouts not because I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it. But like there's one time, I, you know, my dad is sitting there watching MTV folding laundry. And I'm like, hey, I need to go to my Boy Scout meeting. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't feel like taking you right now. So this is like at night, like in the middle of winter, right? And it's like a 7 o'clock meeting. And so like I, I leave my house and I'm walking through the neighborhood like fucking pitch black, like the snow on the ground and type of shit. And like I'm halfway there. And, and walking to the the the, pro, the school property, my dad drives up. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, you said that you weren't gonna take me, so I'm just gonna, you know, go." And and what? He's like, "No, no!" And like like I just left. He didn't know I was going. And my mom came back. She's like, "Where's Adam?" And he's like, I, "I I don't know." He said something about Boy Scouts. Fuck that. He walked to the school by himself at like seven o'clock at night. And um, and it's just like one of those things. But like kids nowadays, like everything, like they have these helicopter parents, like wiping their asses, and like every time they have a boo boo, they they give them a kiss and whatever. And I'm seeing these people become young adults, and it's like like where I work, I'm I, I've supervised people from the age of 21 to to 64. Like I'm that's like literally I've had people, and it's and I see this the generation changes where like if I like if I have to like get in somebody's ass about something that they fucked up, they're they're calling out sick the next day because I hurt their feelings. Yeah, I shit you not. And it's and it's like to the point where we've started having classes about dealing with millennials because it's a trend that is that is affecting the workforce. It's like, hey, you know, when you talk to these, you know, you got to be, you know, cognizant of, of generational changes because these people, you know, they're they're just very fragile when when they get criticized. Like if they if, they, if their work who is has, perfect, who has time for that? You're like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. And yeah. it, it gets to the it gets to the point. It's like, well, you know what? Hey, you're fired. Like I one of my employees of the day, dude, like. He said he said something to me, where he was like, you know, I, I really like this job, but I might need to start looking for some full time work because he's like a part time. He only works thirty hours. Like, okay, man, hey, good good luck with you. Like, hey, I, I appreciate you being here, and you know what? No, 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 I don't. I really appreciate. Like, he's trying to call my bluff on, on like giving him more hours. Like, dude, this is it. That you. This is how many hours that, that I I can afford to pay you right now. So if that if that doesn't meet your needs, I appreciate your service and everything, and I wish you the best on your future endeavors. You know, like, like I owed him something for working for me, past his, to, uh, his salary. Make a decision pretty quickly because I need to get to the bus here shortly. Oh, okay. Do you want to pause and come back? We can. Um, but but I was gonna tell one story before we do that. Okay. Um, about about my nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there was there was a time where uh I was we were working in a photo ed- uh film editing software, and I was sitting in my chair at my at my desk, and I had Adam oh, like ground knelt next to me. Um. <laughs> And, uh, and he was like, he was like typing on my keyboard, trying to show me some stuff. And like, so like his head is like 13 inches from my nether regions. <laughs> it's probably closer than that. So like, he's like, he's like trying to show me something. He's looking at the screen. So while he's looking at the screen, I just pulled my nuts out and I just sat him on top of my pants. And I was like, I was like, I was like, have you ever been, have you ever been this close to them before? 
And he was like, very close to it. And he like looks over and he sees this set of nuts like sitting right in his face. And he's like, ah! And he was like, I should have flicked them. God, I should have flicked them. I'm not para-slapping to the man's nuts. I will say that. Especially on that level. If you're pulling them out, yeah, they're going to get punched. <laughs> you're just asking for somebody to touch them at that point. Oh, that would have been a good time. All right, let's pause it real quick. I need to get my kid. All right. All right, I'll... So what do we got next? <laughs> All right, so uh, I, this was about Adam. What do you, I don't? What do you collect? <laughs> it's, it came off kind of rude, but I don't know what you collect. I know Bobby just from you watching his videos, and he kind of talks about it. But what kind of stuff are you into? I collect collarbones. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, all right, what do I collect? So I, you know, I've gone through my my divided phase. I remember like back in the day, like you know, Tuesdays at Best Buy, gonna go spend money. I don't need to spend on DVDs. My biggest collection is, is probably my Warhammer forty thousand collection. It's 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 ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. I like to give you a point of reference, like most games are played like models have a certain point level. Most games are like eighteen fifty point level, maybe two thousand a big game would be considered twenty five twenty five hundred. I probably had I probably have fifty thousand points of one army. Oh wow. So it's it's absurd. Like I have a giant like six foot by you know three foot deep by eight feet wide case with seven shelves. Um and they're like I, I don't have enough room for one of my armies. So it's it's dumb. Like I'm I'm trying to build like a whole chapter of these imaginary little little troopers. Um I, I used to collect I used to be in the toy like the D C direct game for a while. And but I, I had this funny thing about me in collections. Like I don't, I don't do well with collecting, because for me it's all about the hunt. Um, and once and once the hunt is is over, I'm like you know I, I'm not. It's like I, I chase a car, and you know I don't even know what I'd do, ever do if I got if I got a hold of one. I, I just don't care anymore. You know, like, like I used to connect the FX lightsabers. I I had them all as soon as they came out. I had them. And as uh, soon as uh, Hasbro started doing them and uh, Force FX stopped doing them, wasn't interested anymore. And I sold them all. I uh, sold all my DC Direct stuff. I think I still have my Kingdom Comes, my Alex Ross Kingdom Comes stuff. Um, Do you ever see a time a, that you would sell your Warhammer stuff? I ha- I have sold some Warhammer stuff, but here's the thing about the Warhammer stuff: is it's like artwork. Like I I used to love to draw, um, but you know I just remember my art teacher always telling me. You know, like the projects that I wanted to do, I always got A's on, and the projects that she wanted me to do, I always got F's on because I just never did them. Right. And she was like, "If you ever want to be an artist, you need to learn. You're going to have to get over that and, and draw what people want you to draw because it's not always about what you want to draw." And I just always hated that aspect of it because it just it seemed like a, a perversion of it. You know, like art right. should be something that's inside of you that you know you're trying to to bring your creation, not just you know, you know, market some bullshit for somebody else. And the thing about Warhammer is that not only do you have to build these little models and like you get to position them and, and, and choose options and like I love that aspect of creating them, but then you get to paint them as well. And like literally like part of me is like, you know, I always like, you know, lick my brushes, like you, you spit to like, you know, sharpen your brushes. Like there's little, literally my DNA covering these guys. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it, it's, you know, like if you, if you guys are a supernatural fan, they'd have to burn my whole basement if I've ever became a ghost. Like in that in that mythos, <laughs> mythos, mythos. <laughs> um, uh, like you know, like if there's any DNA or, or sweat or blood on something, like ghosts are still tied to the the mortal realm. Um, so I I, I have I have sold some some a lot models. of ladies out there then for me. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Jesus, I'm just kidding. 
I am waiting. I am waiting for that like 19 year old to like knock on my door and be like, "Hey, Dad." And that'll that'll be my. I probably have a son out there someplace. Um, they uh, like so the one. There's ones that I painted, and like there's even ones I told my wife. I was like, "Listen, I know if something happens to me, you're you're probably gonna sell my collection, but like keep these. Like these are like my 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 long fang box. They're like made of lead. Like my grandmother bought these for me. It's like my first at proper box that 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 she purchased." Like they and their their paint jobs aren't anything special. You know, there's nothing super special about them, but like they just they just mean the, the most to me. Kind of like your Gina figure, Bobby. Yeah. You know, like it if anything ever happened in your collection. Value. Yeah. Yeah, it just you know you know my, my like in, like I, I told before like my mom and dad were very young when they had me and like we lived on and off with my mom's mom for a while, but we also stayed with my dad's mom while they were like going to school and everything, um, and out partying like like fiends. And uh, so she taught me how to paint. She used to own a, a painting, like a, like a little ceramic side business where she used to pour and, and, and uh, kill them ceramics. And then she had, like all these paints. And like, like you guys have seen pictures of Bobby's basement. Imagine right. instead of toys, like paint, paint pots everywhere. Like, you know, little five, you know, five milliliter paint pots everywhere. And uh, so that was just something that she could entertain me with while I was there with her. That she was painting herself. Um, and I mean, she wasn't like an exceptional, awesome painter. I mean, she she was she was good, but it was very simple, very simple techniques. But she taught me, you know, everything that she knew. And then I, you know, that's you know, I went on and found other, other masters to 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 hone my craft. Um, so that and then and then every once in a while I'll get into like other things, uh, and this is kind of a problem with me. And then once I feel like I I've kind of, I won't say master that, but once I feel like I, I've I've reached the pinnacle of what that is. I'll, I'll be disinterested in it. Like, um, uh, I have like two dogs and I did like dog training and like, I, I certified one of my dogs in like, in like personal protection. Like he's literally, you know, I could take him. I, I used to take him with me on planes for my side job and do, and do demos with them. And then <clears throat> there's some other, other, you know, interests and in whatever I really can't speak about because it's tied to some stuff I can't speak about on, sure, on the air. Sure. Um, but like, I, I kind of get into that. And then once I kind of feel like I've like, you know, Oh, I've, I own this, like, you know, I'm, I'm bored with it now and drop the mic, walk, walk away. So, but it, it always varies, but there's, there's something about like the nerd stuff that I always kind of come back to, you know? Um, well, so that goes into my next question for both of you. Like, what are your collecting goals? And you know what I mean? Like you can just call it nerd goals. I mean, is it, is it to get everything? This may be more for Bali, but is it to get everything or do you see like an end game to, to what you're doing? <sighs> to, for me, it's, it's, I definitely see an end game, but not, not to everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I probably will collect until the day I die, but like, you know, like when I have a set of like, let's just take like transformers is, is, is problematic because of the, the huge scope of it. Right. But like when I have a set of arc bots that are all masterpiece scaled to my liking, that's done. You know, that that element of that collection is done. You know, now it's going to take a while to get everything. But like I was looking at my arc bots just recently and like I'm not that far off. Yeah, you know, like I'm a trailbreaker, a jazz and a cliff jumper away or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Like and then a gears. The gears. Yeah, I was going to say gears. Um, and then that's done, you know, like that aspect of it is done, you know? So like with, with some stuff and like with, with most of my collections, it's like little, little elements of it anyway. So like, I, I plan on doing this Batman versus Superman play arts Kai line, but I'm not doing the whole line. Um, but like once I get Superman, Wonder Woman and Batman, I'm done. 
you know, but then something else will come out and then that'll be my new, you know what I mean? So it's like little lines will be completed, but there's no, there's no, there's no plan to just stop buying. Cause then what's the fun? Right. You know, right. Yeah. They'll always be collecting something. Right. Right. And then what about for you, Adam? Uh, I th- like my main, my goal, this is going to really kind of deep philosophical. Um, there's an aspect of anything that you enjoy doing or anything that you're, you're, you have a passion for is there gets to be a point where you have to like kind of share that passion and like, like kind of bring other people with you and kind of, um, not, I guess be a teacher kind of, you know, and pass on like what you know about. And, like, and so like the hobby aspect of my collecting is like the painting, the gaming, the community of it. And it's multifaceted. So it keeps my interest because there's the modeling aspect of it. And like, there's advanced stuff from like, you know, magnetizing arm options and stuff like that or, or building dioramas or building scenery there's the the painting aspect of it like the actual artistic thing and there's you know there's so many different levels of, of guys who are doing some real amazing stuff like i'm just i'm just scratching the surface with like my, my airbrush stuff collecting all that crap mm-hmm. and there's actually the gaming part of it like the strategic part and there's like the community part about it like that's like the that's like the last piece like the, the kind of like the you know the self the self actualization of of that you know that person um so my collecting goals actually is to open up some kind of club or store um i i know i was running one a while back um and it was fun but you know that they're the community building aspect of it so you know i want to do a store or something kind of i've got this really good idea and it's something that i kind of want to keep low-key because i might actually end up doing like a kickstarter for it uh later down the line when i like i'm trying to my wife and i are trying to like to sell our business and just because it's it's gotten to the point where it's it, it, we can't handle it getting any bigger like we have to go like more kind of corporate type of thing right okay. and um so it's like it's it's left my you know circle of, of expertise and, and now i gotta find somebody who's who you know is better at doing xyz of it uh and then we're kind of thinking about our next thing but ultimately i actually want to like my goal is like my family there's a lot of like mystery and, and like my family, like where we came from, we don't really have like a, a strong history, you know, like there's some, you know, oh, you know, this person was adopted. So we don't know who that, who that person is. And this person, there is some paternity issues. So we don't know who this person is. And like, I don't really feel like there's much legacy to my family. Like I meet people like, oh yeah, I can trace my lineage back to, you know, the Mayflower. I can literally t- trace my dog's lineage back further than I can my own. <laughs> like, I'm ser- like, serious. Like, like, like I can chase, trace his lineage back to like the 1700s. And, um, so like one of my, 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 my life goals is like, I want to, you know, you know, earn enough money and save up enough to actually build and buy a piece of property and have enough money that I could put into a trust, um, where like my family can go to it and use it whenever they want. But it's like, like, you know, it's an aspect of it is like, like the creativity. So I want an area there where, you know, you know, people can go and game or, or whatever, you know, like, like, like all my Warhammer stuff can be there. If they're interested in it, it's fine, but they can kind of get together and like spend time with one another. You know what yeah, I mean? Like cool. while, I'm, while I'm gone, when I'm, whenever I'm gone, even though I plan on living forever. Um, and just, you know, just so the, like the family history that, that I create now. And, it, and it's funny when, when I say family, like I, I, I include Bobby in that cause like he's my family. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's like the shared history you have with, the people who, who are important to you and, and the bonds that you make and like that, like that stuff going through time. And I, f- I feel like so much of our world now is kind of disposable that I, for my kids, I want something that's a little bit more solidified and that, that, that you know, 
and it's and it's interesting. Like I was just thinking while while we were on our little break, I went upstairs and, and made in myself a little little uh, you know turkey ham and cheese roll, and I was just you know in the bath thinking um, that like wow, people are gonna listen to this podcast. It's gonna be like a fucking case study for psychological issues in the in the twentieth century. Uh, listen to Bobby and my shenanigans um, because you know this recorded thing, as long as humanity doesn't destroy itself, will probably be a, around for a long time. And like there's gonna get to a, a point where we're, we have like this really solidified um, recording of our history, and people are gonna start studying that. You know what I mean? And that's just that's like an interesting concept for me. But like I want I want to start doing that for my family and, and record as much as I can. Like I have a you know I do a little filmography and, and little ed- video editing. Like I went and interview like all like the the family members in my immediate family. Like I was like, hey, tell me your life story. I just sat down there with them for like hours and like recorded all this information. Um, I haven't done anything with it yet. I'm kind of waiting. But like at one point, I want to have a project there so like you know my kids can go see my grandmother talk and about her family and like little memories that she had that were important to her and stuff like that. So that's like my ultimate collecting goal is kind of collecting the parts of of what's important to me, be it you know fantastic fantasy crazy shit or family stuff, and having that in some kind of repository for people to you know look at it, uh, later generations. And that's yeah. the family stuff to me is cool just because I come from where I don't I don't have any more grandparents and my parents were kind of like for whatever reason had both of them for some reason had falling out with their parents and like their family. So there's not really any aunts and uncles you get mm-hmm. the version of, of my lineage just that my parents can remember. And that's kind of it. So yeah. that to me is, is interesting to me. It's, I think that's, I mean, it happens, man. Families go in and out of, you know, communication. It's like a natural thing, but I think it just, I, I, I think in the, the time being, it, it's going to, like, I've already left something for my kids where they, they're like, wow, we have a lot of dad, we have a lot of insight into dad through this piece of work that he's done. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and that's not just the 40K. So, like, like I'm pretty happy with that, that they'll have, they'll have access to that information even after I'm gone. So. Cool. Um, now, do you, either of you guys have any other hobbies just outside of collecting? <sighs> and I don't know if um, you can... I mean, it's, you know, fishing. Are you like, I'm an avid fisherman and I love to fish? Mm, I don't, nothing that I can discuss here. Okay. So. Uh, mine, I, I guess the, the drawing bit, you know, kind of goes. I, I would say that there were bo- our, our true professions were both avid students of studying that and, and owning that. Would that be that's safe true. to say, Bobby? Yeah, that's true. Like, like we, we are you know, we are professionals and we're, we're professionals in the way of studying the craft, our craft of no matter what we do, you know, like, I, like if, if tomorrow Bobby and I started a film company, like we would be, we would nerd out into like classic film and like understanding all the ins and outs of what makes film good and the history of it. Cause that's just the kind of dudes we are no matter right. what we do. So. Well, that's good. So you make you make it a point to whatever whatever you're going to get into, you make it a point to know the history of it. Like you know, I gotta I gotta I gotta give Bobby some kudos on this. Like I don't think I've met a dude, no matter what he wanted to do, he's gonna keep on practicing until he's like really fucking good at it. You know, um, and, and like I gotta give him I gotta give him kudos to that. Like that, like I, you know, watch out, you rock and rollers out there in the toy reviewing world. <laughs> <laughs> you know because like you're like i put my mind at this motherfucker i'm gonna be good at it god damn it you know and like and like that's and that, that's like you know one aspect i think that that uh rings true with him is like you know that's that's kind of 
geeking out on that on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't. I, I, if if I'm gonna do something, I just do it. Like I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the fuck out of it. Like I I don't. I, I don't quit easy. Right. Um, that's 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 like something like a like a personal thing. Like, and I think that's my father, Emmy. Like um, when I uh, I remember like when I was like in kindergarten, I I told him I wanted to do martial arts, and he asked me why. And I said I wanted to be a black belt. And like two weeks into doing it, I was like, I don't want to do this. It's not for me. I don't care about it. I don't want to learn Korean. I don't want to. It's just this is not what I. I, I thought I was going to get a ninja suit. I didn't get a ninja suit. I, it started off. <laughs> yeah, it started I off on one of those tabby boots. It started off on a bad foot for me. Um, actually, the first day of Taekwondo, like I had to do push-ups because I, I kept I kept singing Billie Jean. No, uh, beat it because it was just in my head. And like you know, to instill discipline of not just singing songs whenever you want to, uh, I had to do push-ups. Um, but he wouldn't let me quit. Two weeks in, I wanted to quit. He wouldn't let me quit. And for five, six years, I wanted to quit, and he wouldn't let me quit. And then the day I got my black belt, he asked if I still wanted to quit, and I was like, "Yep." And he was like, "Okay, you can." Yeah, that's something where like I have that from my childhood, where my dad was like, "You could do whatever you wanted, but once you did it, you couldn't quit it. Mm-hmm. You had to do it." Yeah. You know, and I, you know, and I, I think that that's something you were talking about, just millennials and stuff like that. Is I think that that's something that that's lacking. Is there? You're just kids today. It's like, oh, you don't want to do it. Okay, you don't have to do it anymore. Yeah, and I think some of that, like, some of that is is with, like, it's different for parents. Also, do you know what I mean? Like, life is different for parents. Like, um, life is fast paced. So, like, parents don't want to waste their time if their kids aren't enjoying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's total. I think that like the the not being able to commit to anything by this new generation is like that. That shit's like a byproduct of their parents living in this fucking world. And like, okay, well, like, look, if you hate this, I'm not gonna sit through this every Tuesday and Thursday yeah. for for two <laughs> hours after school because I got shit I got to do too. Um, whereas like my father, his his mindset was, I got all the time in the world. I'll make time for that other shit. I will sit here and watch you suffer, but we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna honor our commitments. Yeah, you know, and it's like too, it's too easy nowadays just to say throw up your hands like okay we'll do something else. Um, where like I just think that that like but that was him that was him instilling in me like you know you, you finish what you start. Um, and and that's, that's why like I don't know like that's that's like a better question for like I don't know what my end game is for toy review. You know because like like I, I don't know what my goal really is with that. I know that, like, I work overtime, so, like, between DMH, like, the drawing stuff and the toy reviewing, my goal is to make that money supplement my overtime to a point where it can be interchangeable, where I don't need to be pressured for that overtime. I don't need to be away from my family for a, for a shift, um, but I, I'm not there, you know? Like, I'm definitely not there, and I don't know what it will take for me to get there, and I don't know if toy reviewing is going to do it. You know, I don't. I just don't know. I, I, like, I is it a hundred thousand subscribers? Is that what? Is that my end game? Is that like, you know, like, I, I, just, I just don't know. You know, right. and I think I started it purely to make money, but now, like, I think I do it because I think it's expected of me. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! Yeah. But see, so that's Fuck. kind of sad in a way because now, do you feel like it's kind of like, is it becoming a burden? Um, uh, it can be. Um, some are some are more burdensome than others you know what i mean like some of them like i really want to talk about some of them i'm like i like if i don't buy a toy you know like i don't buy it because i'm not really interested in it 
you know, and then that, but now people are sending me toys like fans, like not of me, but of the fandom. Right, um, right. And they're sending me toys so that I can cover it for people that watch my channel that are interested in what I have to say about it. And like, I, like I'm honored by that. You know, what I mean? like I don't want to make it seem like I'm not appreciative because like I'm, I'm really, I'm floored by it. Like, cause I would never send my shit to somebody. You know what I mean? And here's, and here's a rub with that. Here's the thing that, that sucks is that YouTube has created this kind of culture of like, it, it becomes a job, right? And the bigger you get, the more work it becomes, but it's not like you're making money off of it to supplement what you do. And, and when it comes down to it, unfortunately, like people's time is worth money. Like we do Nerd Rage Radio because it's like, it's kind of a way to document our friendship in a way. Like, you know, because we can look back like, oh man, remember when this happened or that happened or what we thought about this? And and, all, and also it'll, it's going to, it's going to seal the deal on certain arguments that are bound to happen in the future because now we have reference material. <laughs> <laughs> but like at a point in time, like something gets big enough, it becomes work, but it's not big enough for it to become a job or a career for real and that's kind of the hard part with things like this you know yeah. do, you, do you take the plunge and say all right we're you know we're gonna do fanboy channel incorporated and do toy reviews and this that and a third and that's like your full-time job um but then anytime something that you're passionate about becomes your job you really run the risk of ruining it for yourself and i know this shit from experience jack um so it, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of a hard thing but, but at like, the same time, it, it organically becomes something that you didn't think it was, but then it has meaning for you because you kind of created this thing. Well, my, like with the reviews, like when I end up reviewing this figure that somebody sent me that I'm very appreciative of their trust. Um, sometimes I, I even like will enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll be like, oh, I, like, I see good things in this toy. Like it's not for me, but I see good things in it. But still, it's it's a bit of a burden because now this is something that like I didn't want to spend time on, at all. Yeah. That that I'm now spending time on just to satisfy my viewers. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that that is work. Like if I like because I'm not doing it because I love doing it at that point. I'm doing it as a service. And like you're appreciative appreciative to your viewers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like it's the same thing with like 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 you were just saying with uh like YouTube being a job and shit. Like everyone, like I swear, you can set your clock to it. Every time I'm like, look, I need to start adjusting the way that I comment on videos. Like recently, I've been toying around with the idea a lot. Like, should I say, look, you got a week? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got a week, Mac, to get your comment in, and I'll and I'll reply to it. But after a week, I can't. You know. Um, but does that even need to be said though? Is that even something that has to be like? Do you have to? Do you do you feel like people get mad? Like, oh, I commented on your Kronos video and you never responded. And you're like, that shit's like two years old. Well, yes, it happens. Yes, well, let me let me tell you why. Um, because like the moment that I get to that point where I'm like I can't do that anymore, like because it, it just it eats up too much time. Um, I get a let me I'm trying to find it because I just got I just I like I just got a notification. Of um, so this guy commented and said, uh, "Thanks for replying to my last comment, Skullface." Um, on, I posted comments on MGO and Optobotomus and never replied. This really means a lot to me. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. so I know it meant something to that dude, you know. And like, I've I've commented on people's shit and never heard from them and been like, "Man, like, I guess what I had my question wasn't worth answering." Do you know what I mean? So, like, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't reply to that to that guy like like i get a lot of comments like personal messages from people that are like 
I was going through, like, because young kids are watching my shit because you know, toys appeal to a younger crowd in general, right? So there'll be, like, young kids, like, going through something, and they'll be like, look, like, I was going through a period here, and I wrote you, and you wrote me back, and it fucking, it changed, like, it, it made an impact. Right. So, like, as of right now, like, I still feel like it's worth it. To, to go through it, but it's fucking, it sucks. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, fast forward to, you know, let's say you have a hundred thousand subscribers. Right. How do you respond? I mean, you just, I don't, I don't think know. there's physically time to right, respond. Right, that, right, so. right. I mean, here, here's I, I the problem. Here's the problem, right? If you have a hundred thousand subscribers, right. And, and, and they're, let's say, let's, you know, let's go, let's be crazy. You have a million subscribers, which is, is, is realistic. Okay. And 10%, 10% of them leave comments. That's a hundred thousand comments. And it takes you 30 seconds to read and reply to a comment. That means your comments alone, it would take an eight-hour day. It would take you over like 400, 400 days to reply to just one video's worth of comments. It's just impossible. The, the scalability, it just there, there's a point in time that you have to you know to pull the trigger and say, oh, I can't do it unless you're going to hire you know 20 people to work under you who are going to answer comments on your behalf, which some YouTube channels do. You know that that exists out there. But it's just like YouTube and Facebook, like we've never I, – I, this is a conversation that Bobby, had, Bobby and I have had for a long time on various technological things. It's like the culture hasn't established social norms um, with the tech, surrounding the technology anymore. Right. Like there's a point in time where, you know, you didn't call anybody until 10 o'clock in the morning or, or you, you, know, you never called anybody after 8 p.m. It was like in the social norm right, of right, the phone. Right. You know what I mean? But that took time. I mean, the, the phone's been around for like, you know, 100 years. So that took time to develop. Well, now, because we have such instant communication, we, we've hit the reset button on that. Now it's like, you know, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, you, you know, you get text messages. Oh, fuck, I forgot to put my fucking phone on silent. And Bobby's sending me a text message where 10 years ago, I'd be like, how dare you contact me at this time? How dare you? You know, I don't like the cut of your jib, sir. But now it's like, oh, you know, he just sent me a text message at three o'clock. That's that's perfectly reasonable, um, and it's perfectly reasonable for for hey man, you know, you put yourself out there and, and you got a comment, you got a reply. Oh, you don't like what I, you don't like my my nasty comment. Well, then don't put your shit out on Facebook or don't put your shit out on YouTube. You know, I have a right to write be a douchebag and, and write a nasty comment. And also, so, at, at, on the other side of that, just as a footnote, like Adam and I work odd schedules, and then we have like these side jobs and shit of doing things. So like. At the same time, like, if Adam sends me a text at 3 o'clock in the morning, like, it's not totally outside the realm of responsibility that he won't get a reply right back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just one of those, those strange But I was talking about, I was talking about other people outside yeah, no, of I know, with that I know, I know. stuff. So. You got to wait for that brain trip when they put that chip in your brain and you can just reply to everything. Yeah. Dude, like, like uh, I, I am... I am a fan of like cutting edge, like science and stuff like that. Like it, it like I'll, I'll sit down and, and, and watch 50 episodes of Ted talk. You know what I mean? Like, and right. just see, yeah, see too. the new crazy shit. Like that shit is so close. Like it is so like they, they, they've already like successfully like transmitted thoughts across, you know, space and time. You know what I mean? Like what people like have this, you know, like, oh, what, what do you experience right now? I smell cheese. Because, like, some dude who's <laughs> smelling cheese, whose brain is wired up. You know, like, that, that shit is, like, almost here. Like, being able to communicate without speaking, like, you know, is, is it will be here before you know it. Know it. Like, humans don't, I, I, I don't even think we talked about on this podcast. Is like, we haven't been humans for a while now. 
like like human beings stopped existing a hundred thousand years ago, and whatever we are now after we've been in technology is something new, and like that shit is about to have its next evolution. And, and, then, are, and we'll, are you okay you with know. like? Do you embrace that evolution? Um, it's not that I like don't it, it it scares the shit out of me. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, I think it's kind of in, in, inevitable. Like I was watching that movie Transcendence or whatever Johnny Depp. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good film. And then like Ex Machina is a pretty good movie as well. Like it's you know what do they call it Homo Optimus is like the next evolution. Would you call you know, it? Like. <laughs> He just called Optimus um, a homo. Yeah. So um, I didn't know Optimus Prime well, you know, was Jewish. Um, but I was just like, gonna I, also, it, oh, okay. it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, like you know, telomere treatments and people will be living t- you know two three hundred years now. Like, you know that's, what I mean? it's like it, you know? that's what I want. Like I want to live. Not that I want to live forever, but I want to live forever. Like you give me a bionic eye, give it to me. I, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to not like I don't. You guys are talking about buying comic books and image comic books, and maybe that's why Invincible is my favorite because I don't buy them. I just download them. Like uh, yeah. I have everything, all my movies and everything are stored on one hard drive. It's accessed from every TV in my house. Like I just want everything to. If I don't, I don't need any physical media at all. Wow. My, my only whatsoever. worry, my only worry about this, and like we, like I don't think that the the human population here that exists now, I don't believe that it is it is version 1.0. I think that we've probably had a couple other other extinction level events that's reset the human human beings a couple times um and you also you also this and this is crazy left field but you also have like the the possibilities of break off civilizations like what if what if one group of people like advance wildly in their technological stuff and they kind of like move on you know like okay we're gonna leave the rest of these schmucks away and we're gonna go live on jupiter's moon with our you know super space technology you know like like that that is the other thing the other, the other problem too is like you have these super rich people who you know it, it, it's you know they're they're the first ones who are going to be immortal before like the guy who's making thirty thousand dollars a year you know right. and it comes down to it like you know what is what is it what is it worth so I mean it's it's scary it's interesting it's fascinating you know and but you know I, I love that shit I love I love you know I was a philosophy major so I love all those deep existential questions and let's let's dig the, into it the what ifs I, I was gonna get uh, add one more thing to that initial bit um, and then. If you could pick one more question to go out on, um, while I while I while I say this bit, but like I had this, sometimes like I'll go a twenty four hour period without replying or responding to anyone, um, and and that missed the twenty four hours maybe like that's the day that I set up to do other things, or uh, maybe I got to work that day, or and then you know whatever, and sometimes it's, it's just to set aside that day to make more content for like the next week. But like, I can't be distracted by any comments or messages or anything like that. And like, I had a day where I woke up in the morning and I had like a nasty gram from somebody that was like, uh, you know, I wrote you yesterday about this and you haven't got back to me. Obviously you don't care such and such and such and such. So like all I did was I, I backed out of my, my messages that, that I opened and it was the first one I opened. So I was happy for that. And just took a screenshot of my phone unlocked, which looks like a fucking red pinata exploded. Like, <laughs> it's just like, like you know, sixty-seven some emails, you know, a hundred and some Facebook notifications, you know, two hundred and some uh, fucking Instagram things. This, that, you know, all these different things, right? And I just screenshot my phone with the notifications on it and sent it to him and just said sorry. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, like this, this is what I'm working through. I'm, I'm sorry. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't meet your needs. Um, and you know, it's also weird. Like this is a side note. This is getting, this can go to a whole nother place. So I don't, I don't want to dig too far into it because it'd be a good conversation for another time. But like, so like, there's times where I establish a relationship with someone that's like commenting on videos consistently, consistently. So I, I start to remember their name. I start to remember their point of view and I'm able to carry on kind of a conversation and builds a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then that person will eventually uh, write me privately mm-hmm. and then we'll continue on with a private conversation, which ends up being a private relationship, which, are, which some of them are very cherished to me. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, yep. So, yep. some of them are like very good conversations about the fandom that I carry on week to week. Uh, some of them have, have established like full blown friendships with people I've never met, like Lenny, for instance. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like there's an element of it that's like, like, okay, like I was commenting to your comment so that you continue to support this video with comments because that's what helps this video grow. And now you're not doing that anymore. So you're I've removed. Right, I've removed you from what I'm trying to do to make it successful, which is a weird paradox to be in. Yeah, and let me tell you another thing, buddy. And nobody, nobody hates you more than those early people that you kind of like, you could. It's like impossible to maintain that relationship, and you eventually have to disappoint them. You know what I mean? It's like, right. dude, listen, you are four time zones away from me. I'll never meet you. I cannot sit here and and get into it about your kid's birthday party. Like right. what, what plates should I go with the Jar Jar Binks plates or should I go with the Bumblebee plates? You know what I mean? Like, and it gets to, it gets to some shit like that. And it's like, oh man, it's, that's the worst, man. And like, well, I understand why some people want to be kind of standoffish, you right. know? That's how I feel. I mean, just about you, Bobby. I mean, cause I think that's kind of how, even before I got onto like the realm of collectors and stuff like that, I think it was just talking to you. Like I would make comments on your videos and stuff like that. And then I got introduced to you just through the ROC guys and then even now having your information, sometimes I'm like, I'll, I'll shoot you a message. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just real cognizant of how much I'm, uh, for lack of a better word, bothering you. And I'm not that I'm saying I'm bothering you. I may right. be. I but you know what no, I mean? So I just and, try and, to be aware of that stuff. And, and that's just, the thing. Like, like the only thing that, like, like where I'm at right now with my very limited level of success, you know what I mean? Like I think sometimes like, you know, people forget that like um, – because like I make such an effort to kind of be everywhere to and be everything to everyone that I can be, I think people get confused. Like, like I don't have five thousand subscribers. Do you know what I mean? T two RX six has sixty five hundred subscribers, and people are writing into Shattered Cast saying like, "We well, got Bobby, the big YouTube reviewer, or whatever." And I'm like, "Man, this guy is way bigger than I." You know what I mean? And like, or you take like a Ben's Collectibles that's like you know coming up on twenty thousand subscribers or whatever it is, like. Like I'm a very I'm, I'm a big fish, but I'm a big fish in a very small pond. Um, so like oh, the only thing that I ask people of, and and this isn't directed to you per se, just when when I'm talking, like when people first write me, one of the first things I say to them is, "Look, I am always going to get back to you. Just give me some. Just if if I don't get back to you right away, take heart in the fact that it's because I'm working on something else. But I will get back to you as soon as I can. You know, because I don't want to like I, like. I don't like I, I want like I've made an effort to be of the people. You know what I mean? Because I felt like a lot of people weren't filling that void. So to leave to 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 leave that responsibility is is really kind of letting down my whole thing. You know, and that's what's scary. Right. Well, I, and I want to say and I don't know if there's other people, but I'm just putting this out there so other people 
I'm okay. If you were to come to me and say, look, man, I can't maintain a relationship. I'll keep it in the comments if I can. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with that. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm not going to be like, fuck this guy's a dick. But I'm just saying, so I think that that's the other things that people need to realize is just – this is not this is my just one statement to everybody just quit being so fucking sensitive about everything and and the other problem with that is like you don't always know the audience with that so like you might get like a normal dude that like doesn't like you you know you're like you're not gonna get hurt feeling report right but every once in a while you you find a dude out there that like really needs like somebody to you know somebody's to, to to cry on their shoulder you know and like you you somewhat facilitate that for them for a short period of time because you can, but then like once stuff gets deeper, you know, once it's not just like, Hey man, love your stuff really good. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? It takes, it takes more time and effort. And then it's like, it's like, Hey man, like I can't facilitate that. I can't be this for you, man. I'm sorry. You know, and that shit happens too, which, which kind of sucks as well for them because they kind of feel like, Oh man, you know, I came in and, and, and I trusted you and I thought we were friends. It's like, well, that's not that dude. It's just, you know, it, it, it's just, it's not that it's not even like, I shouldn't say oh, this isn't appropriate. So it's just like, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the person, you know, I'm not a professional. You know what I mean? In that, in that regard, in that regards, nor do I know you enough to really, you know, drive deep in, into this stuff. You know what I mean? Well, like, that, that's kind of a hard, but, a hard thing. But at the same too. time, like, it's not like, 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 like I, as corny as it sounds, like I cherish my relationship with you. Just, mm-hmm. um, oh. like, I don't need to say that to Adam. He knows that. Yeah. But like, like I cherish my like uh and and like uh with uh Pinkerton you know like Pinkerton and I text a fair bit but like it's not a chore you know it, like most and like that that's the thing like that's like the Achilles heel of it all is that like ninety percent of it all isn't a chore because I I really do cherish most of the relationships that I build but there are a few that like I feel like man like um. I don't want to pick on this guy, right? But this guy uh, wrote me recently with questions about Warbitron, um, Bruticus. Now, I've reviewed all five of those bots and reviewed them combined. And I feel like I've told, and I've talked about them on Shattercast. So, like, I feel like I've told everyone all I can tell them about that line. So that's when, like, like, but, but still, he wrote me with a question about the releases of the blast off, like there was blast off version one and blast off version two. And what's the difference and what purchase should he make? But like, I think there was a bit of a language barrier. Mm-hmm. So like I was talking to this guy for like an hour and a half. And eventually I just had to like record an audio message of myself talking and send it to him to try to hope that he would understand what I was trying to say. Um, and that, that's something where that kind of gets in the way of what I'm doing. Um, but you know, I still feel like I still feel like it is my obligation, like it is my fucking responsibility uh, to do so because it's what makes me me. And that's where I see you having the tough, like when you have to evolve from that. I think that's where you're going to have your toughest time. Yeah, and and I'm not Agreed. looking forward to that day. I think, and and not, you know, and may, I may be totally wrong, but I think that that may be the time where it's either like you're going to have to figure out how to evolve, or that's when you're done reviewing. Right. You can't make that connection to people. Yeah, and what I'll probably end up doing is, like, I'll just set some boundaries, you know what I mean? And I'll set them in a video, and I'll put the video up, I'll, I'll pin it to my YouTube page or something, and I'll just be like, look, from now on, just because of the, the, the workload and this and that, like, I just don't have time to, to answer everything, reply to everything, and, you know, uh, make, you know, make content. So I'm going to limit it to, you know, you got a week, and I'll reply to every video for a week or whatever. Or, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll reply to every question, but not every comment. You know, I'll answer every question, but if it's just you saying, 
I like this video. I'm going to pick up the toy. Just know in my heart of hearts, I'm saying thanks for watching. Do you know what I mean? And enjoy yeah, your definitely. purchase. And I think, and not, and not to keep going on about it, but I think you've established a relationship with your followers that everybody will go, oh, cool. I totally understand that because if he could get to us, he would. Exactly. And so it's not, you know, it's not you being a dick. It's just like, oh, that makes, for me, that makes total sense. You're like, all right, that makes yeah. sense. It's, like, social media is one of those things like, what if this, it's like, oh, fuck, it worked. What if I connect with a million people? You know, and, and, and actually have conversation like, oh, fuck, it worked. Right. You know, right. it just, it's just so, and, and there's just so many people out there. It's just, they, I think they say that the most people you can actually ha know is like 250. Like the most, yeah. that's the most, and that's stretching it. You know, you're, you're on your social game and you can actually know these people. Yeah. Well, and at the like, same time, oh. like, you know, like sometimes I'll say stuff in the video. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, look, this, this. This, uh, I don't like the way this head looks. I know it's a controversial head, and I don't like the way it looks. But it might be at like seven minutes into the video. And I'll get somebody that's obviously only watched the first couple minutes and just clap, yeah, what do you think of the head? And clicked off the video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they just want my opinion on that. And I still answer that, even though in the back of my mind, I'm like kind of looking at them sideways. Like, why should yeah, I waste but... my time to answer this when you couldn't waste your time to watch it? Yeah, yeah. But that's anyway. Standards. All right, one but... more question. Are you sure? I mean, that's what, so. My next set of questions. I still have a ton how, of questions. How many questions do you have? I'm just curious. <laughs> I had, I had 22 total, and I'm only up to number 11. Sorry, 23, and I'm up to number 11. You should have done questions first. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. All questions. I mean, listen, I, but I want to want to. I want to hear the questions. I'm I'm curious now. I do now. too. I do too. Not to not to uh, you know. Not that this was my plan, but I, I can I am available to come back <laughs> if you want to have a part two. We can make that. <laughs> I mean, can we do it? You want to just do a special in this week Q and A uh, session? Sure. Uh, let's do one more question. Okay. And then we'll do we'll do a Q and A session. So to save your questions, I'm 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 interested to hear them. Is, is it ones that you can email us the list, or do you have to like spring it on us on a surprise? I kind of like being having. I would prefer not to just just so because I I like the. This is what you have to think of. Like, this is your initial response would be, oh, this. Okay. I, and I'm, now I'm they're superhero questions. Like, these are all questions about comics. These are, as far as, like, the personal questions, those are, those are done. Now it's just, like, what's your opinion on X, Y, Z, or what do you think about this? Like, the next question is, you know, what superpower or ability would you most like to have? All right. Well, let's do that one. Let's do that one. And then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll organize another Q&A session. Okay. You, you want to go first, Bobby? I, I know what your answer is. What is it? Flight. No. Ooh, uh, Adam, what do you Wrong. think Bob did? You've told me that. <laughs> You've told me that before. I, I think it, 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 if I could have one of of uh, Superman's powers, like I do want to no, fly. Like, man, if I could have any power in the world, it'd be the fly. Man. I well, I see. I dream about flying, just feeling the, the wind between, like in my face, like as I'm zipping through the <laughs> well, air. Well, well, my told my me this. my power would include the ability to fly, because I would wouldn't be able to manip manipulate time and space. So that's some new shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like all right it, it comes down for me like that question is really a, an important like look into like my my mindset to kind of squeeze out every like if I got that one wish I'd have to think about it like how can I manipulate this wish so I can get the most out of this motherfucker you know, like what power what power could I have you know, like, it's kind of like the gene. If you had one wish, would you wish for a million more wishes? You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like one, it kind of one of those angles. But, like, I, I would want to do, I would want to do, I would want a power that really gave me the abilities to do 
to do other things because it's like there's so many there's so much to choose from you know but i mean if it's like one single superpower like you know that's too that one's too crazy um it, it would it would be the ability to fly but the thing about it is is like if you have the ability to fly uh, you know, you have to be kind of indestructible so you don't fly into something and kill yourself. You know what I mean? You, you know, you got to be or able not. to. Or not. Every day would be a gamble. <laughs> it's like driving. But it's, it, it would be like, it's like that, it's like that video, like, like the, the Wolverine's powers. Like, like, do you want the claws or the, or the mutant? <laughs> we didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah, this is a bad idea. It's like, you, you know, so like, if it's like, oh, you know, whose powers would I want? I'd probably say like one person, it would be the Superman's. You know what I mean? But if I could say somebody like, you know, fucking i don't know uh, century who can pretty much manipulate you know matter and do whatever he wants it'd be that one because in, in essence he could do more than you know if i can if i can manipulate reality you know and i could do anything i want you know but then it's like you know, that's kind of cheating because it's like all then i can have all the powers you know so um but i, I would want to like like uh Manipulate if I could like manipulate time and space, and I could make myself fly. But I, I would also be able to go back and like watch things. Like you know, time travel stuff has always been very interesting to me, because uh, you know, human beings are really bad at at telling the truth. <laughs> like we really suck at it, and history is so skewed. And like if you ever start to like study stuff, it's it's just like by the time like the the you know the Roman. The Romans were rolling around. They they basically had like press secretaries that were following them around that were like annotating all the the facts as they wanted them to be presented. So it's like you know the, the last three thousand you know three thousand four thousand years of history has all been a, a fluff piece for the ego of whoever was the big dick in charge at that time. You know? See, I, I definitely like I definitely wouldn't want to be I like 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 that 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 phrase with great power comes great responsibility. Like I I do totally buy into that. As a concept, yeah. so like I wouldn't want any like like even if I had like a, a great power, I wouldn't do quote unquote great things. Do you know what I mean? Like like so like I wouldn't want anything where I could like walk through time or something like that because like I would fuck it up. I, like I know I would fuck it up. Like I, I'm the, just the type of guy where like if you're like look, there's a barrel of water outside. It's been distilled. I need you to bring it in. Um, I need it for this very important thing. It needs distilled water. Or it's going to destroy my car. Let's say. Um, like I would go out, I would lean over to pick it up and I'd sneeze right in it. You know what I mean? Like I would just like, like, that's just, like, like, it's just like shit like that always happens. Um, or like I would, I would lean over like a button would fall off my shirt and land right in it. You know what I mean? Like the button that's been on my shirt for years has been fine, but under these specific circumstances, it fucks up. Um, I, I think I'd be okay with just like, just your run of the mill, your run of the mill Jedi. Like, give me that level of, 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 sh- of shit. Like. Like so, a couple, so a couple, di- couple different abilities then. Yeah, but it, it would be like a, it would ma- it would mainly come down to telekinesis. Like, like let, let me like you know use a Jedi mind trick here and there. You know, so when I walk when I walk to that door that automatically opens, I'm really opening it with my hand this time. That. Just, um, <laughs> uh, and what I would do is like uh, when I when I saw other people do it, I would force it close. <laughs> just, just, to, just to make sure that they knew I really had the power. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like that, like you know, like just like, like you know, use the force and reach out, grab my douche flute, like little shit like that. Like, you know, like I, I wouldn't need anything crazy. Like I, I, I would be fine. Like, like he's talking about my, his vapor. He's, yeah, his vapor. My vape, People my vape. don't know. <laughs> my douche flute. 
Um, but like you know, I would just I would just use it for like little things, like 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 you cannot bring a soda into the movie theater. Like I can bring a soda. In. Like you know, just little things like make my life like, but just my, yeah, my that, regular. That would be that would be a great sketch. Sketch like <laughs> like like the like the the failed Jedi who just like uses his powers uses for mundane powers shit. For things like yeah, like I, like, I, I, like, I, like he really... just sitting there. He walks in and like the toothbrush jumps up and he brushes his teeth with the force. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I would literally use it just to make my my everyday way of life just a little bit smoother. Nice. I like it. So, Jisk, where can they listen to Realm of Collectors and find you guys? So it is on, if you want to watch it live or in video, it's on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. If you want to watch it actually live, it's Monday nights at 8 o'clock. That's Eastern Standard Time. Or you can listen to us on iTunes just under Realm of Collectors or Enter the Realm is the name of the show. Uh, and you'll find us. It's the Jackal Squad. I'm going to shout out everybody if I can real quick. It's Dust Mites, Pinkerton. Uh, Harvey underscore underscore Dent, Jay Ruse, and even old Ace Milo from time to time will pop old up. Ace. Yep. Old so, Ace. Yep. Uh, Ace is my helpful helper. He is a Ace is a funny dude. He makes me laugh. <laughs> one of the funniest guys, and not meaning to be funny, but just one of the funniest guys that's out the there. Yeah, I don't like. I just. But yeah. Yeah, good group of guys, yeah. and uh, I've been on the show before, and I've always had a pleasant experience, and I've had uh, rolling steel and dust in my house, uh, and and had a good time as well. And I hope you to have never, you'll never make that mistake again. No, no, no. Actually, you all, you, all you guys <laughs> are invited to Skullfest this year. Um, I had the dates. Just ask me privately. Not, not Skullfest. I am off of work, I believe, but I don't think for the game for the uh, the game. That sucks. Day. I don't know Sorry. if anybody's coming. I don't know if anybody's available that day, so it might just be. Well, I might be a schedule change here soon, so I might be off every weekend here soon. But we just <clears throat> so. um, also, shout out to Toy Detox. Uh, I don't know where their episode was last week. I don't think they had one. Yeah, I don't think they did either. Yeah, what's up with that? I feel like the wheels are falling off the wagon, Toy Detox. Um, so get that squared away. And if you want to hear Mr. Russman talk more about uh, miniature models and painting their gray pants blue, you can check out Beer and Blue. <laughs> And if you want uh, more giant fucking robots by a very recluse group of social outcasts, you can listen to Shattercast Uncut every Friday. And of course, we want to shout out and give another warm happy birthday wish to Dante and oh, shout out big kisses. Of course, uh, and I, I mean, I'm going. I don't know, he's got a baby shower soon. Yeah, man. And uh, and also shout out to Comic Book Dork, who, if not for him, this wouldn't have happened. And I think that's it. All right, guys. Thank Just, you thanks again, for coming guys. on, man. It was awesome. Thank you again. I really appreciate it. It was Our awesome pleasure. to be on. And we're going to get this uh, Q&A session going here. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So we'll talk about that after the show. So, all right, guys. We'll tune in next week. And uh, I think I'm going to push this one out Wednesday. Yeah, sounds Does, good. that feel good? Wednesday's been doing well? Yeah, Wednesday's good. So, and uh, guys, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for all the support and listening. And if any Q&As, I'm trying to get the Q&As on the on the the Twitter feed. I didn't even check it. We ran out of stuff. So, uh, Nerd Rage Cast, and then Facebook, the Screaming Face, and uh, we'll see you real soon. And remember, great tits. Tight dick, player. <laughs>